Welcome back to the Blue Line Millennial Podcast, pending a name change, potentially in a rebrand, but we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get there. First in-studio recording of 2022, I've got Kristen, who's been on the show before. If you have not listened to her episode, you need to do so. I was trying to look at the flag, Kristen. I can't remember when you were on. Uh, September 18th. Of- September 18th of last year. Yeah. You'll have to add add a date to that. You'll have to just keep logging like, it. Yes, yes. Every time you're on the show, and then we've also got Ursula, uh, who you might follow on Instagram at Ursula. Is it Ursula dot three oh eight? Yep. It okay. Sure is. Boom. There it is, right there. So we have already started drinking um, <laughs> our our bourbon of choice this Someone evening. Somebody already finished their bourbon. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Somebody already finished their bourbon. Well, we might get a sponsor by later. Which yeah. Is, uh... <laughs> I mean, you look at their badass bottle with the crossed revolvers on there. Smoke wagon, uncut, unfiltered, coming out of Las Vegas, Nevada. So, Boom. Um, no, no joke. You'll see that the bottle is slightly damaged just because the extremely short person at the liquor store who tried to grab this off the top shelf nearly dropped it. But kudos to him. He caught it before it hit the ground. Nice. Oof. But he smacked it against my bottle of rabbit hole rye and ended up chipping both bottles. But that's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I will keep this bottle. When it's Did empty, you get a though. discount, though? Yeah. No. Oh, what? No. Mm-mm. No. I would have made his short ass get another one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, here we go. Here we go. And when I say we've already started drinking, Ursula has Kristen <laughs> and I beat because she had margaritas before she came over. Um, I had a uh-uh. long day, to be fair. Nope. Oh, and Kristen's I, I raising her mar- hand. I had a, mar- I had a long too. day. I actually had to teach my one of my buddies how to shoot. Um, then pretty much it was a very long day. We were going over gun stuff. And then I was like, hey, I can't get too drunk before my podcast. <laughs> and she's like, we have margaritas. And I'm like, uh, Okay. All right. We I, have had, I had one. I had and then one. because she stressed me out so much, I convinced the bartender to make me margaritas with no ice. Yeah, I saw that. So, <laughs> I saw that. I was like, oh, this podcast is going to go well yeah. tonight. I was like, yes. real good. It's okay. I finished my old fashioned and now I'm just drinking straight bourbon. So. <laughs> Heck yeah. Let's do and this. If, we, if we run out, it's okay. There's another bottle in the case nice. over there. <laughs> so. We're sleeping in that giant living oh, room you got good. going on. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, we've got, we've got a living room. You can hang out with the dogs, or we've got what we uh, refer to as the peach room. And it's not like it's got a fucking hotel, um, but everything room. in it is peach or pink. That sounds like almost the like the room boom, boom, glows. Room. Like you've got to shut the door during the yeah, day. Yeah, I can't sleep in there. Though. Otherwise, the, the, the hallway. The boom, boom room. The, yeah, it's it's the something room. Bubbles room. We had sure to t- we had to take the shag carpeting out of there. So people got really That's concerned right. with the mirror on the ceiling. I don't know why. Oh my gosh. You know, That's so awesome. it's to make sure that the little monsters under the bed aren't coming out. So. Okay. You got to remember, yes. I'm a sex crimes detective. I will make shit as <laughs> Man, awkward as humanly possible. This is awesome. To be fair, I work in a jail, so that's you true. Want to talk about you touched about you talked about <laughs> snatching weaves off of people's heads earlier. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, Alex. Shit, I would get fired for for two hundred, please. <laughs> All day. <laughs> Oh, oh man! Because I can't uh, imagine y'all name cases just like we name cases. Oh, we and then I was crime scene, so like. I so I don't yeah. name my cases only because I'm terrified that one day I will be audited. <laughs> no, you you never write it down anyway. No, you never write it down. It's just more of a joke between it's, the squad. I I did have a a case that uh, it hasn't been adjudicated yet, but I had wanted to call it the Tampa Two Step, and we will talk about that <laughs> when we're offline. Um, but. Uh, yeah, anyway, so, there, uh, there's there, a backstory behind I, that. So. so, for example, okay, I had buddies who have worked like uh, traffic units and different agencies yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. And one of the ones that always come to mind is that they had a case called T-Boned because they had a motorcycle rider speeding near, um, actually near Superstition Mountains, end up actually li- literally T-Boning 
a cow that was hit in the middle oh, of the road, Jesus. flipped over, ended up dying. So total did it kill the cow? It was the cow? No, the cow was okay, <laughs> but the the writer did die, and they called it. And I'm like, oh, this is T Bone. I'm like, uh, oh my god. Like, I thought my sense of humor was pretty bad, but all right, bro. I like that like, one. Somewhere on like here, it. I need to label these fucking things. Somewhere on here, I've got like the. Uh... <laughs> nope, not that one. Womp womp womp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think there's a laughing track audience sound on here somewhere. Oh, uh, that's cheering. Let's see. I haven't explored. You should totally. Like- so there's as, the, a, there's as a another podcast, there's the can. Yeah. Laughs. And they've actually uh, had the same soundboard. Yes. Labeling all the buttons are actually yeah. works. I only ever needed the, the orangey red one because uh-huh. that's where my intro music is. But yeah, I should, I should go about labeling. Yeah, I have a little, I have like a little sticker thing for him. So, uh, there was one, uh, Random jail story here. There was a um, actual murder that we had because uh, theoretically nobody dies in jail, but um, like Disneyland, actually, yeah, you drag them out front first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. No, nobody dies. Fire has to nobody transport dies with us. Fire has to call them usually at a hospital. Yeah, they have to transport. Just yeah. So uh, there was a uh, inmate that ended up smashing the head of his uh, his celly like on the concrete slab that was in there, like in very brutal freaking uh, fight that happened here, and uh, dude ended up dying. And uh, he ended up smearing peanut butter over his face and then shanking his eyeballs with a pencil. So they called it the peanut butter case. I, this is this is like how messed up we are as people. So like, if you're in this line of work, you're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I had a case. We had a homicide case that we called human stew. He cooked oh. in his hot tub for three days. Hell yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, it was. We pull him out, and his foot fell off. Somebody get the carrots and onion. Turn oh, the fucking right? thing back I on. Like, I'm meat like garlic. Falling off the, meat falling off the bone. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Tender. <laughs> yep. Yep. This is. Oh, did any, did anybody up. pick the foot up and like who's got the foot fetish over right? here? No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, oh. If I could go on about this one, I don't know if it's been adjudicated, so I really can't go much more into it. But yeah. I, so I worked construction before I was a cop. And we have this house out in California that we're going through. And a lot of homes in, in California have crawl spaces underneath. And it's shitty because it's fairly damp in California. It's a, you know, temperate climate type of thing. And we find this, um, like, half mummified cat. And I say half because the half that was exposed to the air was gone. Mm-hmm. The half that was in the mud was fine. And so my architect happened to be bringing his wife around. And we fish this fucking mummified cat out from underneath the, uh, <laughs> the crawl space. And he proceeds to, like, walk it across her shoulders. Meow, meow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. This is so horrible because I, uh, we so, also found like a 24 inch dildo. <laughs> I've, I've worked in the detached garage. So I have worked the intake <laughs> for reasons of my, uh, of, of my agency. And, uh, yeah, you so, have also found 24 inch dildos. Yeah, I'm actually writing a book called uh, crazy people don't sleep. Okay. Um, dealing with inmates with psych, psych issues. And I'm also, uh, already on the second book, which is called, uh, things, things you find. So <laughs> it's going to be a coffee I, table oh, book with full size color oh photographs. Collaboration between the three, just the three of us in collaboration oh my, on that. Oh so my god! I thought the third uh, or the, the first volume of things you find will be all officer submissions. Ooh. because I've I've been in the game for seventeen years and like two weeks now. Like oh my god, the things you find. What's it people. like to have less than three years to go? Oh my, I am 37 and I am like, I'm trying not to count the days, but it's like every, every day I'm like, man, mm. I could quit or I could just stay in. And it just turns out to be a big, uh, 
a big game of chicken right now. Like who could Kristen last and longest? I have to do twenty five years. So see, y'all got in late. I got in during uh, when the time was good, where we had like twenty uh, the twenty year pension, no questions asked, as in like no age restrictions or um, or anything weird. So it was just like oh, you mean cap up. on yeah. your your high five? Yeah. Nope. It was pretty much basically your top three years. You get average of that, and of your twenty, you're fine. Is it the high five or the high three for us? High five. Oh. Cap. By the way, capped. At what? 110. Oh, what the hell? Mm-hmm. That's yeah, bullshit. <laughs> See, you didn't even know and you know what's funny? So, like, I actually... Um, no, I'm happier without knowing these things. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll just be entering. It's okay. But uh, that's one thing why why um, law enforcement is taking a, a sharp decline as an employment is because they keep messing with the retirements. If it was a 20-year pension, dude, we would not have an issue with actually, like... No. Um, actually, with vacancies, actually filling those vacancies. But because, you know, you have your your states, your counties, things like that, mm-hmm. they're messing with the retirement because they see that, yeah, officers are living longer theoretically as a as a as a general, you know, as a whole. However, yeah. See, and I think that number is going to change because it's it under under the whole auspice of you leave at twenty and you get your retirement. Cops are dying on average seven within seven years of retirement. Mm-hmm. I think that that number is gonna rapidly shrink when it starts getting to the rest of us who have to go to 25 years mm-hmm. because that puts us at say an average of like 55 years old and we retire and you're like oh fuck i've only got two years left to live per yeah. the per the data, yeah, the data i'm yeah. i'm going to 110 they can get fucked right. so <laughs> so like, i'm black i want so to I'm see a- flying cars <laughs> so, so i'm gonna die of natural causes around 60 so therefore <laughs> Jesus. so according to the media is either a cop going to shoot me or it's going to be black on black crime so pretty much those are my natural causes so that's going to be around 60 <laughs> so therefore we need to have 20 year retirements actually no the real reason why we need to have 20 year retirements 20 year pensions is bad is because people don't understand how those 20 years are on duty are lived you know what I mean? Like there's so much crap that we see over the, the 20 years. Absolutely. It, it actually drains you as a person where when you leave, yeah, a lot of people who have those strokes and when they retire is because they're so used to going 100 miles per hour, mm-hmm. you know, for years, for decades. And then they retire. Yeah, they're going to stroke in their freaking recliners in their in their living room, you know, eating like, you know, pizza rolls you know, yeah. or, something, or something crazy. You know what I mean? So one thing I do stress for a lot of new officers is that they have a hobby. 100%. Have a hobby. Don't make the job your life because, like, once you do that, when you don't have it, yeah, guess what happens? What do you have? What do you have? Exactly. So, like, once you, like, actually make a life outside of work, wherever it is, I don't care if you're the troop of your son's Boy Scout, you know, uh, the troop leader of your Boy Scouts troop or your son's Boy Scout troop, excuse me, you know, whatever it is, something. Have something that is much important in your job. Um, And you'll actually, in in my mind, live longer. Yeah. And yeah. I've actually seen this. Other, I say you go the complete say. opposite direction from running a thousand miles an hour with your hair on fire. You should start putting thousand piece puzzles together of like floral mm-hmm. artwork. Yeah. And or, I don't even or care dogs playing something, poker. Anything, something, anything, anything. I have friends who all of a sudden they're like, I'm going to be a pilot. I'm like, bro, Fuck be yeah, a pilot. Go, yeah, for it, go. go for it. My dad. For it. So my dad retired from the fire department at 61. His best friend retired four months after him. Within three months, he had a heart attack. Yeah. My nope. dad, my dad is now 69 years old and running Spartan races with me. Like having that yeah. life longevity and everyone's like, you, you, you don't even look that and you don't even act that. I'm like, right. yeah, I made sure he wasn't going to have the heart attack like his best friend did. And I was mm-hmm. like, this is not going to happen. My so, dad had yeah. two heart attacks, uh, 
September of last year. It might have been right after you came on, Chris, and I can't really remember. Um, and uh, uh, he ended up selling his company and just realizing, like, oh, shit, that's where all my stress comes from. And now he just hangs out. He, like, writes stock options for three hours a day and then just goes and, like, watches TV. He goes on hikes. Like, the man's a machine. He'll hike for, like, seven to ten miles. Like, oh, no big deal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 66 years old. Whatever. La-dee-da-dee-da. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my grandmother's 96, so I have that also going for me. So, like, so because not only have something outside of work as in, like, your hobby, but whatever that hobby is, regardless of what it is, is the skills you learn from that is definitely going to make you a much better officer. And that's something I have learned over the years is that the ones who have lives outside of work are like the best officers to deal with because they can actually see everything from a different vent, mm -hmm. from different lens. So their problem solving skills are a lot better. So like I've had a buddy, um, this was many years ago. Um, he actually did a, a match car, you know, races. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 And so for him to problem solve something on like a, the most craziest scene that you can see in jail. And he's like, Oh, no, this right here it would be the best way to solve this problem. And because he, he was actually able to take a step back and see it differently than the one person that this job is their life and they're panicking about the whole situation. Right. Like, no, 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 bro, hold up. We need, we have time. Let's take a step back and look at this as a, as a bigger picture and how we want to actually proceed on this. Let's make a plan and execute it. So, like, whatever it is, like, you can definitely learn something to bring it to work. So, yeah. same thing with uh, competitive shooting. Like, I feel like I actually became a much better officer. I was actually a good officer and still became a better officer when I started competing because I got to see things from a much bigger picture of problem solving. So that's why I do recommend it for a lot of officers. But because of there's that ego to actually get into everybody's way, like, oh, I don't want to go out there. Or I'm a sniper. I don't want to go out there. You know, get like, what if I fail? That whole thing. And that's another thing that uh, that happens right now, you know, in, in everyday law enforcement. So it's... um you have those, you know, just to basically anybody with a badge that refuses to come out to competition where I'm like, dude, you definitely need to do this. Right. This will definitely benefit you, you know, benefit your squad, benefit your entire team, but you need to take that step. So. Well, and there's been thanks, talk. I'm like, thanks for coming to my TED talk. Yeah, yeah, really. Um, and thank you, Ursula, for the podcast. Yeah, count, count on Ursula to blow past the uh, the icebreaker questions. Right? Don't worry. She's like, I don't want to answer these. She's, she's like, not right getting it. out of it, so we're going to make her answer those. But on the on the you know competing uh, aspect, I mean, I shot USPSA in high school. I 100% believe that it made me a competent, not only a handgun shooter, but competent with with shooting anything because I can mm -hmm. go I can go to our quals where people lose their fucking minds, which oh, we've already talked about a little bit all, all day. day long. <laughs> but I can go to a qual and be like, okay, I'm just here to shoot my gun. Uh -huh. And as you you remove that qual aspect from it because you've shot under stress before, and the stress hasn't been uh, live fire or combat. It, it's it's all off a shot timer and mm -hmm. and the people that that you're shooting against, right? Um, but you've put yourself in a somewhat of a stressful situation where you're shooting and moving and having to think, okay, how many rounds did I just fire? And not this, I not, not IDPA. Your guys' rules confuse the shit out of me. Uh, <laughs> like, a little bit weird. Uh, yeah. Like, Those like, weirdos. Uh, I can't do like a tactical reload because I'll get points taken off because I still have a bullet in my magazine, whatever. Yeah. Um, but having to solve those problems and work through shoot at angles and, and when to reload, you know, where it's most expedient for you and, uh, you know, moving in and out of cover and in and out of vehicles. I think one time at Rio, maybe Rio Salado, they had a fucking helicopter out there for, yeah, well, they still have it. It hasn't yeah. been a helicopter since like Korea, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> 
it it looks a little bit like a helicopter yeah. so but uh no i thoroughly believe that that competitive shooting is important however you have these jackass attorneys and journalists um who were like oh you shot competitively and you got into a shooting you've yep. been training to murder people yep. so uh, like, that actually happened recently with tony mcbride of lapd and um main reason why um she's actually like on why i know about her um, basically in the whole competition shooting world, basically all females kind of know about all the females because there's a group of like actual shooters and then there's gun bunnies. Mm -hmm. So all the females need to like, kind of like vet, like, like what side Who of the are, are you? Yeah. yeah. So, um, she's also sponsored by uh, Met for knives. I am too. And, uh, she is actually probably one of the few actual cop shootings I know of where she's put six rounds on target. Didn't miss. I don't know any other cops uh -uh. period. That puts six rounds actually on target. It just doesn't happen. It does not happen. They'll, and they'll put six rounds everywhere but the target. Right? Yeah, exactly. They'll put 15 yep. rounds everywhere but, <laughs> but the, the target. <laughs> so, like, she put six rounds on target. This was during a busy uh, busy time of the day. There's people out. There was, like, oncoming traffic, everything. And she would manage to put six rounds on target. So, like, straight up 100%, you know, actual, like, you know, shots on target uh, score here. So, like, but... That was the one big thing. They're like, oh, you're a competitive shooter. So, you know, you you train to murder people. I'm like, the fact that your agency, LAPD, is not backing you on this. Like, yo, she trained to not be a liability to, to yeah, us. Yeah, because she didn't yeah. fucking hit anybody else. She didn't hit anybody else. This, like, it was like a straight up clean cut, like, good shoot. But, no, they're frowned upon. Like, so you you expect me to actually start hitting people and property, things that I can't really, especially people, things I can't replace. Right. So I thought you'd be praising me on that. So that's one thing that's like really weird with, with being a competitive shooter and also working in law enforcement. Yeah. Is that like how much is my agency is really going to back me? And yeah. then LAPD who used to run units like crash is all of a sudden looking yeah. at competitive shooting like, oh yeah, that's bad. Like <laughs> motherfucker, do you have any idea as to the, and look, Hey, I wanted to be being from California right. and wanting to be a cop since I was a kid. You want to work for LAPD, right? That's, yeah. that's just it. Um, but like, your agency has done some shady shit in the past, man. Because you're a legacy agency like you, NYPD, Chicago a, PD, you can't get away from yeah. the history. Because they're a leg yeah. So they're a legacy agency. So NYPD, Chicago PD, NYPD, same thing. And I just like you, I've had those same dreams. Like, man, I should go work for those big ass agencies. Then I actually see it. I'm like, no, nah, nah, I like this little agency yeah, I work yeah. for. I like the agency. I want to say little for. is is still relatively big, but, but then yeah. I start looking at even smaller agencies. I'm like, like no offense, but I would have a stroke with some of these small agencies. <laughs> like holy crap! So I need to find an in like a middle of the road agency, like yeah. not too small, not too big. I feel like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. Like I need to find <laughs> the, the just right agency, and that's not going to happen. I went to the academy with. <laughs> Uh, well, with a lot of people, I think there were like 40 people in my academy class. We graduated with, I don't know, like 36 or 34 or something like that. But one of the guys who worked for a, uh, we'll call it a large metropolitan agency. Um, <laughs> okay. He has since left and gone to an agency in Wyoming. And I was like, oh, shit, dude, look, I've always wanted to see Wyoming. Like, that's awesome. Uh, what's the agency called? And I honestly can't remember what it was. Uh, but I looked it up. And there's like seven people, including the sheriff. <laughs> you didn't know I'm like, why. hey, you, uh, <laughs> you know that you're leaving like a um, several thousand person agency and you're going to know there's less Everybody. people at that agency than there were on your squad. Yeah. So no lie. So um, 
when was it? I think it was my ninth year in. I've been in for 17. It's 17. It's all two blur. Weeks. Yeah, right. <laughs> so like my ninth year in, and I was just like on this disgruntled, like I am leaving this abusive relationship. I'm going to leave. I'm going to find an agency that loves me. So I actually looked up at Laramie County, uh, Wyoming, mm-hmm. which is like the county that encompasses uh, Cheyenne, Wyoming. Yep. So I called up to him. This is late at night. And thank God somebody picked up the phone. I was like, hey, look, you know, I'm such and such with this agency. I'm looking to possibly, you know, lateral up there. Um, I have a couple questions about your agency because I'm a detention officer. Like, how's your jails? Like, what's your inmate population? They were like 250. I'm like, 250? That's it? I was like, I like for, for the year. I was like, <laughs> so 250 right now. They're like, and the deputy I talked to, he's all like, you know, I have not, I've been here for eight years. I've never seen this place like go over 250 inmates. And I'm like, bro, I would bring up six of my best DOs <laughs> ran we'll out, handle it. and like, we'll run that whole jail system <laughs> with four tens and a chain gang. And, and then we'll like, and we'll feed everybody for dirt cheap, bro. Like, <laughs> like, ain't no crap. And I'm just like, and we get paid a little bit more, but it's Cheyenne, Wyoming. I'm like, man, this mm. sounds pretty good. And isn't that funny? Cause I looked at, um, when, when everybody was talking about defunding and my agency never mm-hmm. did, but the rumor mill, right. Especially well, amongst patrol officers, yeah. right. And the rumor mill was that our city council wanted us defunded. And I can't speak to the truth of that whatsoever. Um, But I started looking around and I went, I looked at like, I think it was Cody, Wyoming. Mm -hmm. It was fixing to get like a $30,000 a year pay raise to go to a place with like a third of the crime. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, wait, wait a second. And then you'd be chief in two years. Yeah. Yeah, No shit. Right. And that was another thing too. So what my year Sell this house and buy a ranch with a river running through it. Oh my (laughs) God. Yeah. I'm on my way. (laughs) So what was funny about that, that phone call, same thing. Like with nine years on, they're like, oh, you can walk on the lieutenant here. I'm like, bro. Okay. Um, that's great. And you know, granted I'm a line officer, but personally I would rather know everybody's job before I get up to lieutenant level. But I appreciate that. Yeah. hundred percent. Like that's freaking dope. So like I, I actually seriously considered going up to Wyoming. Like I would say that was about what ten, almost ten years ago. But we wouldn't be having this conversation. Right. True. Very true. Very true. true. And this is because I shoot because all the guns and I would did not know the gun culture or the community up in in Wyoming. And the Wy- Wyoming I think they like Arizona. guns. Yeah, I would. They do actually. Uh, Cody Wyoming was started by a guy who had a shooting circus. <laughs> yeah. They make a lot of guns up there. Well, they don't, I don't know that they make a lot of guns up there, but they have. Kristen's whiskey is going to come out of her nose. That's going to feel really this. uncomfortable. I'm like, I feel sorry but for But whatever, for whatever is left of your COVID is going to be dead, especially with this shit. I know. This stuff is like hardcore. Good job, bourbon. smoke wagon. Yeah. I'm like, yo, I still got cube left there. I'm going to need some, I'm gonna need some bourbon you. in there. Yeah, yeah. Got to get a refund <laughs> or refilled while, uh, while Kristen's over here dying on camera. Yeah, just go ahead. Go for it. It's, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Things are getting sloppy in the Blue know, Line Millennial Podcast Studio. <laughs> we haven't even gotten to any of our topics. No, I mean, we job. did not. We're getting there. And we're though. 22 there. minutes into this shit. I know. So. We'll get there. And I thought my podcast was a long one. No, so, uh, <laughs> but uh, I actually, I considered it. I straight up considered it. And another thing I thought about was like winter. Mm. Like here. Oh, yeah, I, fuck I could that. Shoot, I could shoot Christmas Day in, in a hoodie, shorts. Yeah. In, a, in shorts <laughs> looking crazy with chunkless. And have no problem. <laughs> yeah. Hang on. Let me kick my Crocs into four-wheel drive real quick. <laughs> Meanwhile, in Wyoming, they're like, match is canceled. You can't see two inches in front yeah. of your face because that fucking blizzard. Yep. <laughs> I just I just got a challenge for us. What? Crocs for the aggregates. Oh, my God. Those, I, you know how I'll do it. 
Let's do I'll it. totally do it. Let's do it. So I am I am that person that if it costs me less than twenty bucks for you know shits and giggles, I'm in. Yeah, like, let's go to Walmart. I can like totally get tie-dye. Walmart Crocs. Tie dyed Crocs. Let's Done. do our aggregate in the Crocs. Done. <laughs> all day. So like, you all noticed some new rules in the tactical games for 2023. <laughs> I hope like who's in charge of the, and the tactical reason games for Halbert. Jake Halbert, yeah, Jake Halbert. Like if he's listening to this, dear Jake Halbert. <laughs> I would like to apologize. He's like, you two are permanently banned for the, you can't. No, uh, for no. the Crocs suggestion. Yes. <laughs> that agreement was fun. Actually, oh my God. Uh, that agreement was really fun. So, uh, so speaking of the tactical game. <laughs> let's, um, yeah, let's go there. So uh was even funnier because the first time I ever like met Kristen was at the games and uh, we, we were running the same, um, Actually, no, you're actually in the heat before me. Yes. But we're all competing in the same division because there was like, what, 15, 16 yeah, of 15 us? Yeah, 15 of us in that division. So, but three, di- I think they split it up in three different heats. Yeah. So, which was uh, um, actually pretty cool. So, everybody got to kind of like chat with, you know, other people in their division. You know, it was two things getting to know other people in your division and also kind of being nosy to see like, what are they <laughs> doing? Watching the guys, like, how them. are they doing that? Yeah, how are they doing? You know, there what can only doing? be one Highlander. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what it was so uh which was great so with me having my competition background and the tactical games being completely new to me like straight up new and the only reason why i got into it was because um so i shoot for staccato and i was in uh texas just gonna casually drop that line yeah uh, just drop that <laughs> oh yes i you know, shoot sure for i shoot for the gun company whose yeah. products are uh <laughs> Worth more than most automobiles <laughs> yeah. currently you know, on the road. Hey, I ain't gonna lie. So being a competitive shooter, doing like three gun USPSA, all that type of stuff, and there have been awesome sponsors before even getting into the games is great. And then having the pistol sponsor that's actually sponsoring part of the games is even better. Oh yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. And then like um I actually joked about this with another um sponsor shooter and we we're like, yo, I think there's low key all this, you know, staccato shooters need to do the games. Like low key. Like, this is not official, but I just kind of feel that way. So I have to do it eventually. Staccato only match. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm out. I was like, like, let's just see who could do this, right? Kristen and I so, watch from the sidelines and eat our ramen noodles. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know why y'all running and carrying all the heavy stuff. It looks dumb. But uh, so like. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> so what's the right here? I know, right? So pretty much. Uh, so I was like, you know what? I'll do October, the October games, because which it was in Phoenix. So I'm like, okay, home field, home field advantage because I do a lot of my matches, my own matches, because I'm actually the multi-gun uh, match director for Ben Avery. So I hold my matches basically on the first Sunday of the month, or excuse me, the fifth Sunday of the month. And uh, we actually started doing recently, actually Saturday and Sunday matches. So basically the fourth Saturday, fifth Sunday, you can actually come out and shoot our, our multi-gun right. matches. So they're two-gun or three-gun, and we even have a PCC only option as well. So like if you whatever you have you can you can there's a division for you type of thing. I just got so, a whole bunch of Van Comp upgrades on my 870 not too long ago. So so that would probably throw you in a weird open because yeah. of the ports. Yeah. So but it'll still be fun. Like we love to see people come out and just run whatever they have. And uh, <laughs> that would it's, be it's me. Great. And, well, and no, I brought I my someone. I brought my SKS and a tomahawk <laughs> from Walmart. Bet. Can I Done. come? Bet. <laughs> I've actually one of my homies. This um, is my high point. <laughs> On Instagram, you can actually find them under Holding Guns. Um, this cat ran an M1 Grand at a, yeah. at one of the Rio matches, and he had a bayonet on it. He was actually bayoneting like A's on, <laughs> like A's on targets, and then <laughs> yeah, I was, like, yes. I was like ammo crisis, keep going, like you know. So like, <laughs> it was great. So um, so knowing Ben Avery, I'm like, okay, cool. This will be home field advantage. I know they're not going to shoot anything beyond 100 yards. 
I'm gonna do this. This is this is my game. I have to do this. And plus the range is like 20 minutes from my house. So it works out even better. So um I showed up and I'm like, I know I can't beat these girls physically, but I can totally probably beat them shooting. And uh that was definitely one thing that I learned was um uh Tess. Tess actually told me exactly. She was like, you can outshoot your fitness, but you can't outfitness your shooting. So taking that in mind, I'm like, okay, cool, just get my hits. Because, like, there was one stage, I think it was, like, the first or second stage of the day. We had, like, on the first day, we had, like, a mile and a half run. Oh, yeah, that was the first stage. Dude, I truffle shuffled the fuck out of that But see, this girl here <laughs> hits all her shots. I get all my hits. I was like, cool, whatever. And I'd I even make it to the pistol. <laughs> I'm crying on the run. I'm like, what am I doing? I don't belong I'd be like, here. excuse me, I'm a detective. Let me go get my car real quick. <laughs> right. I don't belong I'll meet here. you on the scene. I'd even make it to the pistol stage. I'm like... Did, did anyone make oh, no. she's like oh i hit all of them i'm, I'm like, like I'm, I'm good and i'm just like truffle shuffling and then, you, like, sure. and then like, just the rest of us like I crying look, dude i ain't gonna lie that mall that, that freaking mall and a half run i actually look like the old lady mall walkers like that's what i felt silver like sneakers. It, 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 yeah, yeah the silver funny. snickers and kit that's the best part is i looked at my times on that i was like that's one of my fastest runs ever in a kit and that was actually my worst stage out of the entire match. That was my worst stage. And the thing is, like, there were six stages. So I was like, okay, cool. I can do without being bad, but my whole mindset was just just finishing. Like, just all I wanted yeah. to do was finish. Because it was my first games. I didn't really know what to expect. I knew I was out fitness. Looking at these uh, these other chicks were ripped. Like, I oh. sort of, like, oh, my. They're wearing crop tops. I'm like, I haven't wore a crop top, like, like crop on tops purpose. And shorts. And I'm like, <laughs> how much fabric can I put on? Legit, I've not wore a crop top on purpose since I was three. Did you tell him, so, sorry, the, t- the Terran tactical range is in was, California. Yeah, I was, this mm-hmm. whole thing, I was like, yeah, this is weird. I'm up here in tank top and like 5'11 yoga pants. Yeah. That's, just hope, hoping for the best, right? <laughs> hoping I ain't look like a busted can of biscuits in my kit. So I'm just doing all right, right? So like, <laughs> but, but, uh, but because I can shoot, like some of the grunt work, like some of the heavy stuff, like actually... Like the farmer carries was like I thought the farmer carries were kind of cake. They were awkward, but they were cake. Um, there was sandbags. A, it was the, the sandbags. Atlas. Oh, dude, the sandbags. I'm like, oh, that was one stage. So oh, on the I don't think day, I, second we, day, first yeah, stage, first stage, we had to do some uh, sandbag, really weird, like almost like a you uh, had to do like a hugging hug carry. Yeah, hug carry. But it went up to we were at were we at 125 pounds? Yeah, 120, 100. 100. It was 100. 100 pounds. And I was like. That is an awkward thing to carry, especially yes. 100 and pounds. Was, and it was weird. By the way, you're in a kit. And, yeah. and kit. So, mind you, like, so <laughs> I realized how much of a girl I was. If there's any qu- any question if I was a girl. But, <laughs> like, my Well, given that nothing. message, your watch kicked yeah. across right, right before, before I hit the record yeah, button. that's true. That's true. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. So, I was, uh, this is how much I overthought the, overthought the whole process. It was 100 uh, pound sandbags. And I was like, I beat up tweakers. That weigh 150 <laughs> pounds. How can I? I need to be able to pick up the sandbag. And they're slippery. Yeah, <laughs> butt naked and at old dark thirty. Like they. If you, okay, if you're listening to the show, if you bought a tweaker at two o'clock in the morning, you already know what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. So, like, especially in the Phoenix summer. So, like, uh-huh. you already know how weird and how awkward it is. Right. And I'm like struggling with this hundred pound sandbag. I'm like, dude, no, I can't struggle with this. So that was one thing that that was one of my takeaways from the games was actually trying to get a hundred pound sandbag so I can actually like to, to overcome this because there was no reason for me to fail at this or something I saw as a failure. But I still managed to get through it, got my hits, and uh, I subsequently I ended up winning uh, women's intermediate 
uh, actually won by like 1.4 points. Right. I, well, it, was, it, was, it, was it was pretty tight. The, the, it was pretty tight. Between all three of us, what was it like? Like a five-point spread. It was really I weird, don't even I think, think. It, yeah, they said it was super close. It was the it closest was they've ever and, had. And the points yeah. are, I'm going to say, obviously from your hits, and then there's time factored into that as well. Right, okay. yeah. So yeah. she. how else do you lose points? Uh, by not getting not getting back but, to the shooting yeah. portions. Okay, that's how you lose points. But so I was just like, all right, carry this heavy stuff so I can get back to the shooting, get my points, and just keep going. So that's why I pretty much that was my uh, my and, game plan. So for, for, we were the opposite. For those listening, one thing we didn't we didn't give this one a header in that uh, <laughs> we just jumped in. Ursula jumped and in. Kristen are respectively the first and third place uh, winners from the tactical games. Yes. Nice from, the Air, from the Arizona games. Intermediate and, uh, women's. Intermediate dude, women's. I ain't gonna lie. I got my Arizona trophy games. that day, dude. I, I drank that day. Oh my God. Work, and Ursula, so, so, so Kristen brought calendar. her like 15 pound trophy. <laughs> and the first thing <laughs> Ursula says is, mine's bigger. <laughs> she did. She, she's like, mine's bigger. It's heavier. No big deal. It's, Which it's I used to only hear right that now. in a locker room. So. <laughs> but it is. I will. I give it to her. I give it to her. Like You know, I saw it. I was like, I was like, damn. And it was even funnier. So I didn't even know there was like even a something like a price table ish. Oh, yeah. And so I got an email from uh, Jake, I think. Jake, yeah. Who was like, hey, you want an upper from, upper your choice from Bliska Vantage. I'm like, bro, I don't even give a fuck about that, to be honest. I care about I care my about freaking trophy. trophy. That's freaking bomb. And like, like it's freaking huge. Yeah. Like, it is fucking great. So I think uh, that's the best part of all of this. Like, the whole it was thing. a trophy. Like, seriously. like, And we t- it, when did we get it? December? Yeah, they had to ship them. I don't even care about that. The fact that the trophy is freaking like amazing. Yeah, and it's like special and it's to Arizona, Arizona colors. Yeah, it's like and red yeah. and gold. And yeah, super red and cute copper. And stuff like I just that. took a picture of it, so I'll post it. It's up freaking dope. Done. So yeah. like, you know, like I do appreciate a, a ballistic advantage for sponsoring oh, yeah. the match. Thank um, you. I do appreciate that, but I was just like, man, with the games is actually on. It's <laughs> <is> almost <laughs> unnecessary. I would, yeah. I would, I will. I have it. It's one of my Christmas giving me shit a little bit ago about because I'm only 31 years old. But on my 35 <laughs> things before 30, I won't not. I'm not going to shit talk and say how old she is. So 30, there. 35. I'm going to take the high road. <laughs> so keep drinking. But one of my 35 things to do before I'm 35 is compete in the tactical games. But I would absolutely get a kick out of like uh, um, being an announcer. for the Oh, my you know God. No lie. No lie. We, we I actually thought about that because I was like, yo, if they had like just straight up like ESPN, like oh, straight up oh commentary for tribute. the games, it would be amazing. I, I would totally do it. All I day. will do it. Oh I my will God. absolutely do my it. My video, no, the video of you with me when I fell. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So she was. Oh, wait, look, her can, can I tell it? Can no, I go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You tell it. I'm going I'm to take a sip of my yeah, lovely smoke so, wagon here. So one of the one of the heats was you had to do a farmer's carry after shooting. Well, went to go do the farmer's carry and had my rifle slung and my sling came off my rifle. I tripped over the sling, fell, everything else, and now I have a rifle with no sling attached to it. And I hear this one going, figure it out. Make a way. Make a way. Make a and way. She's just yelling. And I was like, <laughs> whatever. I slung it up under my arm. Oh, find a way. That's what it was. Find a way. That was find a way. way. I slung it under my arm, pushed it, shot, had it down range, picked up the farmer's carrot and finished. And I think it was the only female to finish that heat in yeah. the time cap. Nice. <laughs> Because that's one thing I love problem, about right, and that, and that actually that moment actually encompassed the entire shooting sports. Oh my it. gosh! Because like we want everybody there. So for me, actually being in the in the shooting sports for such a long time, and then also to get into the tactical games where there's a lot of newbie. I would say newbies. As I will a, say I'll, I'll, quote, I'm the newbie. newbie. I'm the newbie. People who are new to competitive shooting, you know, get into the tactical games because they want to run kit, they want to do all this other stuff, and they're like sort of you know CrossFitters and stuff. Um, 
Mm-mm. That moment, <laughs> that moment actually encompassed everything because it was just like, "Yo, all right, I want you to be here, but at the same time, I'm gonna try to kick your ass." But we're cool. Oh, <laughs> that was that was us the entire weekend. That's like, how we like, "You're Hashtag cool." Live, laugh, love. Right? Oh, we would. <laughs> live, us two were the first on our phones. Oh my god, Dude, we're already like taking pictures with the gram, tagging everybody because like it's, it's just one of those things where you see that other people. Other women, especially for our our standpoint, yeah. for other women to actually doing the same crazy shit that you're doing, this is fucking amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you don't feel so much as a loner. So uh, trans, you know, putting that into like the the regular shooting sports, it's the same thing. Like there's other people out there that think the same way that you do, want to exercise their second amendment rights as you do, want to work on whatever skill like you do. They're there, and when I get a lot of people, it's like, hey, how do I get in competition shooting? You, you need to show the fuck up. Yeah. That is seriously have to battle. And, find a match. Yeah. And go find there. a match and go there. And violence is the second half. I'm just kidding. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, the, no, that's the tactical games. Violence is the second half of the tactical games. Oh, the games. tactical yeah. games. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I might start a fight club <laughs> later after the games. <laughs> but, uh, but for the most part, like you have to find a match that, um, that you actually may be interested in, may not know all the rules or, you know, maybe have questions about, you need to show up and ask those questions because competitive shooters are the biggest fucking drug dealers I've ever met. (laughs) (laughs) Straight up. Like, I swear to God, dude, like I sort of, my first precision rifle match because I started three gun and precision rifle at the same time. And a buddy of mine, Mike Nitschke, cool ass dude, he shot for POF and US Optics. You know, this is back, this is like six, seven years, almost seven years ago. And he's like, yo, come to this uh, PRS match. I'm like, I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing, bro. He's like, oh, just show up. You're good. Okay. 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 That was okay. This cat could have totally kidnapped me and chopped my ass up and put me in Mexico. And I wouldn't, I would have <laughs> been okay with it. But like, that's how much I was like, oh, okay. So I showed up to the match. This cat loaned me his Spartan 6.5 Creedmoor. This is when 6.5 just started to hit the market. And the only company that was making 6.5 was Hornady. And he's like, but he reloaded his own. So he's like, Here's my rifle. This is probably about a five, six, seven hundred or seven thousand dollar rifle. With, he was running US optics on it. And he's all like, okay, cool. This is this is the boat gun. Here's my ammo. You're gonna go shoot it. I'm like, bro, I can't afford this. I'm like, I am a poor government employee. <laughs> and he's like, don't worry about it. I'm like, I'm gonna go sell I'm like, some things yeah. off of my like, body and I'll be <laughs> right. Let me go donate like, and yeah. <laughs> it was one of those like, oh well, I guess I'm gonna be sleeping with I'm him and his wife later. Need, all right. I'm also know? gonna need to rob that Brinks truck over right? the Chase Bank. <laughs> And then I think I'll be able to afford it. <laughs> right? <laughs> Just Super today. <laughs> and like, and then, I mean, there are some things I've learned in that experience. Like, I didn't learn how to, like, I didn't know how to run a scope. Like, he was actually dialing for me. He's all like, oh, yep, here we go. Here's the dope. All right, done. I'm like, I have no idea what the fuck you did, but I'm just going to press this trigger. Fucking so space like, you know, magic. And that's Long range did, right? space magic. So it was, it was great. And it was funny. So I set goals for everything. My first goal for that match, for just my first PRS match, was to beat one person. Literally, I beat one person. I was second from last. I was super hey. happy about it. So, <laughs> so I was okay with it. And I'm actually friends with the person I beat. But uh, it, it was also her first match. But uh, but anywho beans, that's how you know competitive shooters are, like straight up drug dealers. And, I, and thinking about the same thing, like you know how many times I've loaned out my $1,000 pistols, my $1,000 like freaking guns and stuff? I'm like, here, bro, go ahead, run it. You need ammo? I got you. Here you go. Because like, I want you to actually see what you can do with different equipment. But for the most part, I want you to actually get out there. I want you to just, just get out there. It's okay. It's perfectly fine. So like, it's just, I love to shoot oh, in sports. Like, 
I, I know I'm over here like just like just uh, sober excited. About like I'm sitting here like okay, when can I go to the next event of Benivri? I'm gonna look terrible. So I'm, actually, I'm not so gonna know like, what the hell I'm so doing. I'm like, but... I'm trying to slow. I'm trying to like slowly sip this drink because I got to be at USPSA tomorrow morning. It's an all classifier match. I'm soon single sack. So which is all the reloads, all of them, every single reload, every last one of them, all oh the reloads. forty-seven magazines. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, and I'm also losing weight, so I'm losing real estate for these freaking spare mags, man. Like, <laughs> damn it, like. I'm You're like, wait, I can't, I can't wear a kit. I'm like, I'm oh, like can I wear a chest rig for bags? Just, just like, it's fine. It's fine. Don't one, worry about real estate. One thing I will say about IDPA, even though I, I shit talk their weird rules, <clears throat> and, and it's not, it's mostly just their scoring uh-huh. and the way that you have to engage the targets. But um, I ran my patrol gun belt because that is an option. Usually IDPA, mm-hmm. you have to wear some sort of cover garment because it's still 1984 and, and we all wear fly fishing vests to cover our, our cold. I got some for you. I got some for you. Keep going. But you can run your, your, your gun belt if you're a cop. Um, mm-hmm. And that counts because there is a, uh, uh, that, that level three retention holster basically mm-hmm. takes the place of the cover garment. And what I appreciate about that is that I was able to practice exactly how I would, run it in the real world right mm-hmm. um you know your your magazines are where they are on the road and you're not probably not uh just like pulling off into a dark corner on the road somewhere and unloading your guns and just practicing dry <laughs> you know dry fire and reloads <laughs> or whatever um but i did appreciate being able to run that whereas in uspsa it is like what is the minimum amount of material required to hold this gun to my hip <laughs> No. Okay, cool. Take a little bit off of that, and then we'll run it. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm laughing because I've seen some of the most bare minimum freaking holsters in yeah, USPSA. There's like a barrel but, plug that's a quarter of an inch long, but, and you're done. But so. my thing is why USPSA, I, I think, is kind of slowly dying is because they're not catering to new school cats. And I kind of feel like what we what we call a FUD, running single stack <laughs> anyways. So I'm like, so I, so I have this hashtag FUD curious going on right now. But uh, my thing is, is that once they start catering to that, and I'm like, why am I going to wait till they cater to it? So one thing I'm actually trying to organize is our own EDC match, where if you wear a hoodie and you appendix carry, guess what? You can that's, how like that's how you That's, that's how you exactly going. how you're going to compete. I like it. So um, I'm trying to look at later on this year. Um, I hope it get off the ground. It would be super fun. I don't even care if not one company sponsor it. It's just going to be actually just pretty fun. Everything from if you appendix carry, inside a waistband carry, if you do wear a garment and you're that weird. I'm from the hood. We don't wear vests. Like, like no, not one bit. So that's why IDPA <laughs> never appealed to me. I'm like, if y'all allow me a appendix carry and a hoodie, I will totally shoot you that. You don't wear, you don't wear no. the 511 vests that were no. real popular in Iraq in 2004? <laughs> no, I've seen so many pictures of those. I'm like, man, those guys are dorks. Like, straight up But dorks. they were the coolest fucking thing, right? Walking around. <laughs> yeah, when they, at the time, yeah. At the time. At, at the, the time. time. But, like, but I want a, a realistic EDC match. Another thing I wanted was a bag carry. Because like because oh. of the, the unit I'm in right hey, now, I actually, I, I actually run a Vertex sling bag with uh, Alpha Omega holsters because I actually make solid Kydex holsters with actually with the uh, Velcro. Velcro background yeah. or Velcro backs. Actually, they're super solid. So that's why I run, that's why I actually run to work right now because they're like, oh, you can't carry. I'm like, mm. like hell. All right, all right. Per policy, I'm supposed to carry, but okay. I'm yeah. gonna let y'all believe that. Keep going. But like, there's so many different options. Out. Even people running like the uh, tennis racket bags. Oh yeah. I yep. want people to run all that stuff. Like, where else are gonna be able to test that? And I got the idea from when Sig ran their only uh, their Sig only EDC match, where you, if you had a 365 or whatever else Sig product that you had that you could run, you know, EDC. 
that's what they had for their match. It was EDC or it was SIG only. I'm like, no, no, no. So I want little USPSA stages, super simple, things that are realistic. I'm like, you at the ATM. You're sitting at, you know, dinner with your family inside of uh, Golden Corral or whatever. You know, like you're at the grocery store. Like, that's the stuff that I want, you know, people to actually like train for because that's the stuff that will happen. Hell yeah. I like that. So, I'm um, in. I'll be there. So, yeah, that's what I'm looking at towards later this, uh, later this year. So The Blue Line Millennial Podcast or whatever I changed the name to will be there. I will be there. <laughs> I, I will, you know, I will part compete. of me is like, you should change the name, but the part of, other part of me is like, Ursula, Ursula was laughing because she messaged me on Instagram when I was talking about this. I was like, all right, look, I could have sat for an extra 10 minutes and come up with something where the initials were not BLM. And she was like, well, yeah. <laughs> So I've got True. some names though. Let's see. People have messaged yeah, me names. You know, I like Blue Line Millennial because that's what we're dealing with. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. no lie. Because like you're like one of the early millennials. I the the when I was FTO, the millennials I dealt with, they couldn't problem solve. They couldn't think outside the box. They had no command presence. Right. I'm like, bro, I need to punch you in the face like right now, <laughs> just so you can man up. So like one incident, um, I was uh working the facility, working the mail uh, male facility with child molesters. And uh, another reason, we, we had a pre-show conversation oh about my, dealing with yeah. these people. But I was working in a house with child molesters with a rookie when I was FTO because that's one of the things we do is a lot of like, hey, I'm going to see what you do and you see what I do. And we are to keep trading off and you learn stuff. So I'm doing a, a security walk. And this, oh, everybody was locked down except for this one guy. And he's like, well, I'm not locking down. I want to roll up. I'm like, well, people in hell want ice water. So um, no, you're not going to roll up. Or better yet, why do you want to roll up? He's like, well, I have to roll up. Okay, cool. If you're going to roll up, where's your shit at? He's like, well, it's in my cell. I'm like, are you in the cell by yourself? He's like, yeah. Okay, cool. Go get your shit. So he walked back into the cell and I closed door the door closed. behind him. Oh, my God. And I kept walking. <laughs> this dude called me every type of bitch in the book. I didn't even care. So I kept walking, right? I get back to the tower to talk to my partner. He's all like, did, did you just, how come you didn't call for officer assistance? I'm like, because I didn't need additional officers. He's like, well, I don't, I don't understand that. I'm like, dude, my goal was to get him locked down. We work night, night shift, so therefore he's gonna be locked down all night. Now it's gonna be day shift problem. And then we can deal with that at day shift, where he is like probably not safe in his mind. But right, right now he's in a cell by himself. He is completely safe. Yeah. I can actually articulate that he's in his cell, in his cell by himself. Cool. And <laughs> like this rookie was like. Oh, that makes sense. I'm like, oh my God, how old are you? He's like 26. I'm like, oh, good oh, Lord. Good mm -hmm. Lord. All right, buddy. All right, buddy. See, <laughs> you've got, you've got like young millennial over there and I will, I, I fully embrace the elder millennial yeah. title. I will take that. I'm the elder millennial. My sister is also an elder millennial. It's cool. <laughs> are y'all like Mormon? Cause it's only, I have no, a lot of kids, no, bro. No, my, uh, well, my sister's my half sister, which is, explains our nine year separation. Oh, so. fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> But like, I don't have so. an issue with millennials, but it's just more of like that learning curve. Like, uh, bro, like, look, like, I, I hate to be that that OG that when I first got in, the OGs that talked about the good old days. Yeah. I feel like I'm that OG now talking about the good old days. Well, and, and you bring up, um, you bring up like Mormons. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love my Mormons for so, uh, canneries no, like, and, and gun stuff. <laughs> for real. So a dude who went to the academy just a little bit after me, he's now one of our SROs. He graduated the academy having only just recently turned 21 years old. But on his Mormon mission, he was in Central America where he was getting robbed and jacked like on the daily. So dude That's had a, a shitload of like 
personal like life experience to bring to the table. Uh, I could talk to people because I worked like a warranty gig for a pest control company, which doesn't sound like a whole lot until people are mad. Oh God, that sounds terrible. Because the Terminex commercials make them think their house is going to fall down to the fucking ground (laughs) after eight, you know, eight months of having termites when that that's not the case, but they're mad at you. And you got to learn. That's where I truly that is. I will credit like working for my dad's business as a truly learning de-escalation because or, or you get these job site superintendents who have um, like benchmarks to hit for, for mm-hmm. their building schedule. And they're pissed off at you because whoever was before you held you up and now you're holding everybody else up and you can't let anybody around there because you've got, oh, my God, you've got the chemical shit. And you're you know, like, <laughs> like, hey, bro. I'm going to get this done for you. We live in Arizona. This shit will dry in eight minutes. Okay. You're not going to be too far behind schedule. I'm going to work quickly and efficiently. And they're like, okay, thanks. You're like, yeah, take a deep breath. Go smoke your other pack of Marlboros. I'll I'll tell you what I'm done. In your eight minutes. But to be fair, a lot of these kids that we're getting, and a lot of people ask, like, why my agency has uh, such a low employment? Like, as in, like, how we don't have a lot of officers or deputies. Like, a lot of people are asking that. And I'm like, you got to understand the type of person it takes to do this job. And also the skills that they have. So because my agency hires at 18 for detention, I'm like, they have no life skills. Right. That is literally their first job. Yes. Or literally. first, first oh my career. God. Yeah. Right. right. So it's pretty much like that kind of sucks. So we're dealing with raising as an FTO, we're raising these other kids, you know, so we can actually get them to be in like quality officers and whether their, their goals, is to, you know, go canine or go deputy or go whatever special type, you know, specialized unit. Like our job is to get them there and actually make them uh, effective and actually being a good quality candidate for those positions. And it is, it's, it's, I'm telling you right now, it's such a crazy. I realized I was, I realized I was an old man that I had finally hit my thirties. I was talking to an 18 year old victim the other day and I was like, in my head, I'm like, legally you are an adult. (laughs) Yes. The person in front of me is not an adult. I can't, I can't play the game. Oh, walking around looking at, I'm like, you're, you're, you're 14. Oh, oh God, your license says 21. Oh my God. Yeah, it's bad. Like, I can't play that game. Like, I'm, I'm terrible at it. Mm-mm. No, but like, but in, in uniform, they're just like, it just sucks because like, it's in the mid 90s, that's when parents stop parenting. They start looking at schools as babysitters mm-hmm. and things like that. So guess what they end up having? People, they, they start raising these kids that they pretty much cater to that they have like all this like instant gratification. Oh, so the, I almost punch everyone, no, everyone who gets a trophy. Yeah. No bullshit. <laughs> almost punch a rookie um, because he was mad that he didn't have Thursday, Fridays or Saturday, Friday, Saturdays off. I'm like, motherfucker. What do you it think is going to fucking happen? Yeah. Came over it here. took me eight years and me going FTO to get Saturday, Sundays off. <laughs> like, bro, I will fuck you and your family up. Like I, I start threatening violence. And I don't normally do that unless like it actually calls for it. <laughs> it took me, um, oh, wait, 14 years to have a weekend off. <laughs> right? I'm like, I'm like, Again, bro. I'll keep my fucking mouth shut over here. <laughs> right? Yeah. Miss, whatever. Miss whatever. Miss detective. Miss detective over here. Don't mind me and my take home ride. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> so. Dude, and I live in the hood. I can't even do a take home. I'm like, yeah, that's going to park. Oh, if it nearest. was, a, if it was a marked <laughs> unit, I'd have told them, I'd have told them to keep so, it. What's but, funny is I actually, uh, Oh, I don't care. Park that. I was the first, I was actually the first officer to work in one of our, uh, in our specialized, super specialized unit. So I worked in our extraditions unit and uh, I got a take home for a little bit. And I'm like, I can't park this in my house. I'm like, no. You guys have your fucking minds. I was like, no. So Do you I, want this I to go it. missing? I know. I'm like, I live in the hood. So I parked it at the neighborhood district and I just drove through the district <laughs> to get my car. So like, it was just we like, have, no. I feel like that would be like, we have like, a, like federal officers who use some of our parking lots. Same. We uh, have that too. Because they're, you know, they just come and like, hey, like, this is who I am, but like I can't fucking park this thing in front of my house. Yeah. yeah. 
Exactly. And it's like I pulled into the parking lot when I first saw this. I'm like, why the fuck is CBP taking my parking uh-huh. space? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or you're like, what you is took, code enforcement doing in my parking? You right? took the spot under the Ramada, you asshole. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like, it's monsoon so, season, dude. Oh Come on. God, I, I, oh my I'm a God. detective. I don't get, I, I don't walk in the rain. Yeah, no lie. I wanted to go canine. Once upon a time, I wanted to go canine. That crime scene will still be there. At, well, maybe it won't be. But. <laughs> I've had to chase a crime scene down a street before. Because it was windy? No, it was raining. Oh, oh my 83 God. 83 casings down a street. I feel yeah. so ghetto because I'm so happy if the caller ID work on the phones or, or, all, or all five wheels is on a freaking rolling chair. I'm just throwing it out there. Like, look, I am so basic in my agency. But uh, once upon a time, I wanted to go canine because I have a quarter acre lot. And, uh, and I was like, I live in the hood. Everybody knows the hood that a dog can be defeated with a pack of hot dogs. <laughs> so I don't, I don't need, I don't need people throwing hot dogs over my my fence line for my dog. So I decided not to do that. But uh, I kind of like some of the other specialized duty posts, some of the more covert stuff. Like extraditions was really fun. But uh, it was downside with extraditions is that the diversity of the units are kind of funny. So whenever I go pick up a fugitive, my partner, I, I love this guy. He was an older white dude. He kind of reminded me of a Dewey from Malcolm in the Middle that grew up. Oh. So older white dude. I'm like, we look like the most fucked up ass family trying to catch a flight. <laughs> me, you, and some random ass freaking fugitive. Like, like dude, like, like, oh, we need to figure something out here of what we're going to wear and how we can actually make this look a little bit more covert. Oh my God, were you matching? But, Please tell me you were matching. Oh no, dude. We could Family trip yeah, to Kenosha, Wisconsin, 2019. Well, our Fugitive Blue is sweaters. holding a sweater, you know, <laughs> yeah. c- covering her handcuffs, you know, like getting on this commercial flight. And she'll have but, an apple juice. Yeah. <laughs> the McFadden family like, trip. <laughs> so, so, like, you need to go to the. It's so funny because, like, if we had a female fugitive, I'm like, you need to go to the bathroom right now because ain't nobody moving on the plane because both of us will be in that little ass freaking bathroom. Keep <laughs> oh, that playing. Oh, and not oh, even oh. one person fits in those. Yeah, no, oh, no, like, not at all. I'm nothing. like, both of us will fit in there. I think I'm playing. And they're like, uh, no. So, they'll go to the bathroom before. So, I never had that issue. Oh, my God. But uh, that was actually a fun gig. But, uh, but like, Law enforcement definitely has changed over the last 17 years. From I'm going to take Kristen's fucking mic stand away Dude, from Chris here in a minute, for real. <laughs> Holy shit. She's on her second whiskey. Right? And Jesus. I'm up here like, oh, yeah. I'm like breaking shit you over here. You guys always work in a jail because I'm on like. <laughs> Dunk I'm every like time chilling. she hits the glass against it. Yeah. <laughs> the chips. Don't mind those chips. It's fine. It matches these, your bottle. But these yeah. glasses are nice, though. Don't mess I up know, these glasses. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to buy you new set. That's because your agency is all fancy. I'm like, I'm poor. I can actually drink out of like <laughs> freaking red solo cups and okay like i eat my cereal out of red solo cups every morning thank I, you i like my <laughs> while i'm driving to work like, i ain't gonna lie my my ghetto ass agency definitely made me appreciate a lot of things but it also made me appreciate uh my macgyver skills oh duct tape yeah duct tape Zip or ties. uh or leg chains or handcuffs Ooh, to actually oh. stuff. yeah yep. I mean, um, <laughs> I use handcuffs to handcuff a bicycle so no, like, to the front of my patrol so, car. Hey, so one, you're not a real know, cop okay. until you've done yeah. that. So I'm not gonna lie. I um. So one time I was, I had a crazy headache. So I'm like, you know, I told my partners like, yo, I'm gonna just recline. I'm gonna chill. You know, y'all wake me up if something happens. Type of thing, right? And this chair, the shitty ass chair, wouldn't recline. So I took a leg chain, tied it. <laughs> I tied it to the back of the, of the chair and actually tied it to the leg of the chair to get it to fully permanently, <laughs> semi permanently recline, so I can lay down. So like, this is I what I'm imagining. This we right work now. on my shitty ass freaking agency. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. I love how we were Instagram friends first. Yeah. Now we're here sitting doing podcasts over freaking yeah. awesome freaking Thumbing. bourbon. Yeah. This is yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Blue line millennial. We bring people together. 
no, we need we definitely need to do that as a as a just shits and giggles. Just oh like some type of like just random ass late night dating line. Oh my god. <laughs> bro, bro. Cause cops need to stop hooking up with nurses. I'm just throwing it out there. That'll never I've, happen. I have nurse buddies that complain about just the cops that she deal with. Oh, I can't even imagine. Ugh. I mean, I I have been married my entire time as a police officer. But you um, see the shenanigans. Oh, though. but yeah, you see, especially working nights over yes. where there's a hospital. I yeah, love night shift. And you, and you walk in, you're like, hey, bro, why aren't you fucking clearing for calls? It's been 45 fucking minutes. You're like, at the hospital. The guy died 20 minutes yeah. ago. You're here chatting like, with this thick-ass nurse for no reason. That's <laughs> yeah, they're thick or they got like fucking wackadoo hair, like it's yep. blue or purple or some uh, shit. And you're like, bro, first of all, she's going to wreck your world. Yep. You ain't going to be able to keep up. Uh, Secondly, you're going to be sad again next week. Yep. So. <laughs> Wait, can I ask a question? I'm, I'm such a dick because I've actually had a buddy like that. I was like, bro, she voted for Obama. Let's go. Or, <laughs> let's go. Like, she has blue hair. Let's go. No, I have no, a, no. I have a no. question. She, was, she wants to defund you. Let's go. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. During the whole defund the police thing, I was looking for a two-week vacation. <laughs> I'm like, can I, can I get a day off? No. Uh, but go ahead. Go you, ahead. You, how, you, how you, did, go ahead. It's transient. Transient the best word to use well in person, what context person well you know person experiencing homelessness there we go that's transient the- bum gypsy <laughs> i'm from the hood we call them bums forever okay okay time out can a neighboring real, real talk can a neighboring agency stop putting 100 east homeless street when they book them in I'm just oh, out can I, actually, oh no, i need to I, use I, that i, need I actually to use have, that. A, have a picture of that because i had to update a warrant while i was at work on somebody that had uh, that lived on a homeless street like, i no, would use no that. wonder I the sex offenders that. are getting all oh my God, trapped up that. again <laughs> but go, go ahead with your how, homeless story how do they end up with purple and blue hair like because they're still i can barely a hair they steal it from walgreens with their vibrators yep and Walgreens start putting aluminum foil behind the counter with I cigarettes. I did see that. I saw yep. that. I was Serious? mad. When yes. I haven't yes. seen that. I've yes. been off Dude, the road for no. a year. You so. need to go. Just, just go to Walgreens. Just go to Walgreens. You see the aluminum foil sitting behind the counter Jesus. with the cigarettes. Do they come with the fucking cut in half circle gay straws too? Might as well. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well. Oh, if, you, if you want to ever <laughs> ask. Oh, it's the tactical game photos. I know. I know all the photos. Yeah. Actually, I'm trying to pull up that uh, homeless street. By that neighboring agency oh that don't want to. If, if being a cop neighbor. ever becomes cool again and somebody's in a bar, like, yeah, I'm a police officer, ask him what kind of straws are used <laughs> by, <laughs> by narcotics users. And if they don't say Circle K straws, then they're fucking lying. To yeah, you. yeah. Or I'm sure they're if you're lying. in Florida, they're it's like a speedway, but whatever. Uh, so. Sheets back on the East Coast. What's it called? Sheets. Sheets, okay. S H E E T Z. Sheets, okay. Sheets. Sheets is better than QT, and I will say that. I'm saying that. I say right here, right now, Circle K coffee is better than Quick Trip coffee. Okay. Um, mm, yeah. So I will give you that. However, because they, once upon a time, they used to have the quick shots, excuse me, of espresso <laughs> uh, that you can actually put in your shots and then or put in your coffee. But they also have, a, because I'm vegan, yes. I, I, I gave it AKA, up. AKA, I'm a cheap date because I can get fucked up on salad and alcohol. <laughs> um, <laughs> Just throwing it out there, but uh, um, they're they actually have a uh, vegan creamers, like legit yep. vegan creamers at Circle K. All However, right. QT bathrooms, unless they're not, oh, in the hood, yeah, no. they're so thing. nice. QT yeah. bathrooms, and and every QT is built the exact same way. Yeah. Yep. You know to go into the doors and turn left, yep. and you'll go that's to the right. bathrooms. Yep. Exactly. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. All day. So that's why I'm like, ah, I kind of like QT for that. Yeah, but, but they're both they balance out. They fucked my shit up when they moved their energy drinks around. 
<laughs> really? See, you know, you need you need to give those up. I, I, I did. I have not had an energy drink since I was on patrol. Okay. Good for I, you. So, well, so we got held over for potential civil unrest one night. And my detective partner what? and I. But where? Really? Yeah. Well, yeah. We don't talk about my city, but yes. Yeah. We got held over for potential civil unrest. Man, one night. somebody had a whole bunch of money that they just wanted to spend <laughs> for no fucking reason. But go ahead. And uh, and my my uh, one of my partners and I split a monster. And I don't. I have never drank monster. So. Ugh, but that was no. just because it was. I mean, us detectives were used to getting off at five o'clock in the afternoon, going just home, having dinner, going to bed. So you know. <laughs> I, just, I mean, well, I really can't complain. No. So, so it's it's just one of those, you know, one of those things. But no, I have given up energy drinks and I have decreased my coffee intake, which I think is important. Try I've to, switched to tea. Trying to, So I've thought about that because I've especially being English, like being a yeah, British hi. person. <laughs> yeah, hi. How are you? Um, uh, I should probably drink more tea than I do, but I have a drawer full of, of tea options. So I, I just need to switch it up. But Every morning I drink tea. Like I... I I think that for the sake of the people around me, I should still have coffee in the morning. But like, oh, yeah. like 4 p.m. afternoon, I need a cup of coffee. I should probably switch that up because I'm down. Like when I worked in the uh, in the construction and pest control job before this, and I had a desk job there for like all of nine months doing sales work. Oh, God bless you. Uh, I, I lasted two weeks at a desk job. Yeah, I would uh, I would do a pot of coffee by myself. Uh, from 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. 12 cups of coffee in a standard pot. So now I'm down to uh, two, maybe three for the day. I maybe one or two a week. Yeah, no. I, I, That's I would, cups. One. I would cease to function as a human yeah, being. No, so I just... I, I, I'm, I'm not about that life. Well, I when I started, I started sleeping through energy drinks, I was like, ooh. Yeah, you know you bad. fucked your shit up it's, if you're sleeping through energy yeah, drinks. Yeah, I was like, it's bad. It's so it was time. So I just let, like cold turkey... I like, haven't gone back. Like I mean, but you go, rain, dude. Rain, rain is actually rain, right? Rain is actually a good one. And then I started making my own coffee and stuff at home. Mm. So like, uh, shout out to Keurig, which oh, should be yeah. like the night shift sponsor. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. And then uh, see, I was always on Zionz, and then I I did uh, I did a C four, but C four I swear is straight pre workout. Yeah, that's all it is. C four is straight up freaking meth. I don't care what anybody says. Like, every I time could, I take a C four, I'm like, I could feel. Like I could feel sounds. No, it was that bad. Like, it, like, it, like hear I, I could hear colors. Like C four was straight up meth. Like, oh my god. <laughs> or in right like, now, you, I'm on. You've ghosts. taken 19, 19 reports today. Oh, okay, that's gonna be good. Take nineteen more. Bye. -bye. <laughs> You're like, dude, it is three thirty. We we only no, just started yo, an hour ago. No lie, I accidentally took too much uh, ghost. Ghost is really oh, good too. Oh God! And go okay, so I like Swedish fish. That's probably one of my favorite candies. Same. So they have a Swedish no fish flavor. <laughs> yeah, right. So I'm like, <laughs> no bullshit. So I took way too much Ghost before work, and I actually felt like T1000 in the freaking semi truck drive, like <laughs> trying to run over a freaking John Connor. Like, oh my God! Like on the way to work, like I felt so bad. Like it was just way too much. Then I get to work, I do basically my entire job, like faster and then i get to work and crash like it is oh no. my god no so one thing i do suggest because i get a lot of co-workers that are like like uh they're, they're on energy drinks and i'm mm -hmm. like bro drink as much water as possible yeah just oh, like, yeah. please don't get kidneys your, your kidneys, kidneys will, will fucking your kidneys you. will hate yeah. you and, I just, and, and one thing like i do not this is a 40 40 ounce 40 yeah that's 40, 40 ounce bottle yeah um and i've got this i've got a nalgene and i've got like a, a camelback bottle and the Camelback bottle, I think, is like 24 ounces. And I try to drink like four or five of those a day. Mm -hmm. But like with the week that I just had where you get like an in-custody, like high-priority and progress 
right. felony investigation. I, I think I had like one and a half bottles of water yeah. oh, in no. three days. Nope. Right. You, so like, I, I told you just keep my piss in check. That's the way I gauge it because like I try to drink a gallon a day. Um, so like by the time I get to work, I theoretically should be about a half or maybe three yeah. quarters, three quarters of a gallon left. And I try to finish as much as I possible on my shift. And then when I get home, if I'm shooting, working out, whatever, training, whatever, um, I try to finish that last quarter, you know, quarter of, uh, of a gallon of water. And I do that uh, for a couple of reasons. For one, to stay hydrated, which makes me like actually like recover a hell of a lot faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, mental clarity, mm-hmm. all that good stuff. So um, that was an, another person asked me that, like, how did I lose so much weight for the games? Which is so random. I'm like, um, I basically ate better and, and that was and that that was ursula's first murder i was i ate better and no, uh, no decided to and no drink more, a whole bunch of water no, like, i have i have a saying with one of my friends no fat cops no fat deputies no fat dios just it's bro, what it is it's dude, what it is i, I absolutely i hate i hate uh i try not to uh i'm trying not to judge people but at the same time i'm judging them because yeah, like like they, they were they reflect so much on us and like profiling aka stereotyping all the stuff that people are like cops are bad it shouldn't be profiling people i'm like no 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 species profiled other species to stay alive so mm-hmm. like don't don't discount that like that is a necessity for our survival so like but actually judging other officers is like bro like come on man you could take better care mm-hmm. of yourself you could be a much better um much better representation of, not just of us but yourself but there's so many cops who are just not willing to fucking oh, do it. Dude, I, and it's not even that hard. I let myself become the detective stereotype. Aww. Straight up straight up gained 20 pounds in a year of being a detective. But and you ain't got titties yet, bro, so Ooh. you're good. No, no, no. It's, it's, <laughs> Ursula, I'm wearing a fucking patterned shirt for a reason. Okay? Flannel, bro, flannel. If she reaches across this table, I'm done. I'm done. I'm walking out. I'm like That's done. the end of the show, deuces. So... <laughs> But we, myself and uh, and two other coworkers, set a goal to take our first quarter PT test in March mm-hmm. and to get the 90th percentile on it. Because in theory, you could take they they think they cap the number of people right now due to COVID. But if you take all four quarterly PT tests and you get the 90th percentile at my agency, you get an extra 10 hours of vacation. So you're leaving Ooh. a week off of work. You're, you're leaving that on the table. If you don't, and I, you shouldn't have to incentivize things like your you physical really fitness, should. right? Um, but if, if that's what you have to do, fuck it. Um, because it is so important. Like I realized, especially after having COVID, like mm-hmm. uh, it was uncomfortable going up a flight of stairs. Like it was, I was getting winded at the top and I was like, well, okay, shit. Can I, bl- can I truly blame all this on COVID? And I don't, nope. I don't no. think I can. Nope. So I had to make a change. So I'm down seven pounds. Right. Yeah, so good job. Uh, one of my coworkers uh, in the same span was down like 26 pounds, but he good. basically, uh, starved himself on a broth diet. For oh, okay, that doesn't count. That doesn't count. doesn't count. So, um, um, but uh, yes, it, it's you know you say no fat cops, no fat de- or, or, no fat cops. We'll just leave it at that, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, I I have seen somebody in a uh, like a, a handgun training in law enforcement have to uh, holster from from like uh, a kneeling position instead of keeping your gun out, standing and assessing. They had to holster their gun, both hands on the ground, <gasps> to, to get up to scoot themselves uh, up, and it's okay. like so. To be so fair, I'm gonna need you to stay in your office. Mm-hmm. Don't ever come. But out. to be fair, I mean, like I am not the the like misfitness of law enforcement. I'm absolutely not. 
However, I am one that have Neither been in I. fights. <laughs> I'll never make but, it in the bikini competition world. <laughs> can you please do a fitness competition, but, please? But, like, but I have been one to be in a fight to actually like actually fight tweakers. Actually, like there's there's two videos I actually have on my phone I can show you about just fights that I've, that I've been in. And they're actually solid fights, but that was just me as, you know, just having the, the will to live and also the will to not be a bitch. So, like, there's that. But, like, there's these cats that are just, like, they refuse to do anything mm-hmm. to help them, you know, for their job, for them, their job and their squad. And I, one thing, that's, I hate that. And you can't hesitate. I mean, even physical fitness aside, I mean, I've met people who are like, uh, I don't want to fight. Like, bro, what the fuck do you uh, think? Where, where you at? You, yeah. Yeah. you have to be okay with violence in this job you because you to. face violence. Maybe what not, maybe not with? every day, depending on where you work. Right. But violence will find you. Yep. And you have to be able to meet that. It doesn't matter. I've watched a, a girl that I work with who's like four eleven, beat the ever living fuck yep. out of somebody. Because she was ready for it, right? Yep. Uh, like, I faced off against a dude in a fucking Walmart, of all places, because you know, I, I, I have my own Walmart. opinions. I have my own opinions on on crime and Walmart. Um, <laughs> I think, yeah. Which, Walmart. We're all looking at each for, other, yeah. For legal reasons, maybe I won't add it. But he had a fucking flat-bladed screwdriver, and like, okay, fight's on. Um, you know, yeah. and, and so you I have to be able to 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 counteract that. I mean, I've, I've come across cops who... Again, working nights, like they're alone for mm-hmm. even in yep. my city where we're tripping over each other yeah. for four or five, six minutes. And it's just, you know, it's a one on one fucking Donnybrook. Like, yeah, because two things that we definitely need to work on in law enforcement is going to be communication and actually throwing hands because there's so many officers that are so dependent on technology. Oh, my God. Like, Taser is ridiculous. Magic, it's, what is that? I forget what, what Chris with 532 Insight calls it, like your magic sparkle gun or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it, it ain't do shit. <laughs> oh, like, Taser don't do shit. No. Like, like, Taser... Even, thank God it doesn't weigh a lot, because I don't want to carry it anyways. No, so. I, I actually just keep Taser as an armrest, because uh, I actually carry <laughs> cross-draw. But it's just, it's, Taser is just one of those things where it does get officers hurt. But you do have a lot of officers, especially nowadays, that never thrown hands, that never been in a fist mm-hmm. fight. And I'm just like, that's something that we need to be focusing on in the academy, especially if they're going from the jails to, you know, let's just say a hospital setting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I got to fight somebody in the fucking elevator, you know, which does happen. I've actually had a couple of buddies with Phoenix. I actually had to fight somebody in the fucking elevator yeah. at a yeah. hospital. And it, I mean, know? in my opinion, I've, I've never taken jujitsu. That seems to be the new like hot button the, thing uh, for cops. There's, um, I, I call jujitsu just like hood, basically hood fighting hood white fight, folks. Right? So. Because like I grew up in the hood where it's like, okay, we've been fighting since first grade. Like there's that. And then like jujitsu is just kind of like fine tuning my hood training. I would love to get a jujitsu. However, there's one that's like sponsored cop or something like that. Yeah. They're only for sworn sworn law enforcement, not detention. I'm oh. like, I think that we would need yeah. it too. Yeah. If, yeah, if you, not you more. more. Right? If yeah, not exactly. more because like I don't have the People same, in there I don't, don't have, have anything to lose. No. They're already there. What the fuck's going to happen so, to them? <laughs> so what I started doing, I was like, guess what? I ain't got shit to lose either, bro. Yeah. yeah. So we're on the same playing field. So fight I will dirty. fight you to. Hell yeah. And plus, if you're fighting clean. I'm oh, sorry. If you're fighting fair. Oh, you're, hell, you're, you're losing. You're, wrong, you're already right. lo- yeah. You're losing. Right. So, and like, it's a simple. I mean, you know, not that you're maybe gonna talk to your 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 suspect as soon as you're like right right before the fight. Maybe you will, but it's gonna be one of those. Look, you and I can both walk out if you're still on our own two feet, uh, or one of us 
isn't really going to walk out of mm-hmm. here, and I am going home tonight. So most most of your uh, most of your hood suspects, ones who like actually know, like been in the ghetto and things like that, like they know they know about you when you walk up. They know exactly how you conduct yourself. So like I've never had an issue with that at all. It's just the, my favorite ones are the ones that are from like very affluent areas, like uh, areas that Kristen may work in, where that cracks me up. Where they're like, "Oh, why you treat me this way? Don't you know who my father is?" I'm like, "Didn't your mom tell you?" Like, <laughs> like, bro, I don't know. Emotional <laughs> you know, damage. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> the ones that really don't know how to throw hands, but the ones who do know how to fight, the ones who've been in the ghetto, they actually already know their oh, skill yeah. level when you walk up. They, they're really good at reading people. And because of the diversity of law enforcement is that um, you the people that we deal with, they may not have that same diversity. So this is why I love my Mormon my Mormon car- counterparts, the one who've done, you know, missions in like Guadalajara, Guadal- Mexico, yeah. or like some random ass fucking, fucking spot. Somalia. Yeah. Some spe- they're like, they yeah, I got, an, I got a nine firefights on my, what? They're like, what? Yeah. But like, bro, Book of Mormon, bro? Yeah. Wait, 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 you're, ni- like, you're 19? Yeah. Like, yeah. And they're just Those looking at I you with this, with this far away look in their eyes because <laughs> yeah. they've seen some shit. Yeah. They're like, they're like, yeah, and then the child soldiers showed up, and you're like, oh my god! Those are my favorites. Those are absolutely my favorites. And my- then, you, and then you get the Mormon that was like, uh, yeah, I was in Dayton, Ohio, <laughs> like random, like okay, okay. bro, day shift for you, <laughs> yeah. but like for night shift, our goons. Look, man, we this is what we need to do. So is uh is one of those things where it's like we have so much, so much we can use as advantage. That's if we choose to, mm-hmm. and it seems like we're not. It's been like that for the last, like, I would say 10 years. Because it's the way we've always done it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Everybody's favorite favorite phrase in law enforcement. day shift admin person would say. Yep. Yeah. So that's, I I absolutely hate that. I get, I get irate when I hear that. And generally speaking, the people that I hear it from, I'm not allowed to be irate. Yeah, exactly. Because I really (laughs) enjoy being able to feed my child. If it wasn't for the fact that, uh, Prison is an inconvenience. I was totally like throw punch a lot of these fuckers at. Oh that. my god! Actually, there's a um, so uh, random tangent for those of y'all who are listening. If you go on uh, Netflix, there's a video. There's a movie called uh, Spencer Confidential oh, that boy. includes Mark Wahlberg. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah is where, it good? I have never. Oh, it's seen it. it's good. It's okay, actually, okay. and he is that straight up cop that was like that's kind of like I feel like like me like he actually ended up uh, beating up his uh, his sergeant that was actually abusing his wife and he ended up getting five years of prison for it. And he decided not to do PC. He decided to go general population for his entire time. Ended up fighting like, you know, just, you know, um, a lot of the, I see he fights what, Post Malone, right? In that movie. Oh, no, he, yeah, like that. exactly. Yeah. That one, yeah. So I'm like, oh, yep, that's me. I have no <laughs> problem doing that. Yep, but prison's, prison is definitely a, a inconvenience to my life. Yeah, that's probably why. Yeah, there's a lot of people walking like around guns. that haven't been punched because of. I'm like, <laughs> you like your guns. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a couple years in prison for that. Yeah. And I like guns. You too. like your guns. Being a felon, like yeah. God, you know how long it would take for me yeah, to get my rights no. back. <laughs> and they'd be like, like mm, shit. What'd she do? Fuck no. Like, what'd she do? She punched her sergeant. Like God. Yeah. And yeah. so, and I mean, we we've completely blown past the icebreaker questions. Oh yeah. An hour. Yeah, and I, go ahead. We'll get there. No, 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 we'll get there because we're gonna let this conversation Those are my roll. Favorite. Because I do have a question. I have never worked a jail or a prison. Yeah, you same. Should. You know what? Um, so I, I'm definitely running for sheriff in uh, 2028. Um, that's one thing I'm like, um, that definitely needs to be done for this we, county. We now require our officers to do, it, it is just a week, but it's better than nothing. Uh, <laughs> but they do a week in the jails. And, and the benefit for that is the paperwork side, mm-hmm. right? Because otherwise it's, it's 
it's one less thing for your FTO to, to teach you or right. for them for themselves, depending on where and, and when they work. Mm-hmm. Right. They may not even be super. They have to sit there and kind of recall that paperwork. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, working in, in the in the jails, um, do you find as as probably Chris and I do on the road or are on the street that give respect to get respect that yes. still stand in the jail. Mm-hmm. So one thing I learned um, being in for so long is that like dealing with male inmates is, you know, give res- give respect, get respect. But working with female inmates is like, you have to be the biggest bitch. Mm-hmm. Like it's this really weird dynamic. But uh, one thing I definitely want to encompass in my, uh, excuse me, in my reign as, as sheriff, if I do win, <laughs> I think, I think, uh, with today's uh, environment, with me just being a black female, I might just win off of that. <laughs> like, like, they're like, "Oh yeah, she's black, she'll be good, ah, whatever." But um, but one thing I do want all officers to do is actually do a stint down in intake, and I want them to do a stint down in some type of like um, everybody every agency is different. We call it OIC in my agency, so like pretty much like they have to learn how to read warrants learn how to like confirm warrants and do that paperwork oh, and do that administrative yeah. sign. They definitely need to yeah, do that. Like the records and for us. Yeah. Yeah. Re- yeah. Records. So yeah. they have to do police records. So I want them to do that a year send of that. But the biggest thing outside of that is a year in intake because I want them to learn how to search because there's so many people that's so afraid to in- invade somebody else's personal space. So they can make sure they don't get contraband inside of the jail you know, like they're, they're afraid. So I, I find so much shit that oh it, my it God. Get, I let it so happen it get one page time. Sued. Oh, I'll talk. You, know, I'm an asshole. I'll talk shit to you. Like, bro, what happened? Like, you tell me you couldn't get a female search on this. So one day, this is like I want to say this was back in like '09, maybe 2010. Like, I searched this, this old crackhead, and I literally found rat co- like rock cocaine underneath this chick's titty, oh. straight up. And I'm like, first of all, who's still doing crack? <laughs> <laughs> In 2010, hey, the 80s called asshole. I'm like, so I'm looking at this lady. I'm like, yeah, she looked way older than what she really is. But okay, I'm like, who? First of all, who's doing crack? And second of all, y'all can. I looked at the off like, the I was officers. doing crack with Duran Duran. <laughs> <laughs> okay. On top of my I'm like, Pontiac. Yeah, I'm like, dude, I had, to, I had no bullshit. Firebird. I had to dig up the test kit for crack because we, oh. we have not yeah. used crack in so long. Blow the dust off of it. <laughs> What's the expiration? Just you just ignore, fucking, that. ignore that. I'm like, nah, I'm just going to Indiana Jones over here. <laughs> So I'm like, no, nah, I'm just gonna send this to freaking uh <laughs> to forensics, to the lab. To the lab. I don't even know what this is anymore. <laughs> but the second was like, actually uh, looked at the officers, the arresting officers, like, bro, you tell me you couldn't get a female search to search this chick? Ugh. It's really not that hard. But it's because of like so many officers are afraid to actually get in there and search is why we have these issues. Um, and like those are two things that I'm like, this would definitely help our jail system and would also help our um our, I think our, our criminal system overall, especially from this end, I can't help what the judges are doing dumbass shit, like putting ankle monitors on child molesters. Like I can't help that. But what I can help is actually making their time in jail a little bit, a little bit tougher. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. I mean, I, had, I think it was, uh, the then bike team sergeant. I was an OIT and, uh, I, we arrested this dude and, and he came back over to me and he handed me a bag. And in that bag was a syringe and a spoon. And he was like, you missed this. And I'm like, what? two of us searched this guy. Mm-hmm. And he goes, yeah, but not well enough. Yeah. And ever since then, and I, I diffuse everything with humor, even when I probably shouldn't. That is, 
that is the, the we, human. We all do. That's all of us. We, we all do. Us, right? <laughs> we all do. But, but even like to the new cops out there, when you're searching these dudes, like, or, you know, when you're searching, searching these people, like my thing is when I'm searching a dude, if they're being cool with me, like, hey, bro, you and I got to become really good friends mm-hmm. right now. And oh. I'm not going to buy you dinner first. But if you're cool, I'll let you pick the radio station, but I got to get up in your shit right now. So, and they're like, uh, what? No, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was like, dude, told you I was going to get up in your shit. Oh like, my God. No. So, oh my God. I, like, I had a great one. No, oh. I, had, I had a great one too, working intake. So I had this, uh, short white dude. He was like five, four. Right. So funny shit. So I'm like, all right, man, put your hands on the wall. So I, um, so I normally go left side first. So I search the left side and I go across the 90 and I feel some kind of weird inside his leg. And I'm like, mm, doesn't feel right. So, <laughs> Double check it right on the right side. I was like, nope, still doesn't feel right. Hey man, what you got in your cans? He was like, yo, I got this big ass dick. I'm like, bro, you're five four. I'm like, um, I know biology. So uh nah. sure as shit, he pulled the telescope right. out no. of his pants. So this, right? No, so this way I was like, nope, I call for you know uh male off additional male officers for for a male strip search. Dude, they found a big ass pack of tobacco <laughs> in his in his freaking underwear. And I'm like, told you I had a small ass dick, bro. And he just left <laughs> on his way. So like sometimes you have to be that person to call bullshit on oh somebody else's story absolutely and like and there's so many people that don't want to do that Ugh. i'm like you have to do that you got to get in there like you have to get in there like hey sorry bro like first of all you should be happy you had a chick filling up on you so i can do my fucking job and second of all don't be an asshole if he would have been like yo uh, you know i got some got some tobacco on me just tobacco tobacco it's like, tobacco that's not even like, con- is that yeah. even contraband yeah it's still considered oh, contraband okay. inside okay. of jail okay but you know if he was being cool i'm like and depending on the mountain be like yo man you know what the ac is blowing pretty hard here and that shit just blew straight in the trash can all right cool you know if it was a small amount but no this was like a big ass oh pack of freaking tobacco have you seen that what is it the video i think it's tsa and they're searching searching this dude like a pat down and he's like <laughs> and he's like it doesn't help that he's kneeling in front of this like white dude and he goes uh hey what what is this and the guy goes that's my penis <laughs> and he was like uh sorry you can go on like <laughs> oh my god and another thing i learned working intake uh total tangent is that there are so many chicks out there with bras that don't fit them oh properly god, I oh know. i should You're bring like, my wife wait, down here like, she worked like, so my wife worked in the lingerie department at nordstrom's for a long time oh my and god and she will like size a woman up just like I'll, I'll look at somebody and be like, they got a gun on them. Or I'll look at somebody and be like, mm, we're going to get the fuck away from that person. My wife will look at a woman and be like, mm-mm, her bra's all wrong. And yeah. I'm like, dude, if you got quad what? boob. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. Dude, you know, no bullshit. Like, you know me, chicks, I've strip searched just because her bra was too yeah. small. And I, I'm like, I don't know what type of, like, if they just, like, they're, they're poor or they're cheap or i don't have I no don't. idea but i'm like bro if you got quad boob and your bra is fitting way too tight there's a fucking problem i always grab like the side and try to shake no shake I, the side. I nope i grabbed this i grabbed the side front i pulled everything up i even but wait you, for the titty to shift but when you can't get your fingers underneath of it nope oh if I can't, like, but one thing i like about the gels if i feel that i'm like oh nope time for a strip search because yeah. i have no idea what you have in your bra yeah, like it's so because tight i do uh one swoop uh, with the back of my hand mm-hmm. and then I do like the second go around basically me pulling it away from the mm-hmm. bra so if I feel something that doesn't feel normal I'm like nope strip search nope gotta yep. do it and like and these, they're so yeah they are bro. You out there with your wish.com bra. It's like, <laughs> like, fuck, bro. They're 99-cent special. Right? Like, God, oh look, God. look, lady. I just texted my wife. I'm like, yo, you need to come down like, here. No, this is things, not a conversation so, that I know anything like, about. So. this podcast and, right and, now. And, and, and this is one thing I stress to women. I'm like, look, two things <laughs> you need to spend money on is going to be your bras and your shoes. Period. Done. Done. So... <laughs> He's like, 
hey, you get his headphones and walk you out. <laughs> and you know what? No bullshit. Next next week we're probably sponsored by uh, Nordstrom's. So yeah, done. Victoria's Secret. I'm waiting for Victoria's Victoria's Secret to come out with a tactical line. Right? Hey, hey, don't. Yo, yo, yo. Under Armour got a little tactical bra line, so I'm kind of happy about Ooh, that. Oh, I didn't know. So. Yeah, it's just there's, is that going to be five eleven's next thing? They've got yoga pants. They're going to come out with sports bras. Uh, you know what? Um, the, I don't the, know because like the, the five eleven pants. I, I kind of like the 511 mm-hmm. pants. I'm actually wearing a lot of 511 today. Um, their 511 skinny jeans were actually pretty fucking dope. Their uh, yoga pants, I thought they were pretty thick. A lot of people didn't like them. I'm like, I don't know what about um, y'all, but I'm rolling I, around in the dirt. Do you <laughs> like, know I yeah. tore mine yeah. when I fell? Legit tore yeah. mine. That's how it, like, and they, those knees were like triple. Yeah, my and mine like, were did actually fine. These? How did you tear? I was like, well, um, hi. I, I have two pairs because I'm one of those people where I, if I find something that, that fits, I'll, I will buy multiple pairs of them because my did, luck. Did you're we gonna switch colors? Up. We switched colors that, that weekend, right? No, I had two pairs of black. Oh, see, I have gray yeah. and green. <laughs> I want the green pair, but the black, so I was like, ah, no, no work for everything. But, uh, Cops, but like, you can have any color you want as long as it's flat, darker. I know, right? Green, black. In, green, black, in Arizona, in Arizona, we don't run navy blue anymore. It's not nice, yeah. In Arizona, so. nope, navy blue is the east coast thing. But in Arizona, if it's OD green or FDE, those are like the main colors <laughs> because that technically doesn't get dirty, so right. Yeah, just saying. Mm. But back east, I'm like, <laughs> my buddies are like, you need to have black. I'm like, I am going to stand out here in this freaking yeah, FDE uh-huh. early green. <laughs> I'm like, I have no idea what these other colors are. Well, it's 118 degrees outside. That I'm not too. wearing all black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shit's getting old. There's not even SWAT wears. SWAT's yeah. all out SWAT wearing gray. gray. What the hell is that now? You know the sniper gray is actually pretty sexy. I kind of like the sniper gray for back east. Not for <laughs> middle of nowhere, Arizona. Are we tan? Hi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Arizona, which should be tan, just like our houses and everything and out here. So you don't die of and everything. No. It's like the old uh, the army and air force uniforms that are like those those digital gray yeah. uniforms. The digital you're like, cam. You don't blend in with fuck all. Nah. <laughs> no, like, you're I'm, sitting out there in the jungle. <laughs> yeah. Some dude some dude wearing a loincloth with face paint <laughs> on his AK forty seven is like, Yeah, I see you asshole. So <laughs> So if you ever see me on the news for fighting the cops in a loincloth <laughs> and, and a coconut bra, then, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> then you know. <laughs> oh, my God. Next tactical game is Crocs and right. bring her coconut Cro- bra. Crocs, coconut bra, and a loincloth. Tactical loincloth. Yes. Done. So we will Done. make them out of thousand denier nylon. Yes. Don't worry about it. Ballistic nylon. It's fine. Don't worry so, about uh, it. What's funny about the cops? There's uh, cir- Circling back here. Um, actually, when I first started competing, I was actually wearing my duty gear. So I was actually running a Glock 22, which is a 40 cal. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was running that. And then eventually when my agency was like, oh, no, we're going to get rid of 40 cal. We're going to go to 9 or 45. I'm like, all right, cool. Glock 17 it is. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, but it just, uh, <laughs> just getting cops out there. Just get out there so I can have more faith in you. So, like, I actually uh, came up with a scenario. I was like, if I ever get kidnapped and the kidnappers were nice enough to give me, like, one phone call. Who are you gonna call, right? Not the agency. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. call any cop. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna call the one the scruntle ass like <laughs> precision rifle shooter that I know. Be like, bro, guess what? Green light go. Just where I'm at. The, yeah. guy, the guy who's got the beard that his agency doesn't allow. Yeah. But yep. he's, he's in drops and he's like, what are he's they gonna drop? Do? Fire yeah. me. Yeah. I don't give a shit. The, the agency's on probation. The one that him. I know that can shoot good. That's yeah. the one I'm gonna actually call. I'm not gonna call nine one one like general line. Nah, I'm good, bro. <laughs> nah. It'll be like the movie SWAT and be fucked up. So I'm gonna I'm call in direct. This is my homie. This is the cat I know this is actually gonna rescue me. He may be a Vietnam vet. 
But guess what? <laughs> and does everything in MOA. But guess he's gonna know his shit. So I'm cool with that. Um but one thing I have noticed over the years is that like there's a lot of cops that don't want to get into competition, but they need to. But it's so ego. whether it's, it's an ego thing. I know, but it doesn't have to be. Because I know, they know I goddamn well their agencies ain't paying for shit. So I get a lot of cats that are like, Well, my agency doesn't give me ammo. I'm like, that's Who cares? a that's a bitch move. Yeah. That's a strict Oh, this is the after hours since yeah, we're like we, almost an hour and a half of the yeah. show. But this is after hours potion. This portion. whole this whole podcast is <laughs> after, like after hours. hours. Fuck it. Like, I think it's a bitch move for you to put your hands in in your agency hands. Put your life in the agency hands. So like my agency doesn't give me ammo. You know what I did? I just showed up for fucking ladies night at the range. Mm-hmm. That's why well, that's why I've did to actually get to the, my level of shooting. Um if you feel like your agency's not doing so much shit for you or putting you through training or giving you certain equipment. Why not you just do fucking it buy own. it? Do it, do it on, on your own. own. Yeah. Do you know how many other companies out there that's willing to help you? If you call them up like, hey, look, my agency, my agency is cheap. I have this position. This is why I feel like it's going to actually make me much better at my position if I own this piece of equipment. You know how many agents or how many companies will give you a discount for Oh, that? yeah. All day. They will help. They might even send you the shit for free. Just because they know it's going to go in good hands and it's going to help you become a much better officer to protect mainly the community that they probably believe, you know, live in. Yeah, exactly. And these motherfuckers don't want to do that shit. That was the whole point behind the, the Good Cops giveaway that I did. Not to, like, do a plug. I mean, fuck it. It's my show. And yeah, it was my you giveaway, have right? a plug. <laughs> and you have a winner right here. And I do have a winner here. <laughs> I'm going to take your order. Um, I'll go oh, for it. I got my own. But, uh, uh, like, it, it all started. Funny enough, the first place winner is a buddy of mine from the Academy who's the first person to ever tell me, like, Oh, you know, I have to buy my own gun. Like, the fuck you mean you got to buy yeah, your own no. gun? Mm-mm. Yeah, I got to buy his, all of his own equipment, shy of his pepper spray, his taser, and his patrol car. Uniforms, boots, belts, uh, vests. Those vests are grand, right? Yeah, like, exactly. Easy, if not more. Um, gun, any spare magazines that he wanted, his rifle, everything he had to pay for out of pocket, Mm-mm. which which is bullshit. Um, but, but to a point, I get it. Like, he works for a a large county with a very small population. So things like sales tax, where where a lot of city utilities to include police and fire are funded, it, it's damn near non-existent mm-hmm. where he's at, right? And that was the whole point behind the giveaway is to get needed and necessary equipment into the hands of cops who, who are going to put it to good use, right? So, so there's a... Um, bring something up. I don't know if you heard of it, but there is uh, some type of... I don't know what the program is to actually look for old ballistic vests to give to agencies or give to officers that need to provide their own. And since women vests is like one of the hard oh things to come God. across. Oh yeah, dude. So I love the fact that I dropped some weight. Cause that means I got an ex- technically an extra vest last year. So I'm like, all right, is there some chunky chick out there that need a vest? Guess what? Here you go. Oh yeah. You know, I was actually I able to give that away. So like, um, my biggest thing is that like, because I know some of the struggles that a lot of these, especially smaller agencies get, they don't have the same funding that we do. I'm like, I am all for helping you out. Mm-hmm. All for it. Yeah, because 100%. you keep that community, not only are you keeping that community safe, but you're also, you know, putting it, basically putting it bigger or better image of, of law enforcement, whereas I'm, a, I'm attached to it. So that's how I kind of see it, you know? So like, if there's any officer that need any type of help, I am all for it all day. So, uh, if like, even like the companies that I, that I represent, like if you're an agency or if you're an officer that needs some help or you need something that to make you do your job better, 
yo, definitely reach out to me, you know, especially on Instagram, uh, Ursula.308, and I will help you out. I have no problem with that at all. Not one bit. Seems I'm just right not doing there. anything stupid, like enforcing, like, you know, mass mandates. But... <laughs> So out there. That is actually a great segue into our icebreak. I know. Oh, here it goes. Here it right. goes. Oh, boy. Oh, wait. Oh. I'm like, shit, I'm going to need some more, more whiskey for this one. Okay, so Kristen's answered most of the... Kristen has answered, I will say most, because I've come up with a new one. My buddy Marvis, who was the very first guest I ever had on my podcast, actually texted me one the other day. Is that a refill? Oh, that's, that's a refill. Oh. Not too refill, because I, I live you on do, the other yep, side of town. Fair enough. Go ahead. Fair enough. I, I, uh, I ain't trying to get like swept this. up in a, in a DUI task force where I'm going to know everybody. It's uh, not a holiday weekend. There's no I task know, forces right now. Uh, no, it opens this week. Open starts oh, this week. Oh, the open no, starts this open, week? No, open, open is officially kicked no, off tonight. No, but when, when they call the DRE, they're going to be like, what? yo. I'm sitting here. So is that you? I'm like, shit. Are you a DRE? Yeah. I've heard that's a very difficult school. Dude. DRE school. I loved it. I love it. It was my I favorite. Loved it. I'm a, ner- but you're I'm a nerd. 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 <laughs> <laughs> all right. So my thing is with DRE school is that uh like the straight up all the nerd shit. Oh my god, yes. It's all I nerded out. For, and like, if for you people know, who aren't listening, DRE drug recognition expert. expert. So it's it's one more one Pen. more tool in the toolbox right? oh, for, yeah. for like, DUI enforcement. Everybody can do alcohol DUI. Oh, that's easy. But I mean, nobody can. When you say drug- everybody and look at me, I feel like, look, I was always bad at it. So because <laughs> really, I, I oh, it's my favorite. It's my absolute favorite. So thing. I don't have favorite. a very good. I don't have a very good. Dude, sense I, call, of smell. I got to the point. I call it bar tricks. So like, well, I would ride with yeah. my I would ride with my buddy Brent, who I have to bring on this show because I've talked about him so many times, and now he lives a mile from me. Um, but when he and I would ride, yeah, yeah you, you might want to throw a splash of water. Dude, in I said splash, not a fucking t- table. We spoon. even drive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't mean I need to have. You're a bourbon, vegan, remember? Bourbon flavored water. <laughs> oh my god. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you're trying to date Kristen right now, look, we need to have a conversation. <laughs> Call into <Sorry>. the show. <laughs> your bourbon now i'm like really oh, okay i'm gonna let it sit for a bit it needs to open up but anyways the, uh, for dre's yeah but yeah. uh but his and i like our running joke was that when we ride two man if we pulled you over and i could smell alcohol on you you were at least a two low oh jeez. because okay. it basically has to be like i've not even like this bottle of bourbon like i've cracked open a bottle of like rubbing alcohol and stuck my nose inside of it because mm-hmm. i'm just bad at I'll, I'll get people on on uh like driving issues all day long. I straight up had a guy in a uh, a really nice one of those GMC Sierra AT4s, like the fucking seventy thousand oh, yeah. dollar really uh-huh. nice pickup trucks, uh, in front of me, can out the window, <laughs> hitting you know the little construction pylon thing with his mirror, and I was like, okay, look, I may not be the best DUI officer in the world, but that looks but I'm a decent investigator. That is a clip. And you've got a silver bullet hanging out the window, and you are fucking playing whack-a-mole with construction barricades. So, like, oh yeah, god. he ended up being really fucked up. Oh, but, my god. Oh, my god. But uh, but anyways, DRE school. Oh, you know it's, it was, I loved, I loved so, it. So, I went through in a, fuck, like 2012, 10? I, 20, I went in 20. Man, so I was actually like the first DO to actually get the highest score in my class. Oh, of course and you DRE, are. DRE history. So I got like a special plaque and like all this cool shit from DPS. It was Ooh. like, yeah, picture and everything. It was because uh, um, if you don't know, DRE has been around since like 1970. Oh my God, like, yeah. Holy crap, like straight up nerd shit. So like DUIs, alcohol based are like super easy. So, but 
if somebody's acting like they're a white girl wasted, but there is no alcohol on board. Oh, oh it's on. It it's is on. on. That's where I'm like, this is great. So one thing that sucks, every time I did a DUI task force, it was in the fucking hood. So I had like a whole bunch of people on weed, a whole bunch of black people on weed. I'm like, bro, did you smoke when you got off of work? They're like, yeah. I'm like, oh, yep, that's exactly what I got. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right, bro. Yep. DUI marijuana. Here we yeah, go. Here you we know go. what I mean? So like, but DRE is like probably one of the coolest, like just um, educational games I, I love playing. One. Came back three different categories. Oh, wow. I was like. I've never seen that before. <laughs> I mean, not to bust your bubble, what four is my most, but keep going. Hey, three is my, I've also, how many years have you been doing what's, it? What's the highest, you know what's funny, so, what's the highest score you've gotten on a uh, PBT? The highest, one, fuck, I'm gonna have to look at my log. Three, four, nine. I'm gonna have to look at my log. I've seen, I've, seen, I've, I've, I've heard God, about a four O. <gasps> I have never, never seen that. Uh, I've, well, again, that guy, Brent and I riding two man, a three, six, nine. And she had this fucking, chow with one of those dogs <laughs> with her and we were like what do we do with the dog and so my boss comes around and actually no we weren't riding two man it was just a slow night and we were each riding single man and and my boss is like fuck it kevin put the dog in the back of your car and just follow him and so i just hung out with this fucking dog for three hours while he processed her <laughs> yes! and then we drove her to the ho- and she was she was hilarious she was like from the deep south and she's like oh. boys if i don't make you piss your pants laughing you get your money back and we're like Oh my gosh. Oh my God. <laughs> the best so, of times. One thing I love about uh, DUI Task Force is like just some of the spots we set up at. Or, You're uh, old. It's, awesome. it's like fishing with dynamite. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, I'm like, mm, why hi, are y'all hi. setting up yeah. at this Especially nice where, where Kristen works. Yeah, I'm like, Ser- are you serious? Fishing, with, fishing with dynamite where Kristen works. Fishing with a fucking nuclear bomb. Right? <laughs> I'm like, just everybody's a DUI. Like you go to jail, you go to jail, you go it's to like, Oprah. It's Oprah, Oprah. <laughs> all day. So, uh, but uh, it's been a while since I've been on the DUI task force. But I love, I still love the science behind. It. I still love the game of it. Oh yeah. So it's I, one of my favorite. Like that is my absolute favorite. And then <laughs> there's a so you know those super cheap ass cookies at Walmart, the one with the icing. Oh my god, oh, yeah, yeah. the best. We call them DUI cookies because I've never bought. You know, bought a dozen of those cookies, but, but they, show show up at, they show up at task force. They task force. Task force. Task force. <laughs> so, Every time I talk. So force. the new unit I'm in now, I taught them about DUI cookies, <laughs> and they're like, "Hey, I want some DUI cookies." And I'm like, they're the grossest cookies ever, but all right. Oh my all god, right. they're so good. I had a dude they from Arkansas fake. once refer to, <laughs> and I'm I'm not as religious as maybe I once was, but uh, he referred to uh, in Christianity when you go and get the body of Christ, right? The little wafers. Uh-huh. He used to refer to those as uh, Christ cookies. Yes. And I was like, well, we're all going to hell for that one, boys. <laughs> Saddle up, buckle up, let's get this oh over with. But I do appreciate you know, Mad coming out to all the DUI oh, task force yeah, and amazing. catering. Yes. Dude, yes. Like, it got to a point where I'm like, I'm going to do the DUI task force because I'm I'm broke. And, and they're like they're, grilling they're steaks. <laughs> and, they were like grilling steaks. And if you're listening oh and you're one of those fucking assholes who likes to tell people on social media or Twitter, like, oh, the DUI checkpoint is over here. Fuck you. You know, actually, I had a There's girl. There's no checkpoint. I had one girl, actually, uh, this was many years ago. She's like, hey, where's the DUI text force or DUI task force? And this was during Christmas. I'm like, hey, it's on the intersection of don't drink and drive, motherfucker. Yeah, seriously. Like, yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, exactly. Stop trying to get out, get out of it and get around, especially now, right? When you yeah. can Uber. Oh, my when God. When you can Lyft. Uber, Uber Lyft, Lyft. Whatever. Friends. Especially with, right? co- especially with COVID. Yeah. Especially with COVID. If your friend 
your close like walking distance friend have not started a speakeasy. <laughs> yeah, really. Like, there's no. I ain't gonna lie. I started a speakeasy in my house. Um, but my, my bar it, is overflowing. Yeah. <laughs> like I think if no I uh, for you to get a DUI one today. of my one of my goals for this for this podcast channel is to get into a separate like commercial air like commercial building to uh like a small office to host it in so I can have a little bit more room than than this room offers. So you'll have a bunkhouse. But I'm gonna I'm gonna turn <laughs> I'm gonna turn this room into my bar. So. Wait, do you see what my Dude, bar is though? I know. So it's funny. So Kristen right now is showing me a picture of her bar, and the first thing I did is is uh zoomed in so i can see all the drinks she have there she has mules she looks like there's a uh, moonshine at some point oh there's a couple moonshines in there so that's what every they, every oh, type yeah. of crown so all the crowns so I, crowns. I came up with with the homeschool teacher drink which is a uh, capri suns and uh and uh oh, what is it crown peach if you're if you're a homeschooler yeah, now the shit in the unmarked mason jar <laughs> yes concerns me so and by the got, way you've got the crown royal bag so funny story about that large size crown royal bag <laughs> you can fit 17 sex toys inside of that thing. oh yeah. of course we went there we went there yeah we went there yeah, yeah. Uh, good yeah. times we're not talking about the deal do is that uh rum chata in the background yes. that i see hell and makers you can't go wrong with makers i'm an ambassador so, to makers and that sounds really important bro, you, they need to sponsor this it sounds podcast. important until i tell you it's a five minute three question online test uh, so wait, bro, <laughs> look, need, my bar. but hey i got a christmas present from them so hey, dude <laughs> do you recognize what that is what do you what what is my bar uh, it looks like an old library card catalog. Catalog, yeah. It's from my grade school. Holy, <laughs> holy white people Wednesday. Are you serious? Yeah. Why would... <laughs> and by the way... It does. It looks like you, you categorize things off the Dewey Decimal you, System. Off the Dewey it Decimal. Is, it really is. And the, the drawers oh, so, so can fit a full bottle in it. <laughs> so speaking of Dewey Decimal System... Oh my God. So there's a whole bunch of cops. You know what? 10-8 you know, memes? Go fuck yourself. Need your heart out, dude. This is the new drunk cops. <laughs> So, oh my so, god! I said I would never do that. Just too. kidding, just so, kidding, Charlie. I, I do. Charlie, I love you. So it's super you. funny that you bring up the Dewey Decimal. Dude, I can't talk right now. Apparently, yeah, dude, this bourbon is great. So, anyways, <laughs> Dewey Decimal System is that like I get a whole bunch of people are like, a whole bunch of cops are like, yeah, I tell people I'm part of waste management, you know, other things where you know I don't tell them that I'm not, right. you know, that mm-hmm. I'm in law enforcement. So I tell people I'm a librarian because there's a lot of adults who have not have been into a library in their entire adult lives. And it's then, true. And then I could use it as a segue, like, oh, yeah, hey, or just like a kind of like a flip point type of thing. Like, you know what? Dewey Decimal System is actually pretty boring. Tell me about your life. And, nice. and then they'll tell me about them because like, okay, cool. So I already totally took the heat off of me being in law enforcement. So and then I also get like the creepy dudes. that will be like, so you're a librarian. So what do you wear? You know, like, I can deal with I get that. that. I get you that found, too because I used to teacher. You found the fucking dude with a librarian I know. Yeah, I, I do. The one cat with a librarian. Yeah. I use teacher as mine. I ain't gonna lie. So uh, over time, it hit and it. So I would believe like, you. I got pretty if you feet. told me you were a teacher, I wouldn't even argue with you. I'd but actually, like, yeah, okay. I am though. I'm adjunct faculty. You told me so? like a teacher. Dude, I, I no, don't know. Like, in my pictures, you so- look like you, you just just from <laughs> wow, from a little bit wow. I've known about you, and and this second time that we've hung out on this podcast. Uh, I would say that you teach second grade. <laughs> <laughs> she totally spit out this bourbon. <laughs> yeah, I know it landed on me, but all good. <laughs> it's okay. It's alcohol, right? It, it kills the germs. <laughs> oh my god! Hey, if Zero Res wants to sponsor my show, I'm covering clean right, the fucking need, carpet. This this so, uh, Smoke Wagon <laughs> is an unofficial sponsor tonight. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm gonna tag the shit out of Dude, them. Dude, tag them. Oh my tag god. Him. I'm so sorry, Smoke Wagon. It is delicious. I promise it's delicious. It's very it's delicious. Just... <laughs> Especially when it open up, you can actually smake you can actually taste all the notes and in it. And you share it throughout the room. It's <laughs> <laughs> gotta get that air exposure. Oh my oh, god. My, I'm wearing half of that. <laughs> Second grade it's... teacher, really? What? Dude, okay, no, no bullshit. So I, there was a there was a picture of me floating around from the USCCA Concealed Carry Expo, and I'm wearing a staccato polo and jeans. And a buddy of mine, she's like, "You look like a gym teacher." I'm like, "Thanks, fucker." Like, and, like, and I'm from and I'm from the '80s, so I just I thought of like, the most butch ass freaking. Like, when when, you, when your, your female right gym teachers yeah. looks like Sylvester <laughs> yeah. Stallone. Exactly. I'm like, thanks. The new meme going around with yeah. that. And I'm like, yeah. oh my god, I'm so true. That's though. exactly where I felt like. I'm like, oh. I oh my god, bitch. there is there's bourbon everywhere. You got bourbon everywhere. <laughs> but uh, I hope it doesn't change your minds about uh, smoke, wax, and whiskey. <laughs> it's been an episode of first. <laughs> Told you she would be a great guest. We're having a blast. I mean, it's been an hour and 45 minutes, oh, and I don't yeah. even think it, I, like, time truly does go by when you're having it a blast. Does. Oh my god. And because, we talk like, about hobbies. This is truly we like, talk, this on, is we, a hobby of we mine. We talked about so. law enforcement. We talked about competitive shooting. We talked about. Uh, law enforcement getting their shit together. <laughs> like, I'm trying to think. Well, and we're what gonna we we're check? gonna get we're gonna get deep down some rabbit holes here. Oh, oh, oh let's, let's do it. Let's, let's go. go. Let's go. Let's go. All right, because because now we are finally, as everybody has been waiting, going to get to the icebreaker questions. Even Ursula though has been avoiding after after an hour and forty five minutes. People probably know or at least have an idea about you, right? <laughs> um, right. So, uh, you wait, can, wait, is it safe for me to take a drink right now? Yes. Do I have okay? Do you need to go outside? Like, why would you? <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> we keep a towel underneath the dog's water bowl. Right? I can bring it in. I here. feel like I wear a I feel bad for his wife now, right now. That's going to have to like you know deal with us. Oh no, she, she leaves this room alone. I just I'll, I'll clear. You're it doing school. okay. Yeah, gotcha. Don't worry about it. I'll, I'll buy you a couple of bottles of bleach. <laughs> I'll, I'll find a Groupon for like some house cleaning. Yeah, yeah. like you Amazon, you like wipes. Right. <laughs> All right, All right, Ursula, you, can, breaks, you can have a drink with anyone, living or dead. Who is it, and what are you drinking? Uh, Arlie Ermy. Okay. And it will be bourbon. I uh, feel, like, my, I feel like Arlie Ermy is, was a bourbon drinker, God rest his soul. Um, you know what's funny? So the first time I met him, and uh, he wanted me to autograph something. Or he wanted he wanted to autograph something for me, and I'm just like, nah, bro, it ain't my jam. I'm not the type of person to have autographs from people. I'd rather just sit down and have a drink and actually like get to know you as a person. And then he's like, why? I don't really drink anymore. I'm like, what do you drink besides water? And he's like, I do iced tea. I'm like, I will have iced tea with you. So that was definitely one one cat I would definitely sit down and drink because I think that dude has so much freaking history to talk about. 100%. And, yeah. and the first time I met him um, during that time, uh, my boyfriend was a, <laughs> a tall white ginger, like legit ginger. And he's all like, I think... He was like, "This is this your boyfriend?" I'm like, "Yeah." He was like, "I think everybody in 30 years is gonna be this nice caramel coloring." And I'm like, <laughs> well, "Yeah, bro. Um, I I totally uh, understand did, that. Yeah." Did but, you just say caramel coloring? He in a did sentence? say. God he damn. said caramel coloring. Like this shit was an add on and with red hair. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Okay, bro." Even though I I totally pictured my you know if I ever had a kid with a ginger you know this kid probably look like Morgan Freeman but okay <laughs> I take caramel coloring you know because it's because it's, it's gunny you know. So I was like, yeah, you know, that would be great. And then uh, the second time I met him, he was like, how you doing, princess? I'm like, hmm, not everybody. Like, I, that was the first time I've like, ever been called princess. <laughs> I was like, I love you so much. I love you enough to punch you for calling me that. 
But uh, that was still pretty cool of him. But uh, that was one cat I would seriously love to sit down and take a drink with and actually just kind of like just just listen to him. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, he's just a absolutely amazing dude. Well, and when you can sit down and have that quality time with people, even if it is over an iced tea, right? Like that's where I think that's where we get the most life lessons from, right? Yep. Like there's there's something to be said for pulling up around a campfire or a bonfire, just sitting mm-hmm. down. And just letting the night go and, yeah. and you know, you, you chit chat and, and whatever comes up, comes up. And, uh, I think that's where some of the, the best friendships and the closest like relationships mm-hmm. are formed right there. And, and I think it's similar to, uh, in our, in our line of work, you see the two squad cars pulled up driver window to driver window, right? Those late night talks, yep. like you, you tell those people shit that you would never tell your family member, mm-hmm. never tell your spouse, like. <sighs> Even you share your your you share your deepest darkest darkest fucking fears and <laughs> secrets and your dreams and your hopes and what what Everything. scares you and all this shit that you would because, never have a conversation with, with anybody else. Those people been there during those shitty ass times, so that's right. why that's important. So like even you know with uh, with my boyfriend, like he'll he'll be like, "Hey, how's work?" I'm like, "Oh, it was good." And but if you talk to my work husband, who's another officer, oh yeah, yeah. He was like, how was work? I'm like, bro, nobody died or jacked off in front of me, so I'm good. You know? Hey, so that's an A-plus day right <laughs> yeah. there. So it's a good day. But I can't tell that to my, my civilian boyfriend who's not going to understand right. the, the gravity of that situation. You know? So he already thinks I'm slightly fucked up as it is, but he doesn't know how bad I'm fucked up because <laughs> You're of my job. You're still hiding it? We, we um, keep I'm that still inside. hiding it. Oh, good That's, job. Yeah, wait till year two, one or two, mm, and then he'll actually yeah. like get all that. This, this is still kind of new. See him running like a fucking Looney Tunes cartoon with the dust behind him. <laughs> I know. <laughs> There's just we'll a see. shape of him in the air. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the, the cloud. The cloud of dust. Like, yeah, with a little silhouette of him. Yeah. So don't like, put a wall in front of him, and there's going to be a shape of him in the wall, too. <laughs> So like once he figure out what I actually do for a living, then he, or he knows what I do, but he doesn't know how bad it is or oh, how bad it had been. Yeah. yeah, because like most civilians can't like comprehend or better yet understand the gravity of our jobs. Mm-hmm. So like if I'm like, hey, I saw a dude slit his throat and uh, and he's covered in you know blood and semen, and I had to do CPR on this motherfucker. Yeah, they're not going to be able yeah. to actually right. how digest that. How do you that. tell a non-cop in a normal conversation like? Oh, yeah, I ate a breakfast burrito about six feet from a headless corpse. I mean, I oh, was dude, I was yeah. outside the crime dude, scene, used, so it's all good. You know, it's funny. So when I was working in our psych unit, I used to. This is before I went vegan, but I uh, I used to eat like you know, you know, the special pizza with like. I'm so glad you didn't everything. just tell Chris and I you ate people. What? No. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I used to use used to work the psych ward before like, I was vegan. As we both look at you like, what? What's yeah. going on? But, but I used to eat like pizza with like all the meats on it, sausage and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Walking and actually doing security walks in the psych unit, and there's inmates eating their own shit, and I'm just like, yo, mine tastes better, and now keep walking. Um, you know, hi. So, like, brains like on a wall triggered. I wanted pizza. Brains on a wall. I yo, wanted pizza. no bullshit. When I did, <laughs> when, yep. I, when I did posse, uh, back in the day. Oh yeah, we Wait, were that or spaghetti. <laughs> that was funny. What? It was spaghetti or pizza. My, uh, Every time I saw I brains, it. it was my first yeah. decomp. Uh, I remember we went to Freddy's for bacon and cheeseburgers, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I they said that now. they said that while I was still inside. Uh-huh. And I like licked my lips and it like just oh, unconsciously. No. And for no. the rest of the day, I could taste that. Yeah, <laughs> but didn't so, matter you know, the cheeseburgers. So I'll so still when eat did, Freddy's. By so the way. when I did posse, my first decomp, um, I got nicknamed the Dead Body Jinx. Because I read the call. The call was a, 
it was a friend in Cali who talked to his friend on the bike. Haven't talked places. to him, yeah. Yeah, I the last time I talked to him, he was feeling sick, and but I haven't talked to him in in four weeks. And we were supposed to call and, and talk, and he didn't and pick it's up. July, the right? I meant to yeah. call you three weeks ago. Yeah, but I forgot. so I'm just like. Ugh. I was like, this. Uh, I was like, this motherfucker's dead. And then my partner's like, "Yo, don't say that." I'm like, "Bro, you tell me, are you in denial?" Really? Yeah. This cat's dead as fuck. So we roll up to the house. There's like shut off notices all in the door uh, frame, and I'm like, "Bro, this cat's flies. dead as fuck." The flies, flies on the, the inside of the windows. No, yeah. no, no flies yet. So, uh, so what I did because they hadn't hatched yet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, I could so go I hold looked, dissertation so on that, but because this was an elderly house, this cat had uh, one of those uh, those little cheesy ass <gasps> front porch benches. If on his porch, but I was able to stand on the, the bench and look through the window and actually saw this cat laying, laying uh, on the floor with the back door open. So there was, you know, he had a constant had airflow. Yeah. So I'm like, hmm. So I looked at my partner like, this motherfucker's dead as fuck. <laughs> we need to call fire because I actually saw like a big ass German shepherd running around the backyard. I'm like, I don't have any hot dogs to get this was fucking it, dog. But was the guy missing limbs? Cause no, there was no limbs. Or, or parts so, of his so, face. So random yeah. fact, random fact, cats. Cats will eat you the cats fuck up. Oh, cats yeah. are, are the worst. No, and little dogs. Little dogs will eat little you. Dogs. Like chihuahuas and Chihuahua. fucking terriers yeah, yeah. and shit. But yeah. big ass German shepherds would definitely <clears throat> protect that body the entire time. Oh, yeah. Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty even to, after yeah. death. Wait, wait. You ready? Ready? So, Cocker spaniels will carry around your breast implants. I know everybody's like, a, where does Kristen fucking, work for this to be a thing? That should be a marketing slogan for that That was like, yeah, no, for some silicone company. Or like, why is one in the living room and she's in the bedroom? Like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like, so, so we finally got animal control out to grab that, that German shepherd. And I'm like, well, that motherfucker's funny. He's, he's hungry. So I saw pictures in the house of like the, the man who was laying on the floor with his animals. He actually had a couple of cats. So I'm like, the German shepherd ate this cat or this cat, the cats ran away. But this guy, he had all his limbs, all that type of stuff. But if you want a moment, if you want to know the moment I knew I was fucked up, was why that guy's on the floor. There was no, uh, no kind of foul play or nothing that I saw that was kind of weird out of, you know, out of place. And I'm like, yo, this is a nice property. You know, discount, if they, you know, if they, if they dig this piece of carpet up where he's on, you know, I'll, I'll put a, I'll put an offer on this house. This is um, nice when house. I was house so, shopping, I did that. I legit, I was like, I was can like, we find out who died recently? I'm like, you know where? what? I'm okay with that. I'm this about is- to drive those Zillow prices. Right oh, yeah. Down. Yeah. I legit, I'm when like, I was house this, shopping, this I was great. like, my realtor, who happened to be in law enforcement what? at the same time, and I was like, um, so can I get a discount? Right. If he's like, they actually have to disclose it if you ask it. Yep. Oh, wow. Every house, I was like, who died? When and where? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Because I was just thinking, I was like, man, this is a nice uh, piece of property. That okay. should be its own episode of House Hunters. Be like, so what are your requirements? Recent so, deaths. <laughs> recent and deaths. Preferably, yeah. preferably really fucked up suicides. And how And how to negotiate prices. By the way, OxyClean kills everything, so you're fine. Yeah, because I was just like, they cut up this piece of property or this carpet where this dude is at. Then uh, we're good to go. Just I'll put the hard ones over it. Totally fine. Dude, then I realized he didn't melt through the concrete underneath it. Yeah. Fuck it, right? RME like, is straight bullshit, dude. It's oh. that motherfucker like six hours to come pick this oh, wait. guy up. No, no, no. RME. Um, RME is some, some Oh, bullshit. wait. It gets real good. Have you had this yet? When they're big and bloated? I've had one go to the kitchen and get a fork. Are you fucking serious? This, uh, and no. put it back in the sink. No. Just so my, my, no. Favorite, uh, my favorite bloated decomp story was actually that same first one. And. Uh, my friend Ashley is the, she's one badge behind me. So she was like five weeks behind me in the academy. 
And uh, like- I just happened to be wearing long sleeves. And I generally wore long sleeves in the summer anyways because doing pest control, it's a requirement. So I was used to it. And Ashley was wearing short sleeves. So we got to pick this lady up because the ME's there and our FTOs want to fuck with us. Because the, the ME is like my assistant's on the way and my FTO's like, uh-uh. We got this. It's cool. I'm about to be working for that FTO, by the way, because he's a sergeant now. Uh, <laughs> and he tested to be the sergeant of my unit. Uh, but I do love that guy. So we're, I'm actually really looking forward to it. Uh, <laughs> mostly because he fucked with me when I was in OIT. But um, he's like, no, they got to help you move this one. Oh, and we're like, oh, fuck. fuck. And so I very quickly tactically size up the situation and realize she's wearing pants. So I'm going to go for the legs. Safe as bet. And Ashley <laughs> had to grab her around the middle. Oh no! Oh no! Yeah, skin slippage. Yeah. Well, yeah. the the arm came over and hit Ashley's exposed no, forearm and like and oh. gooped. Yeah, good times. Nope, nope. Some, I've been on long some, sleeves forever. It's a good thing that this yeah. this podcast is listened to by mostly cops because I for sure just made somebody put their fucking cereal bowl <laughs> down. <laughs> <laughs> if, I, like I said, if the, if you've seen half the shit I've seen, mm. dude, bro, mm. that's and Between, that's the shit that sticks with you, right? Like the oh, Emmy, yeah. the Emmy took her glasses off to photograph her and her eyelids came with it and i was like i still see that shit in my sleep like i to this day my first decomp i still remember what position he laid in mm-hmm. the whole night what he was wearing all oh, down yeah. to the color and rem- everything how the kitchen was laid out everything i, I remember, remember my first like four month decomp melted mm-hmm. into the mattress uh-huh. i remember the sound yeah. of the de- the maggots and i remember exactly where this mattress was and it was just like it, it will stay with was you. It, was it your and jacuzzi then, stew that like they'd fallen yeah. in and the cover had gone back over them? Your man stew. That was, so that was somebody I work with who their jacuzzi stew story is that dude man like slipped and fell, hit his head, and that, that killed him instantly. Um, but like the cover wasn't fully all the way back, and so it fell on top of him. And so he just stayed in the middle of summer for like three months in this jacuzzi. Oh, oh shit! Oh, right. I'll, oh, I will shit. share a little bit more of my. I'm, I'm glad that I am. I have I have so much shit going on in my life where if I'm not at something, somebody would be like, yeah, "Yo, where, she's where's her wrong. Yeah, where's she wrong. at?" So like, so even with that, uh, my first decomp, that cat, that was like a month in. So yeah, I'm pretty someone, sure somebody will find me within a weekend. Like, like <laughs> ten my hours. Ten hours. Yeah. Like, where are you? Where like, are you? How come you're not here? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. Like, holy shit yeah. so uh but uh that w- that decomp was was fucking wild that was the first time i saw a decomp um the smell was um it was the smell was a bad until they moved them mm-hmm. until e- the uh, emmys rolled them on onto the fucking gurney i was like okay that's cool so it smelled like that old ass like you love hamburger meat on the oh, counter yeah. type of thing it was that really old meat smell you so, know like, i got so used to it i never wore a mask I've never worn I've masks. So I, just, I, I, I went don't home think we and were just like masks in that. We weren't. I, I would literally just hold like not if you don't breathe through your Vicks. nose and just no no because that opens up your airways. So Vicks in the jail system actually works, Ugh. especially when I was working intake and had to deal on transient Tuesday. Oh, I call I called it transient Tuesday because Phoenix PD would get their um, get their rookies on Monday and then on Tuesday oh, they'll go arresting oh. people that will have warrants that will be not the most violent. It's which will be feet. transients. It's so I had feet. to deal with them. And I'm just like, y'all motherfuckers. So it's the feet. Huh? 
the and feet. Like I can't the, smell. The, the, oh, the uh, open, so, the fucking actually, open so sores. Since we were right. talking about like me, Mark having margaritas earlier, I had disclosed to my friend about a work story and why I don't like mashed potatoes because it was on on the on the menu. And I'm like, nah, no mashed potatoes. I'll take like corn or whatever else. Rice, there. anything. Yeah. And she's like, why do you don't like mashed potatoes? I'm like, mm, work story from like ten years ago that fucked me up. And she's like, well, really? So I had to explain it to her. And I'm like, look. So and now she doesn't eat mashed potatoes either. Yeah. So. Oh, no, I totally <laughs> fucked it up for her because she ordered mashed potatoes. And I, I was like, I was like, I was working at intake. And then when people come in, they have to take out their shoes and their socks and go down to one layer of clothes outside of their, their underwear layer. So on Transient Tuesday, I had this guy come in, older guy. He took off his all 20 jackets that this fucker had. And he put them on look the TSA conveyor belt that we have to x-ray everything and then hand search everything. Then he put his boots up there. Cool. Then he sat down on the floor to peel his socks off. And when he and literally peel. peeled no. his socks off, what was left on the floor was all these dead skin flakes oh, from his feet. No. And, oh, and me oh. <laughs> and me with my overactive imagination, the first thing I thought about don't was, ruin, was, no, was mashed potato flakes. So mashed potato flakes. So like since then, I can't I can't do commercial mashed potatoes. No, you anyway. make your own now. Like, okay. No, but if a if a restaurant brings me a full full potato, okay, cool, I can do that. But they're like, <laughs> we have mashed potatoes. I'm like, nah, I'll try, I'll find something else on that menu to eat. I can't do that. Was back in like 08, 09, and I still can't do it to this day. I can't do mashed potatoes Mm-mm. because of that because of intake. But it took me a while to actually even do Subway because of a particular uh, particular inmate that was notorious for sticking his hand in his ass. So I was like, uh, yeah, no, fuck Subway. So like, I have a very see, distinctive way, Subway we, memory as well. Do we only no. get through one question with her? Oh, uh, yeah. Yes. We just yes. went through one That's question. That's okay. Uh, well, shit, I don't even remember. You answer, no, you, you answered it. it. You, you answered, answered it. it. Yeah. Arlie Ermy. Yeah, Arlie Ermy. Yeah, I would definitely have a drink right? with him. Um, what was the other questions? We haven't even gotten to them yet. I'm like, I'm like, what was the so, other question? I know one so of the So this one's going to be for both of you. So we'll kick it over to Kristen because her answer has changed in the uh, five oh, months I'm gonna have to get since my, I've hold on. spoken to her. And I'll keep talking to delay the question. Okay. No, why she? All right. What? Kristen, what books are you currently reading? So I'm reading the Daily Or, or I, I say reading or listening to on audio. I'm actually doing both. So Good. I, I both. Okay. So I'm reading the Daily Stoic. Okay. So I do that on a daily. And Charlie over at 10.8 Memes has talked about mm-hmm. that. Yes. So I started reading that this year. Um, I just started The Dichotomy of Leadership. Oh, that's Very cool. Good. That's a yeah. good one. Yeah. Uh, just finished Unfuck Yourself. Good. Audiobook. It was great. And then um, the Dave Goggins book. I just. Yeah, Can't Hurt Me. Can't Hurt Me. So I actually just started, just started that. that. So just, I actually. Here, just started so that one. I just started that one. And then I actually got the workbook that uh, another person came out with. Oh. So which is kind of like a little uh, little journal about basically that every chapter you actually write out you know, how were you X, Y, Z? Like, oh. how are you, you know, and how do you plan on basically unfucking yourself? So that's something I liked about that. The so unfuck yourself, I actually did, that was my audio book. Mm-hmm. And I did that one. And then um, there was another one I would just read. It was the the principle, the code, and something It's by Jocko. Uh-huh. I just read that one. That was like my first one. And I'm just jumping back and like, I haven't read books mm-hmm. in like a few years just because I've been so busy. And I'm like, no, I need to take time. So the goal of this year so, is to read more books and so with uh with me so with can't hurt me um another good another book i'm reading is uh with winning in mind which is by um lanny basham so it's about basically visual uh visualizing what you're doing especially in a competition setting Ooh. so it's actually a really good book nice. and uh so i 
<laughs> when I go up and actually look at the stage, I will actually take time off probably about five minutes and sit there and go through every single part of the stage and keep rehearsing it. I rehearse basically everything I do on that stage all the way to basically, if it gets to the point of me getting on the podium, I even rehearse oh, that. Oh, that's cool. You know, because like the first time I got on the podium on an international uh, setting, dude, I look like I, I did not want to be a brand new baby giraffe because I was drunk <laughs> and six inch and fucking five inch stilettos. I'm like, uh, yeah, and I'm already five nine. I'm like, well, this is fucked up. <laughs> so, so pretty much um, I actually start rehearsing, mentally rehearsing everything that I do. So that's actually a really good book. Oh, I like that one. I'll have to add it to my mm -hmm. list. Yeah. Nice. I like it. Yep. I just finished Devil in the White City. About H. H. Holmes, America's first serial killer. Ooh, that'll fuck your shit Dude, up. Dude, working like, in jails, man, it's so hard for me to get into those books. I'm just like, cause I'll pull a form four on a motherfucker real yeah, quick. Yeah, cause you read oh, it all, yeah. right? Oh, right. I'm like, yeah. Woo! so like, I actually just pulled a form four on somebody who killed or who's being accused of killing a couple bicyclists in the early '90s. Yeah, so the case is yeah, still open. The case is still be, going. Right? Oh my yeah. god! And I'm just like, I am pulling all the things. I'm like, this shit's interesting as fuck. Because I actually run and actually ride my bike along these canals. But at the same time, I also would carry don't, a gun. Don't tell so, me this. I'm don't like, tell me this. Cause... <laughs> I'm like, I also carry a gun. That's cool. If you, he wants to get shot in the face. But hey, that's on him. I don't have that And his much... body dumped in the canal. No, officer. Yeah, I have no it's idea fine. where that exactly. shot went. <laughs> yep. Done. Great. Thank God I ride with a bunch of cops. <laughs> oh, we still have to give Kristen the opportunity to talk mm -hmm. about that here in a little bit. But we'll get yes. there. What are you reading? Huh? Ursula, what are you yeah, reading? Yeah, right it was now? uh the David Goggins. Oh, it was David um, Goggins. Okay. And um Can't Hurt Me with the workbook attached to it and also the uh with winning with winning in mind by Lenny Basham. All right. Yeah, those two. Right now. Yeah. All right. So, so uh, while Kristen's adding that. While she's adding that. That was that was the one I spoke about about actually visualizing what you're doing. Apparently, I can't fucking talk when mm -hmm. I'm actually That's all right. It happens to the best time. of us. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh shit." So what is a uh <laughs> Uh, what is a conspiracy theory that you wholeheartedly believe to be true? That the world is ran by freaking elite chomos. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what a chomo is, oh. there's a reason the Epstein flight logs were never published, Bro, right? Yeah. And that then, was all. It was all in court. It was presented so, as evidence. So what cracked me up is they try to fucking cover that shit up. They're like, oh, both officers were were asleep when he killed himself. I'm like, nah, bro, those rookie ass officers. Everybody know you. One officer falls asleep and another one, <laughs> the other one keeps watch. Yep. Like, yeah, like, bro. Hi. That's some bullshit. It's, they it's one of those, hey, give me 15 minutes if anything happens. And to be know. fair, I don't even think that cat's dead. Oh, whoa. No. Okay, this is a new one. All right, yeah. send it. What you got? I, I don't think he's dead. I do not think he is dead. Just like Tupac. I don't think he's dead either. <laughs> My dad was convinced that uh, that Bin Laden was in a beach house in Huntington mm -hmm. Beach. Up yeah, until up until because, it was convenient to kill him, yeah, and then exactly. they dropped his ass back, dropped his ass back off in Pakistan. Yeah, because if you think about it this way, when in U.S. history have we actually killed somebody and sent them out to sea? Don't worry, I'll wait. We've <laughs> <laughs> been waiting a long time. We're gonna finish that bottle Never. of bourbon. <laughs> um, you know why I like hosting <laughs> podcast episodes is because we go through our bottles so quickly. It, it allows me to buy new bottles that I have. That tried is yet. why you need to get a sponsor yeah. from that yeah. store, bro. But like, look. What 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 store and what bottle of bourbon or whatever alcohol that you want to be featured on or on that show? Yeah, boom. That's that. That's the episode and, and bottle. Done. 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 And whoever your guest is better be drinking. Yep. 
Like try this, and then later on at the end of the show, we can do a profile on it. Like what hints do we take? Yeah, yeah. type of stuff. Oh shit! Look at oh, that. Boom, look at bro. Us. Bam. Got you, bro. Got you. Got you. Ursula and I have business meetings to attend. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind us. Did you call the pilot to prepare the private jet? Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Chris. No. So if you don't know what chomos are, chomos is a slang term for child molesters. I personally like to call them diaper snipers, but that's what I think the world. <laughs> that's what I like to call them, uh, or diaper snipers. So yeah. Damn. Wow. Wow. Okay. Wow. That's a new one. I'm gonna have to remember that. Yeah, one. that's a that's a real good one. <laughs> Oh, you right. throwing the new one at me? I'm throwing the new one <laughs> well, at you. I, okay, go into this line. Here we go. Okay, right, what's so the next one? you can, and I, I've added a little bit to this one. I've put like some, uh, I put a little more thought into it. Uh, you can go 10 years forward or 10 years backward for a 30 minute conversation with yourself without any consequences. None of this butterfly effect bullshit where you step on an acorn and, <laughs> the, world and, crumbles. and the world crumbles because fucking i don't know kim jong-un turned into an elvis impersonator and his whack job daughter who's the real scary one of the bunch <laughs> nuked, uh the new european union i don't know none of that shit is going to happen right you right don't, you don't you don't step on a leaf and the fucking squirrel from uh ice age movies is the is the galactic leader <laughs> it's your best friend yeah. hours on the yeah <laughs> so 30 uh, 10 years forward or backward 30 minute conversation with yourself no consequences which oh. one are you choosing 10 years back okay why what that to tell myself that don't stress things will work out you'll you'll fall into where you're supposed to be with who you're supposed to be surrounding yourself with those people who care the most about you i think uh 10 years ago i was still i was still new to arizona i was still by myself i really didn't know a lot of people out here and so it's hard it's hard moving across country not knowing anyone starting a new career and kind of just doing everything on your own and just kind of telling myself it'll work out it'll work out and i'll be be able to do this cool thing and meet the coolest people i've ever met in my life and getting to hang out and do a podcast and drink bourbon um <laughs> it's more like hanging with friends i know and and everybody's are extras at this point yeah it's 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 just been really like your circle will grow but your circle will have depth and meaning and will bring good things to your life I think that's all right. all right. I like it. What you well, got? Arsenal? I got two. I got two answers. Oh, so if I was going to go 10 years back, I would tell myself definitely get into crypto and cash out a little bit early. Jesus. Yeah, There's you're right. One. And yep. then 10 years up, I would be like, you know, stay in, stay in the fight. Um, um, law enforcement, my life, all this type of stuff, shooting, all this type of stuff is still worth fighting for. Mm -hmm. So that's what, what I would tell myself. We were, uh, we were walking our two year old around the neighborhood the other day when I was thinking about this and my wife kept looking at me. She's like, are you okay? Are you okay? I'm like, yeah, it was that meme of like, I bet he's thinking about other women. <laughs> and he's rolled over and he was like, if I went 10 years backwards <laughs> for 30 minutes, I'd tell myself not to have that stupid fucking faux hawk haircut <laughs> and maybe, maybe let no. him know that Nickelback's not always going to be cool. No. So. No, right. <laughs> no, but no, it's, it's a really good question because it gives you perspective on basically what could you told what could you have told yourself to actually change your projection mm -hmm. as a human? And then if you were to go forward 10 years, what would be something that would also keep that same, you know, trajectory type of thing? So that's why I was like, I saw it as kind of like both. My whole thing was like, yeah, I would totally got into crypto a little bit earlier. Oh my God. Then, that's what I came up with. Then, I'm like, buy Bitcoin. Why am I, buy Bitcoin. Why am I mine, not mining Buy Bitcoin right was now. five, six. Yeah. 
when they, when they paid for a Domino's pizza or whatever it was in 26, yes. 26 Bitcoin. Yeah. Like, I'd be like, oh, excuse me, I need to fly out to my yacht yeah, in then, the Bahamas right now. And then the oh, we'd all be forward, retired. Exactly. Yeah, like, oh, I'd totally be retired. And then going forward, I'm dealing with some stuff with my agency right now where it's like, no. I need that extra push, like to stay in it. Like you're fighting a good fight. You got this. See, yeah. and I, I have so. to play devil's advocate a little bit because if yes. I go ten years back, like I look at, so ten years ago would have put me basically in uh, high school. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Just not, barely out of college. <laughs> Keep going. Uh, it would have been in the months leading up to uh, meeting my wife. Oh. And it's like okay, like all the failed and and I don't want to say like fucked up relationships but the relationships I had preceding that because a lot of people would be like oh I'd go back and tell myself like don't get with that person but that that led you to like yeah, you, exactly. you learned from yes. that opportunity a, yep. right that, that, you, you, you can look back life. on it as an opportunity and not a consequence right and yep. because there were lessons to be learned there but if you go forward say god forbid well, I forget what I think the movie was called the arrival the spaceship that looks like a fucking yep. mm -hmm. potato chip yeah um, <laughs> And she sees with into the, the future with the whiteboard. With the whiteboard yeah. So with, my, the, with the fucking whiteboard favorite, and the squid my, no, tentacles. Side everywhere. note, my favorite meme from that is like, hey, do you have primers? <laughs> For all the reloaders out there. Oh yeah, you got small pistol primers? No? Okay, cool. But keep going. But go if ahead. you go forward and you find out that some like god awful thing has happened, right? right. Like a, a loss of a close mm. family member or something like that, would would that how would that weigh on you coming back to the present? Ugh. Oh, and, and that's one thing that's is like, that people, um, a lot of people don't understand that everything has I, to I happen. I dropped that question. Ursula picked up the Again, bottle. Yeah, we were both no, standing at her. I thought she was just going to uncork that shit and start no, drinking from it. Because I can, I can multitask. But my whole thing was that a lot of people don't understand every shitty ass thing that happened to you in your life and every great thing has to happen in you in your life. Put was able that had to happen in order for you to be at where you're at. So that's why the only thing I could think of was the whole crypto thing. I don't think that would totally completely change my trajectory sure. in my life. So I'm like, that's the one thing in the past I would have the least amount of effect of where I'm at today. Right. And then thinking forward, with what I'm dealing with right now, I'm like, nah, I need somebody to be like, you know, to punch me in the throat. Like, bitch, keep going. Yeah. No, you know? I'm there with you on. I'm yeah. definitely but I picked, there with I picked, you right I picked now. up the bottle so I can get more information. But keep <laughs> on. Yeah, no, it's barrel strength. I think it's like 112, 113 proof, something like that. Right. So. But things like I can taste uh, different notes of uh, some cherry oak. Yep. Um, I oh, oh we're, you know we're, what? we're going here right now? <laughs> yeah, but this, this I think this is to be part of the new show. Like, especially if he's going to have a potential alcohol sponsor. Like, see what people can actually pick up. I picked up cherry oak. I picked up a little bit of coriander and I picked up vanilla. That's pretty much about it. Yeah. I think, um, keep in mind when you're a detention officer, you start drinking it like <laughs> <laughs> at a young age. And then you start appreciating the shit a little bit later. When you work, when you work graveyards, graveyards. and start drinking beer at 7am. <laughs> okay, so funny story. So I used to work I our to female that to my wife, but like, babe, oh my God. it is, it is the end of my work day yep. just because it's seven in the morning. Doesn't mean it's automatically socially <laughs> yes, unacceptable. But do you have a shower beer holder? I no, I don't. Yes, <laughs> I, I, I don't. No, I don't have a shower beer holder. However, the top edge of my door totally fits the shower beer. Oh, yeah. But the uh, window right one thing was actually funny. Back in the day, I used to work our female jail. Our female oh, jail was probably God one of the worst places you. to work, right? So my squad, I was on shift two. We used to get off of work at like 10, 30, 11 o'clock. And we used to go to TGI Fridays up the road. <laughs> So it was funny. We kept the TGI Fridays open for almost a year. And then when everybody got transferred, it closed. 
Mm. It's right next to like a Papa Do's now. Like, oh no! <laughs> Y'all stopped going dude, in and ordering Bloody Marys yeah. and mac dude, and cheese dude, bites. We were, That's yeah, 10:30 at night. <laughs> we were so poor. Like we actually the Thursday night before payday Fridays, we won't pay our tab until after, after midnight. midnight. <laughs> we were so poor. Government it's workers, so right there. Government employees, See, right there. That's called problem solving. <laughs> And that is a level of problem solving that you want to see in your sheriff's candidate for 2028. Right? Just throwing it out there. <laughs> my entire campaign would definitely be based off of Blazing Saddles, which is actually one of my favorite movies. And I actually thought about going down to Tombstone to get cowboy pictures taken of me. So that could be part of my campaign as well. I'll give you so, my hat. My, uh, <laughs> and my boots. I've got red, white, and blue boots. I feel like totally it's awesome. There's a lot. My favorite comedian, Kyle Kinane, has a lot. He's like, we're, we're not going to solve racism, but we're going to take some of the sharp edges off of it. You're like that that could go on your poster, right? Yes. <laughs> it's just you pretending that you're in Blazing Saddles. It's like oh one of the greatest God. movies ever, man. Oh I freaking love it. It's going to end up on a banned movies list. You know, I know it there's is. Banned books, oh, yeah. There's banned, banned books. There's going to be banned movies. So just because of that and how the way the world is turning, that's why I have it on DVD and also VHS. So, I knew she was going to so, say VHS. Because at the end of the world, if it turns out to be Mad Max freaking Beyond the Thunderdome, that might actually be worth something. Uh, Blu-ray, and then you need a digital copy, too. No, just... Mm-mm. Oh, you need all of them. Nope, 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 them. nope, nope, nope. I feel I, like you could still MacGyver a VHS. You could I just like, could. Like, put it on a fucking reel attached to a bicycle, hold a flashlight and a fucking focus <laughs> and ring And have in some front kid on there. I'll ride for you. And, yeah, yeah, and make it a projection. I need, I need my, like, training. <laughs> So, oh, Ursula, awesome. I do want to get because you are a sponsored shooter. Yes. So I do want to get into that, but before we do, give I want to give Kristen a minute here. Uh, uh, we've got Police Week coming up in May. Oh, we do. Yes. I yes. will. Uh, uh, I'm hoping to be there. It'll be the first time I've ever been. It is uh, yet another thing that is on my my 35 things to do before I turn 35 is to actually go to Police Week and be a part of that. Especially being on the honor guard, it. It holds a special place in my heart. But Kristen, uh, I'm going to be cheering you on as you ride in. We talked about the Unity Tour last time around, but for those of uh, the listeners who maybe haven't heard that episode, or it's been a few months, um, what what is that looking like right now, and how do they go and support you? So the Police Unity Tour is a bicycle ride to honor fallen police officers. She says bicycle ride. Like, literally, I have to say, because if I say bike, people are going to go like, oh, motorcycle. No, no, I'm riding on, like, a one-inch tire it's physical hell and torture is what it is <laughs> that she classifies as a bicycle ride as if she's just cruising down to the park. Yeah, Continue. no, it's, it's not my beach cruiser. I wish it was my beach cruiser. So it's to honor fallen police officers. So every year um, there are multiple chapters of the police unity tour that ride from outside of D.C., meet just um, just outside of D.C. and ride in as a group to the National Police Officers Memorial. Um, thousands of riders um, all meet in. And so we will ride my um, chapter rides from Norfolk, Virginia, and it's three days and 250 miles. And there's, I found out it's a 7,000 foot elevation gate over the three days in DC. So last nothing year, to it. No, no. <laughs> last year I got to ride in Florida. We rode four days, 357 miles in Florida. Um, there's hills in with Florida. an elevation gain of uh, gain of six feet. Yeah, six feet, and I'm going to be Florida riding, man. Yeah, Fort AP Hill this year in DC. But anyways, so we ride to honor fallen police officers, and while doing so, we make a million dollar contribution to the National Law Enforcement Officers Memorial in DC. 
So um, we ride in. Um, I This will be my second year riding, my third year participating because 2020 was a dumpster fire. So I raised all the money, didn't get to ride. Last year we rode um, in Florida because Florida was a, a DC was a dumpster fire. And so this year we finally get to ride in DC. So um, my, I ride for the, every year I ride for a new rider, but I can still, still continue to ride for my past, my past riders. So my first one, excuse me, my past uh, fallen officer. My first one is um, Chris Lambert from the Illinois State Patrol. Um, I've met his wife and his two little girls. And so I keep in contact with them and it's awesome. And so I wear a bracelet every single time I'm on shift that has his name. I also wear his badge number in my vest. Um, and then I rode last year for a detention officer out of Cook County, Illinois, uh, Sheila Rivera. She passed away of COVID. So I'm riding for her. And then this year, um, my new one I'm adding in is MCSO Lieutenant Brackman from here in Arizona. So I have a lot of connections to him. And so that's why I decided I'm going to ride for him this year to be able to honor him. And so we'll ride in DC, but we are required to ride, raise $2,000 in order to ride. And along with doing the ride, you have to do a 50 mile qualification ride and a 75 mile, 75 mile qualification ride in order to be able to participate. So, um, working on that right now, we have 11 riders from Arizona. So we have a team Arizona this year, which is awesome. Nice. Nice. And so we'll be representing pretty well. And so if you want to donate, if you go to my, um, Instagram, Kristen Marie fit underscore 13, um, there's a link to be able to donate to that. And I have a little kind of incentive right now. If you donate, I had custom Pura Vita bracelets made that I'll a blue line bracelets made. So if you donate $20 or more, I'll, I'll give you a bracelet. Nice. As a, and so we're going to be doing some fundraisers here. So look out for that. We might be doing a tip a cop and some t-shirt sales and things like that. So in order to get our, hit our team fundraising. So, and it's $2,000 per writer, not per, per rider. chapter. Yeah, okay. it's per writer. So we have to raise $22,000 for the 11 of us. I, I have every confidence that you will be able to do so. And the ride uh, so far as I understand it ends in the mall. Yes, right? it ends. I, we circle around the memorial. Circle around the memorial. All right. And it ends in the mall, which is where I will be, uh, where I hope to be. We're still waiting to, uh, see the finalized list. We're hoping to send everybody on our team, uh, only because we did have to bury three of our own officers this year. And so they're all getting put on the wall. So there's a, a push to send our entire honor guard unit over there. Um, but nonetheless, uh, uh hoping to make a, uh, memorable and uh, slightly happy experience um, out of here. I'll duck down. She's taking Ursula's taking a picture right now and cutting my head off. It's okay. Half my head's cut off. Half your head's cut off. It's fine. Uh, and and take a, a a somber experience and turn it into a happy one, uh, nonetheless. Uh, we've got our own writers in our agency, um, uh, but but Kristen's going to be going out there. Uh, so I will be out there cheering Kristen on. If you are listening to this and you're going to be out at Police Week in DC. Uh, let us know. Hit us up on uh, on Instagram. I would say bluelinemillennial at gmail.com, but that email address has been acting a fucking fool for the last couple months. I don't know what the issue is. So, yeah, But have you ever so, been to Police Week? No. Okay. I, I want to so go. Here's the deal. I've never been. Find me in Tent City. I'm just going to leave it at that. I will let I've, you. I've seen, I've seen everybody else broadcast it. it. It almost looks like a shot show for cops. Oh, it is. <laughs> like, like, well, and, and it's like international. Imagine. I mean, I think... Uh, Somebody I work with ended up trading a, an English my day off, police bro. officer. No, have at it. I don't, Wait, don't you have a... Yeah, okay. What? Um, no. Ended up trading an English police officer for one of those, like, <gasps> bobby hats. Oh, yes. And oh just traded God. him straight across, like, hat for hat. So, uh, yeah, go for it. I mean, fuck I it, mean, whatever. he's, he's here. <laughs> um, I'm, you know what? Hold on. Sorry. 
But you're gonna have to use some of that over there. What? I'll let you do the splash. No, you do the splash. Oh, you. you. Here, mm-hmm. I ain't got much left. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> we put a dent in that bottle. We did. There she goes. She's you know straight up I, changing the chemical composition of I your bourbon. I think that's one thing you should do. Actually, on the top of that shelf right there. Just is put all, all the bottles. bottles. Put all the bottles. All the bottles that we finished on yeah. the show. I like it. You need to write the show But usually there. it's two people. On. <laughs> yeah, write the show and actually like put the bottle it, up there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, sign it. Yeah. I think that's a great idea, Ursula. We'll do that. Yeah, no problem. I'm good for that. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> We're getting... Uh, my wife's grandmother has one of those globe bars, like the hidden bar that you uh-huh. have to lift the globe Ooh. up to get. I cannot wait to pick that thing up. Dude, that's uh, so freaking cool. I know. I'm super excited. I, I, I want to do that type of stuff. And then I've got that... Uh, I showed you the picture of that whiskey barrel yeah, and turning, mm-hmm. in, turning into a table to uh, exchange this this table with. Uh, right. So I can create a little bit more room and also have a, just another unique feature when I throw mm-hmm. this up on, on YouTube there. So... Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. But again, back on topic, if you're out in police week uh, in May, uh, I don't have much free time. I don't know about Kristen's schedule. Um, Honor Guard. I think, I, all, I think I'll have a little more free you know, time. Actually, You'll have a little I more thought, free time. I thought about Honor Guard, but with everything that I do, yeah, yeah. I, I don't have time. Just come, to, is, just come to police week. Yeah, just come to police week. I'll go to police week. Yeah. Done. Um, and then, but uh, uh, that, that Thursday, I think I'm meeting up uh, with Toby uh, Harnon. Uh, yeah, Toby Harden. I thought I fucked his name up there for a second. I'm sorry. I've been drinking. Toby, well, you're gonna have you're gonna to drag him with you because I ride in on Thursday. Hey, uh, oh, and you ride in on Thursday. I ride That's in fine. On Thursday. Yeah, come with me. We're gonna buy Toby a beer. Toby's the author of uh, First Casualty. I interviewed him last week. That's uh, another one of the books that I'm working through right now. Um, but yeah, hit us up. Let us know if you're gonna be out there. Kristen and I will be out there um, representing our respective agencies. Kristen out there for the Unity Tour, and uh, and we'll. Uh, We'll swap patches. We'll uh, take coins, some pictures together. Yeah. Coins, yes, um, and and networking <laughs> so, too. I mean, just in the year, oh my, just God. in the year that I've been a detective. I mean, I've needed to reach out to at least two dozen agencies across the, and I've and you develop those lifelong professional mm-hmm, relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, uh, you always have somebody that you can contact. But taking it one step further at Police Week is you can actually put a face to a name. It's so, super cool. It's it is one of the most humbling experiences, I guess you could say. Um, everyone's walking around, everything's blue line, everyone's wearing a badge, and no one's afraid to show it. Which is, walk down the street and you're like, oh, no, I, gotta, I gotta hide, I can't wear anything blue line, I can't wear anything, I can't show my badge, and you wear it proud out there. And you just Good. go up and start talking to everyone, shaking their hands, be like, well, who do you work for, where are you from? Oh, I got this badge, I got this coin. And it's just, I legit carry like a backpack with just coins and pins, like coins and patches and pins, and. It's yeah. the coolest. I've always wanted to go. And com- go. It's. I tell everyone I've, I've gone so before. So I think I think because when people hear uh, police week, they don't think about everybody else, like detention officers, correction officers, it's, things like that. But everyone's. I really, think that's why why everybody's. Been I went like, as hey. I went as crime scene, and mm-hmm. I loved it. It was one of the most coolest Wait, experiences. The like, hold on, did you go as a crime scene quote unquote civilian? Yeah. Or did, oh wow. Okay. And I still felt welcomed. Okay. That was the coolest part. I was welcomed. I was part of the family. I was part of the bloodline. I, I don't family. want to go because my that was actually one of my things. Like I don't want to go out there and be like a redheaded stepchild. I'm no, like, I already got that with my agency. No, no, you will be <laughs> welcomed. No, because I think DOs are on are on the wall. Yeah. right. So you're, you're yeah, because I'm riding wall. for a DO. You're, you're not a Walmart security <laughs> yeah, guard, yeah, right? You're right. still family. Yeah, so. yeah I, I am. <laughs> I'm writing their DL. There are actually so. some aid, or some companies that like, uh, for example, the whole B uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, the adopt a cop. Oh yeah, yeah. They're only for sworn law enforcement. 
detention officers, theoretically speaking, or even correction officers aren't aren't sworn. Right. So I mean, because of that division, there's that that no. like well, I don't know if no, I should DC. go to police week. No, yeah, DC. I think that, I, I that so division is is probably largely. Uh, I don't know if political is the right word, but like maybe under like a city manager or county board of supervisors, it's a different thing or yeah, like at the agency at admin there, level. No. Right. But you, I mean, you still because, wear a badge and a gun just like us. Yeah. Because it's, it's totally weird because I felt like really welcome with, especially being a competitive shooter. When I show up to a lot of matches as, mm-hmm. as Lee, I will check that Leo box real quick. Cause I am, I do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a totally different enforcement zone than what everybody else is accustomed to. So I'll still check Leo. And then there's a there's a whole bunch of cops there. Like, bro, you work the jails? Hell, I couldn't do that. Hell yeah, oh, yeah, you're no, Leo. yeah, I exactly. could not do your job. No, no. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? You can't deal with tweakers with no no weapons? All right, cool, bet. <laughs> you know. So, uh, but th- that was one of my biggest hangups with uh, Police Week. No, come. But I've always wanted to go. Go. Mainly just because go. I just want to drink with so a whole bunch of cops. So you're going to see Ursula, drinks. Kristen, and I in May. Yeah, meet us again. I'm, I'm in. Meet us intensity. Just intensity. All right, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, hell I'm yeah. Yes! I need to find something like weird to wear so everybody knows it's me. I probably just rock my afro. So <laughs> yeah. Like old school seventies yeah. freaking cop. Are you gonna leave are you gonna leave the comb in it? Huh? Yes! Dude, you know what's funny? I actually have a pick with a fist on it. I only oh, bought it because it was yeah. three bucks and I had to. <laughs> <laughs> oh my like, gosh. I, I I seriously yes, had to. Yes. It was in a ghetto. I'm like, oh, I have to get this. <laughs> You, you get off the 405 freeway on Normandy and pulled into the first fucking shop you could find. Kind of have to. I remember when I was when my my dad ran his business out of California forever, and that's where he started it back in the 80s. And I remember riding with one of his sales guys, who's this, this big Hispanic dude, and we pull off the 405 freeway and onto Normandy, and he goes, "Don't you dare unlock this fucking door." <laughs> and I was like, "Why, Chris? What happened?" He goes, "You will not make it." And I was like, "Oh fuck!" You he never goes, stop for any red lights. Right? I got I got more. Well, I won't say more. I got like my first introduction to like gang education riding uh-huh. in his truck because we still got to go service these houses. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck is this spray paint on the ground? He goes, those are like fucking front lines, dude. Those are battle lines drawn. And I was like, right. oh, shit. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, we'll drive around and I'll fucking make sure that you like, okay, privileged little white kid with a silver spoon in your mouth. Like, this is the real fucking world out here. I think that was the first person to like truly like... <laughs> Pull the fucking sunglasses right? off right? my eyes like, and be like, "This is, what it really this is, is. What, welcome like, to it's, life." It's not just in movies, right? It's <laughs> it's not fucking Boys in the Hood. Is this is like legit shit? Uh-huh. So I was like, "Oh fuck!" So, you know, I don't, <laughs> but I also think if you, I mean, we've talked about it before. You know, this whole give respect, give respect. Oh it, yeah, you will occasionally find like gangbangers and and like hood rats who are more than happy to tell you their fucking life story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Day. Oh, as dang. long as you show a genuine fucking interest, so, like one here, yeah. here's and it not, he's not a gangbanger or a hood rat, but an old mafia, uh, capo, I think, um, he's, uh, I'm going to fuck up his last name, Michael Franzese or Franzese or something like that. Um, from, from back in on the East coast, because one thing I think is important is this, I treat this podcast kind of like I treat my job, right? Whereas a detective, I'm an impartial investigator. And I truly believe that, mm-hmm. um, I go where the facts and evidence take me. Right. Um, but I think it's important. This dude was, was a mafia boss to a, to a certain extent who he himself dealt with law enforcement in one case, in one capacity or another. And so I submitted a fucking contact request for for his agent today. We'll see if that can, I also sent one to Tony Hawk. I don't know if that one's going to get answered. Hey, or he's not, retired. But... Is he retiring? Like... <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, he just hit his like his last 720 or something like yeah. that as his last trick. And my whole thing with Tony Hawk was like, I, I, part of the reason I wanted the name change is because I am trying to branch out a little bit, but still keep it somewhat grounded in law enforcement. Because when when in the 90s and the early 2000s, when I was learning to skate, largely because of the influence of skaters oh, like yeah. Tony Hawk and Rodney Mullen and the X Games and the video game series, cops and skaters is like oil and water, right? Oh, yeah. Who was and it? it? Um, BC Standard. B.C. Sanders, can't talk right now, apparently. B.C. Sanders. Okay. Definitely reach out to that cat, and I'll actually link y'all up. Deal. But he's an old-school punk that actually turned cop. Yeah. And there's a couple other cats I know, too, that were old-school punks and also skaters that well, turned cop. And how many videos do you see now of cops, and I will say our age, right? Like yeah. These millennial cops, and they're out doing fucking kickflips and shove-its yeah. and, uh, in full uniform gun belt. Yeah. I, I would die. <laughs> Like I would break my spinal column in multiple places if I tried but, that shit. But, things but like, there was so much to be had during that time, and that's something I love because I still got my skateboard. Oh yeah, you know what I mean, like, I got two of them somewhere people, around here. Random fact number fifty-six. If y'all don't know me, is that like yeah, I used to skateboard in college because uh, I went to ASU and like um, the fastest I had, way around campus. Yeah, fastest way around campus was the skateboard. So I learned how to. Those signs say no bicycles. They don't say shit about skateboards. Uh, my dad has <laughs> been Something, run yeah. over by so many skateboarders lately. My dad does works at ASU. He's like, they're on their phones and on their skateboards at the same time. I no. have been run into at least ten times. No, no. So um, another thing that's cool is in the shooting sports is that there's a couple of skateboard companies actually like sponsor shooting sports stuff. What? Oh, no shit. Yeah. Okay. So there's one actually local, Cowtown, uh, Cowtown Skateboards. And like I actually picked up one of their boards from another event. And I'm like, yo, and this is a complete board. Trucks, wheels, all. So I'm like, this is fucking great because I can actually get back into the game, you know, of what I, what I grew up right. on kind of sort of, you know. So like. When you look at uh, who, like Tribe the, Skates is out there. They, yep. they did a... Uh, a couple boards for Pinal County Sheriff's Office for a giveaway. But so people forget that cops are actually people from your same community. Right. So whatever, mm -hmm. whatever hobbies, whatever interests they had prior to that, like that's that shit still there, you know. So like you can still be that skater with a with a cop job in law enforcement. You can still be, you know, even if you didn't skate, you know, if you rollerblade, you know, if you're one of those VR troopers, you know, what I mean, like <laughs> Wait, no, whatever I'm back gonna, in the day, gonna, gonna, you can still do that shit there. too. You, you know, ready? you ready? What I did. I was a tap dancer. See, but things like there are tap <laughs> dancers that 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 turn sworn that turn yeah. into cops. And you'll find so a like, fucking drunk tap it. dancer at a bar <laughs> one day, and you'll be like, "Hey, watch Easy. this!" Bop, bop, I bop, do bop. it on scenes. <laughs> I do it on scenes in my boots. And then, depending so, on your floor, so not just so not just hobbies, different lifestyles. Oh my god, yeah. So granted, like I get a lot of a uh, lot of suspects, a lot of inmates that think I'm gay. I'm not gay. But I'll play gay oh, yeah. for Whatever Intel. I ain't gonna to lie yeah. about Whatever that shit. Whatever you want shit. me to do, yeah. Yeah, for, especially for Intel, I'll add gay as fuck for it. Like, all right, especially it's gonna help me at the end of the day, mm -hmm. bro. What? I, you know what? You know what? My my girlfriend, my, yes. my girlfriend did this, this, and this. You know, I'll you know do my thing, do whatever I have to do to get that intel. But I'm just saying, like, there's there's people don't understand that regardless of what your background, hobbies, wherever you are, there's somebody in law yep. enforcement that respect that mm -hmm. that pretty much is a representation of who you are. Well, and rolling around here in, in central Arizona, where the off-roading community is huge in the oh, overland, yeah. like, oh, yeah. we would always, we'd go to go to QT, grab our water, energy drinks, iced tea, whatever it was, and inevitably somebody would roll up in like a lifted tundra or whatever. We'd sit there and have a 25-minute conversation about fucking shocks, wheels, uh, you know, bumpers, winch mm -hmm. systems, everything. Yeah. And a lot of people don't understand that. They think cops are just these fucking robots. Yeah. Not. We are cops, normal cops human are beings. Cops are human beings. Like, 
You know what I mean? What a what a fucking career yeah. of protecting yeah. your goofy ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah, people don't understand that. Like, but when once they do understand that, I think that's where a lot of mm-hmm. uh, a lot of community unity is actually going to happen. Yeah. So, just saying. Yeah. If you're on the if you're no matter what position you're in in law enforcement, if you can learn to have a real fucking conversation with somebody, mm-hmm. you'd oh, be yeah. surprised. Like, you you won't. I mean, never say never, but you will quote unquote de-escalate a lot of situations oh, yeah. so, just yeah. by being real He's, with people. Just, just talk to real. people, yeah. Just by being real. And even you can be real, but I would definitely say this, especially on the law enforcement side of like actually getting intel, if you can fake a little bit of it, do it. Cause I had some buddies, they weren't skinheads, but they just shaved their heads because they were lazy as fuck and they hate them growing their hairs out. And growing their hair out. So what they end up doing, they were getting a lot of fucking. I intel. would cut my hair so short, but my <laughs> wife has told me she'll leave me. So Because uh high five girls need something to grab onto. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is blue, blue blind millennial podcast after dark. After dark. But uh but thing is like with uh uh, with a lot of my my white buddies who you know shaved their head, they actually start getting intel from you know from skinheads, you know because they they look like a skinhead. Okay, cool. So they'll start chatting skinhead stuff, and then they get they'll get intel. For me being a black female, that you know at you know at work, yeah, I look butch as fuck at work. I'm okay with that. I even told my boyfriend like, bro, you would never get stalked by somebody from work. He's like, why? It's like everybody think I'm gay, but it's okay. And he's like, he's like, okay, cool. He just left it at that because like I've gathered so much intake or excuse me, so much intel from uh, gays, both men and female, male and female, and also chubby ass chicks that <laughs> that people need to put money on their books. And I, I just this is what I work. This is what I get. I get all this shit from work. It's so funny. So like, uh, use what you got. And even like a couple of skateboarders I've actually like got Intel from because I was actually able to be able to relate to them on that level. Right. And once you kind of think about, think about it, like, yeah, these cats aren't really snitches. Yeah. They're, you know, they're confidential informants, but it's all the goal is to keep the community that we all live in safe. Right. So, I'm okay with playing that game, you know, in order to keep my, my community safe. So yeah, whether if you feel, if you feel like you relate to me as a black female, um, as a, if you think I'm gay, I'll play gay, whatever. If you, uh, you know, I'm a skater. If even if I haven't had this happen yet, that somebody actually recognized me from the gun world, um, mm. maybe because of felons, <sighs> dude, that day happens. You're lucky, you're lucky that, that day happens. That day I might still bad quit. Day. Fuck it's man. Yo, I got less than three years left, man. That day left. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't happens. Oh shit. You know? So like I'm able to do all this stuff to keep my community safe. But on the flip side of that, everybody should know that, hey, your law enforcement, that's that's your neighbor. Yeah. That's your that's your community. Mm-hmm. Right. And their main goal is to make sure all of us are safe. So Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. I kind of appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> We've had like three Ursula TED Talks tonight. I know, right? <laughs> mm. But uh, you She's still to, going. I know, but you definitely want to chat to me about uh, being a competitive shooter. Yeah. What? What? Or a sponsor shooter. How did yeah, you get? You, yes. You started, you know, with your good old forty cal Glock twenty two, and now our, oh now you're God. sitting over here sponsored by fucking staccato. staccato. Which for <laughs> those of you with my Glock, for those of you listening who maybe don't pay attention to uh, the gun world, staccato make really really nice firearms in a twenty eleven platform. I'll break that down a little bit further for you. A 2011 is a 1911 that's a double stack. 
usually in nine millimeter, but the OG mm-hmm. race guns, because before they were staccato, they were STI. STI thank yep. you. And STI was the first race gun I ever shot. And it was chambered in like some like 38 30 super, super, some yeah. random fucking calibers. Mm-hmm. Um, but now staccato are rapidly becoming a, uh, a duty weapon, uh, an off duty carry weapon of choice. They, they run like tops and they run well. U.S. Marshals, SOG, Special yeah, Operations Group, has issued their issued gun. Uh, a lot of departments, my own including, are now authorizing the staccato. But even with a law enforcement discount, you throw an optic, a light, <laughs> and a fucking Safariland holster on that thing, and that is a $2,500 investment. Easy for the staccato P, yeah. So um, so I got into competition Really, shooting. I'm just jealous. Yeah, same. Same. I'm like, me and my Glock over here. I will run a Glock I, until the end I, of the I, world. So. I won't discount a Glock because if it wasn't for Glocks, I wouldn't appreciate freaking 2011 platforms. Straight up. But I've done some some solid shit with a Glock. Don't don't just be like ah, this is a Glock. I need uh, no. You can you wait, can wait, actually do wait. a lot with a with a Glock thirty four tricked out. You definitely can. No wait, time However, out. However, before that extra edge, because Glocks can only go so far, you have but to go who, to a twenty eleven. But wait, wait, you or, got, or you, you got first easy first with your your, your staccato. Oh yeah, so I did take first <laughs> in the tactical games with my staccato P. I took third with my Glock thirty four. But <laughs> not but, also, out. but to be fair, I do believe in it's more about the Indian than the bow. Yeah. So to be fair. Oh but, no, but we, I go no, live. We, we but I go live. That Indian got some bomb ass fucking bows and arrows <laughs> no, and shit. Yo, yeah. that, that Indian's gonna yeah. do some fucking damage. I mean So don't get me yeah. wrong about that. But um, I kept up with you. I am proud of myself for yeah. being up with Ursula. And that was my whole like, goal. Now of I gotta the look game. at practice score right now. Fuck. Oh, yeah. Do it. I gotta, do I gotta, it. Look, I gotta look at practice score to see the one event. I think I got you on one event. Didn't I? Dude, I, I ain't even breaking down that. I look at it overall. No, I think like, it was one event because I was super excited because it got you by like one point. Huh, tactical games. You should have heard us. We were back and forth for like refresh, 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 refresh. Yeah. Dude, oh my god. Dude, talking about some. I should have just shit. gone there with a fucking never, popcorn maker. You know what's funny? I've never been nervous over a pregnancy test, but I was nervous over the fucking <laughs> scores for the tactical games. And I cried. I like <laughs> I legit <laughs> cried when I got the podium. I was so excited, and Ursula was like, "Yeah." I stuck with Ursula the whole time. (laughs) Okay, women's intermediate. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Me at 100%. um, 100%. Okay, so Kristen, I got you at, looks like uh, 1.51 points. Behind her. Actually, and that's 1. separated. 5%. That's one point five percent separated first and third place. Yes. So you talk about the caliber of athlete, and I do mean athlete because you truly are. I mean, that is a complex series of functions that you are performing. Oh my god! You're doing, and when you say farmers carries earlier, we didn't really dive into that. Oh no! But no. you're you're damn near carrying an Ohio bar with two forty five pound plates on either side of it, right? Or thirty five pound was, plates it, or something. Ours like that. were forty five pound bars. What if? 45 pound parts, and then they had 25 pound plates. 25 pound plates on each side. Okay. And then I didn't know. I was, but, I was but, like, carry dumb shit. You're fast. doing that in, <laughs> wait, wait, in full kit, which is a plate carrier. You've got your handgun, you've got your rifle magazines, your, and your loadout. You've got your, your whole loadout, loadout, full loadout. And how far are you carrying that, those items? 50 yards? What? Was it 50 yards? 25 yards? Uh, it was the entire length. 40? 40. 40, 40. But then you get roughly? to the end of that, I assume, having never been exposed to the tactical games, and you have to hit like a, a an you know an ipsic target or a, basically a, a human sized target 
No. 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 It was way smaller. No, we had way smaller. So you have quarter pieces of paper. We had like quarter pieces of 8 by 10 8 by 11 paper. Educating the host event. One event was, our first event was, you had to shoot your rifle left-handed, 12 rounds. What was that, 50 yards? No, that was 80 yards. From 80 the, yards. From the house, our first. Kneeling, whatever Sorry. you had to do in a window. Uh-huh. That was about empty, 80 yards. Empty mag reload. Mm-hmm. Shoot right-handed. Empty mag reload to a prone position to shoot through a five-inch window. Roughly, yeah. Five-inch window. Again, same thing, 80, 80 yards. 80 yards. Mm-hmm. Go to pistol. Then you had to kneel in your pistol. I never and got do to that. Like 10 or 12 yards. 10 or it 12 was actually yards. Relatively and close. four different targets. Then after you do that, you have to go run a mile and a half. Mile and a half. That was the first event. Which I got my I, hits. I'm already exhausted. But that, that was, truffle <laughs> shuffle, I was like, <laughs> uh, one, of the, one of the, we had, ag, so there's aggregates in between. So uh-huh. it was like a speed. You start with rifle. Rifle. You and, and I pistol. always, you and I both went one, two on that every time. No, shit was great. Like, yeah. that was fun. I actually ended up winning both of those. Oh, of course you did. <laughs> so this is that whole, like, yeah, um, you can outshoot your fitness, but you can't outshoot, or right. you can't outfitness your shooting. My fitness got me to where I was. I will say that. I ain't gonna lie. So over the over, over the course of me training for the games, I ended up dropping like thirty pounds. Um, I don't, I'm pretty sure it was probably more fat, and then me, you know, bulking up a bit. But like, yeah, I actually have before and after pictures on freaking uh, it's Instagram. Amazing, yeah. Where you can actually see and again, it. And I can see it. Therein like, oh. lies the athlete aspect of yeah. it. Yeah. Oh yeah. And but but I think every cop. I think to no bullshit. I think every cop should think of themselves as an athlete. Because it is like at what point yeah. do you think, especially patrol guys, at what point do you think you have to chase after a You're suspect? Get I asked a guy once. I chased him from a Walmart through a Harkins movie theater, yeah. and after he finally did get caught, not by me, but by my, one of my partners who found him hiding in a fucking dumpster full of popcorn. Uh, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, butter, cheese, everything. Uh, <laughs> uh, I looked at the guy. And I was like, because again, it's easy to it's easy to motherfuck these guys and be pissed off at them and yada yada yada. And it's just a, it's just the way the world works, right? right. See cop run from cop, whatever, right. you know, for whatever reason. He didn't have any warrants. He would literally stolen a twenty five dollar bottle of Jack Daniels. Oh that my was, god, that was it, right? I would have bought it for him. But like. I, I looked at him. I was like, hey, if I wasn't wearing all this shit, you think I would have caught you? And he sizes me up and goes, Nah, dog, that ain't gonna happen. And I'm like, motherfucker. But, but, actually, but doing the games where you have to run that in full kit, oh jeez, yeah. dude. Because you know how I many cops are not not just when I say cops here, I'm just gonna preface that everything. Every time I say cops, I'm also talking about detention officers, correction officers. If you're part of the law enforcement process, wherever your title is, I'm talking about you. Um. Pretty much, like, if you're running kit that you just bought it to be that cool guy, you need to be able to run it. Mm-hmm. So whether that's your actual gear gear or your firearm, you need to be able to fucking yeah, run it. Yeah, that, that fucking plate carrier down there mm-hmm. that is, now I'm in detective land and I'm not wearing a vest every day. Yeah. Like, but, the plate carrier and the rifle are in the car because I, I am close to several, like, major, uh, like, soft, quote-unquote, soft, uh, targets, soft targets, right? Yeah. And, like, I, it will take me way less time to get there than even the beat officers in that district. But whenever we do our rifle training, I go out in that plate carrier. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. and and so thus far, nobody shit talked me because it's hey, as long as you can fucking do it, like right. go for it. But we we understand qual- the why. Now you gotta be able to prove it. Yeah, yeah but our qual is totally bullshit to the real world. We all know that. So but in a competition setting that will actually get you get you prepared for that, we need more officers to do that. So, so um actually I just did a multi gun match, three gun three gun. When I say multi gun, I mean three gun and two gun. There was a Fed, actually an FBI EOD guy that came out, 
And he's like, I've never done this before. I'm like, I'm glad you're here because you're actually keeping our community safe, even though you're a fucking fed, but it's okay. <laughs> you know? And uh, we he, love most of our federal law enforcement. I like most of our feds. Um, me being a science brothers dork, and sisters. I'm sorry. <laughs> me being a science dork, I actually appreciate uh, a lot of the EOD stuff. Um, because like them nuclear emergency service teams can keep that bullshit. I want I know, nothing to do with radiation. Fuck off. No, I'm good. I don't have a thyroid. <laughs> so I'm, See, I'm like, ooh. Yeah, no. So I'm like, no, I don't have a thyroid. This dude, be, this dude right here, the Defense Nuclear Security Protective Force, he can keep the crazy like third arm bullshit. Oh, yeah. I want no part of that. Oh my God. But but seeing more and more cats Things come out Kevin. and getting serious about it, mm-hmm. I fucking love it. So uh, so with the games, um, pretty much. Um, looking at the scores right now, yeah, I, I seriously beat Kristen by one point uh five one point or excuse me, percent. So I if, if you want to look at points, because yeah, points are a little bit yeah. different. Because there was like I think I don't there even know what the total points the, was. Yeah, they had to. Yeah, the points are a little bit different, but percentage wise, I beat Kristen by one point five one percent. That's that's almost That'd be a like yeah. And if you look at, if you seriously look at Kristen and I side by side, like I'm definitely chunkier than her. I'm definitely heavier than her, but I can definitely shoot she better than shoot her me, at yeah. the time. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like, that's one thing I do like appreciate about the games. It's not all about CrossFit. No. Because like, I, I didn't CrossFit not one I, time. Wait, wait, I don't CrossFit. I don't CrossFit. You know, I had a lot of people ask me, hey, do you CrossFit? I'm like, bitch, no. I work in a jail. You yeah, know what I, I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what I just bought to work on my cardio? So that, like, I can do it when my kids, because I can't go for a run if my wife is out and about and my kid's napping, right? right. His baby monitor doesn't, doesn't extend range that far, and it would take me forever and a day to get back to this house. Uh-huh. Fucking $15 jump rope from Rogue Fitness. Oh, yeah. Yep, there you yeah, go. Exactly. And that so, kicked the shit out of me. Yeah. Yep. So jump rope for five minutes. Oh, oh, wear oh, your ass yeah, out yeah. real fucking quick. Yeah. So like it was uh, a lot of people who reached out to me after the games, after I post that shit up on social media. And I'm like, yo, what did you do? I'm like, yeah, I work in a jail. You know what I did? Jail inmate fucking workout. Yeah. But, and then at some point I incorporated uh, kettlebells for heavier weight. Yeah. That's all I did. I didn't CrossFit. I, didn't I don't, do I don't CrossFit. Yeah. I used I to work with a guy shit. who had been, a, uh, been an inmate up in Kingman. And mm-hmm. he had, he he's like, uh, he was big into fitness. And I asked him like, Hey man, like what's your routine? He goes, I have not changed my routine since I was in Kingman. Like it's the mm-hmm. same yeah. fucking prison yard workout that yep. I did and it worked really well. Mm-hmm. So I just do that in a much nicer setting. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got like, 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 like I'm not I'm, I'm cheap because like. I'm cheap as fuck. So basically I got I got my kettlebells from offer up. I found some random ass dudes selling maybe <laughs> stolen kettlebells. I don't Whatever. care at this point. So I got kettlebells. I did get a jump rope from Walmart for like five bucks. And then uh, one of my close homies, Marcus Torgerson, um, he is like the like Krav Maga expert. And uh, he actually texts me workouts every fucking day. Awesome. That's pretty much what we did. Actually, um, every, I, when I say every day, I mean Monday. I have Friday. an app. That's, I, use, I use an app. Yeah. So you do, do work but, like, day, but, yeah. but, but if you're in law enforcement, if you're basically a detention officer, a correction officer, you see these inmates working out oh my God. all day, every day. Just start day. doing what they're doing, yeah. So why not do the same shit they're doing yeah. so you can actually you know fight them if you have to? One of the, and uh, that was the main reason why I did it. So it all kind of worked together. So One of the main goals that I have when I set out for this channel, I thought how fucking cool would it be to have like a YouTube channel where I go out and showcase like different law enforcement agencies around the world. Right. Not like think big, right? Like, yeah. Hey, mm-hmm. like, we, cause when you're, when you're dreaming about it, right. Your champagne dreams, money's no object. Right. So fuck it. But there's these, like these, you're not fr- an in government employee. Right, right. Exactly. These, uh, the, um, 
oh, what the fuck is it called? It's a national park um, out in Africa. And these park rangers uh, are out there with like Vietnam era kit, mm-hmm, AK 47s, mm-hmm, right, yep. hiking through the fucking hot ass jungle, defending wildlife. Right. I, heard, I just recently yeah. heard about uh, this. What? Ah, uh, shit. I just, the Virunga National Park. And since like 1920, it's something like 200 of their park rangers have been killed, killed on the line of duty. God, it's damn. insane. 200? I just heard about this. But in the this, last yeah. 20 years, uh, it's, it's like 150 yeah. of them. What the fuck yeah. are they doing? And it's and it's they're it's facing poachers. off against these poachers who are showing up with like like the shit that the Russians are trying to take over Ukraine with, yeah. right? Because the Gucci shit. Yeah, yeah. they want to. They're they're killing these these like gorillas for gorilla meat, which doesn't even really yeah. make sense to me. But whatever. Um, but still, these Rangers are going out with bargain so, basement equipment. Yeah, so that sounds like um, that sounds like full blown denial. So one thing that you have to do. It's actually evolve with the threats. If your threats are evolving, you should be evolving too. So I actually had a sergeant that was, he hate the fact that law enforcement today, this was probably about like, how long ago? Probably about mm, six, seven years ago. He was actually, um, he was all like, well, law enforcement too militarized. This was seven years oh, ago. Oh God, I will. And you want to like, see? You want to see angry Kevin? Get me. Yeah. Oh, so, boy. I was just like, <laughs> oh, I was like, yeah, oh yeah, dude. I went off on him. I was like, bro, this ain't days of Mayberry, of Mayberry, you know, because our threats evolve. Therefore, we need to evolve. I think that's probably why they've had that many freaking deaths in the last couple of years. Well, and the hard part I think is that a lot of their funding comes from tourism. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And uh, I, I'll have to look it up. I can't remember. But what. I. Part of me is like, I want to, to donate to them. But at the same time, I'm like, charity starts in the home. So I need to fit, fix American law enforcement first before I start worrying about right. other countries. Right. Yeah. To they're be, in, to they're be in the, 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 the Congo, the democratic Republic of the Congo, which has had, I I'm fascinated by like the history of, of Africa and, and how you look at like the colonialism that, that, was rampant through Africa for hundreds of years and how it really only just recently in the grand scheme of thing only just recently ended. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the Congo is no stranger to that. I mean, it was, I think it was Belgian owned and I think now there's like fucking Russian mercenaries over there helping some government organization. It's anyways. Um, right. but, but yeah, you talk about evolving and I don't know that they've got the money or the capabilities to evolve there. I was just watching. There's a way. Right. Because my agency doesn't even give us 50 rounds of ammo a month to practice. There's a motherfucking way. And that boils down to an individual. Like, you can't put your life, your safety into somebody else's hands. And that's one thing I refuse to do with my agency. I was like, fuck those guys. I'm, I even told, you know, my, my work husband, I was like, bro, at any time, if, if I, if, big if, I put my life in my agency's hands and I die, you have every right to put Ursula Williams was a fucking bitch on my fucking tombstone, <laughs> <laughs> you know? So like, like straight up, like, no, no, this have to be boiled out to the individual. And then you find a collective and you go from there. So like, yeah, them not finding funding. Yo, that's on, that's on them. If that's what they're relying well, and, upon. And to give you an idea of what they're up against, the, the show I just watched, um, with, uh, this, he's, a uh, he, he's, I don't know if it's cerebral palsy or what it is, but he's, he's confined to a wheelchair, mm-hmm. uh, but he's like a, 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 
uh, a black British presenter and uh, like, uh, he was in the Special Olympics for basketball and all this stuff. But he's out there trying to, you know, reel his, wheel his wheelchair oh, down these like paths and whatnot to keep up with these rangers. Like, fuck, if anybody from the Virunga National Park on Weird Chance is listening right now and you want to have me come out to see if I can keep up with your, yeah, your park please rangers, do. Uh, fuck yeah. like, I'm game. Like, let's Get let's see what, what they're up we'll against. We'll come with you. Yeah. Deal. Yeah. Urs- Ursula, Kristen, and Kevin will come out to I'm the in. Congo, and, and we'll we'll roll with your Rangers and see if we. Can L- keep long as y'all pay for that, and I don't have to sit in the co- in the COVID. And that is like a twenty. COVID. Oh That is like a a twenty nine hour flight. So. Well, we'll just. Can we get a couple of those on the flight? Right. Probably. As long as I can drink and sleep, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. But as long as I don't have to sit in quarantine, I'm in. Yeah. But again, I'm, but you look at like some of these the you know. Haiti and, and other like third world countries where these these people are creating gyms out of like okay I'm gonna pour some concrete into those buckets. or use it like the wooden like stumps and, right wooden yeah. stumps uh-huh. they're they're lifting whatever they got around them these dudes are fucking jacked yeah. out of their minds Good. and we're sitting here with every availability my watch can tell you what my heart rate is same. at any yeah. given yeah. moment so, right but so, but we're sitting up. here you know but we're, we're in, in this country I've, I've actually, we allow I've ourselves to be people. so lazy no bullshit yeah. i've actually because everything we have just in time and then we have you know all these gyms and we actually we as in americans have set up this whole system that's like in order for you to get jacked you have to go to a gym and that's not the case no because the the last known primitive environment that we have which is our pri- our prison system our prison system which is next to our homeless system like but controlled wise is our prison system you can definitely get jacked mm-hmm. you can definitely be able to you know to defend yourself just by either a using body weight and then going to fucking weights. Yep. So it, yeah, you There's don't no need excuse. much. So I actually got a whole bunch of people that reached out to me and I was like, how did you lose all this weight for the games? Uh, I ate well and I worked out in my garage using kettlebells yeah. and doing prison workouts with pushup squats and sit-ups. Yeah, you know? like, and I went like, to Home Depot and I bought some yeah. some angle iron and I made a pull-up bar, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, like, like simple it's shit. cinder blocks. Like simple and fucking like, shit. Like you don't need all throw, this extra throw stuff. your vest on and do push-ups. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh my god. Oh yeah, yeah. That was another thing too. Um. One. Uh. I did at least one workout a week in my kit. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, <laughs> so I have this running joke uh, with my little brother that I take care of. I'm like, yo, this is why the neighbors don't talk to me. Cause I'm up here doing fucking like thrusters in, in a, a fucking kit. In full kit. You know? I've got to. I've got to. Sh- I got to share this with you. So my agency has decided to bring back Popat. Oh, so we just are actually, they are working on a scoring matrix for that as our physical fitness test. No, 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 no. It's optional. It's optional. Uh, if you want to do it during our yearly biannual training, quarterly training, whatever you want to call it, it's optional. I'm going out my kit. Your both of y'all agencies are so bougie. Mm. I could probably just show so, up. So here's just the thing with, get on. <laughs> we had, we had an evolution in one of our last annual trainings where you had to, similar to the POPAT, Get over two. Are they six or eight foot? Six. Six, six foot two, walls. Get over two six foot walls. One's a wall. One's a chain link chain fence. Chain fence. Yeah. And you had to apply a tourniquet to a dummy on the the after you, uh, the second yeah. wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people got injured. Some people complained. And then it just turned into okay, just run around and go and put the tourniquet on the dummy. What? Well, that's why that's the they're, they're doing the popat is optional. Yeah, we're so, required to do why, it to do okay. this job. Question. Po- so this is why I think this whole like destroy America plant. That's another conspiracy theory. Ooh, I believe. There in, we go. <laughs> is that this whole destroy American thing? It's fucking working. So you want to soften law enforcement? 
That's a Joe Rogan topic right there. If Spotify doesn't cancel him. Spotify. Dude, oh my you know God. what? I support, although, I support him. Although jokes on them because they paid like $10 million for his shit and he's yeah. going to be look, just as I'm, famous I'm, if he's not on their I'm platform. I'm just asking for a meal. But look, I'm just saying. I was like, why soften off? Why soften law enforcement? Yeah. It's bad enough that there's a whole a whole generation of law enforcement that's in right now that's so afraid to use force. Right. I'm like, I'm like, this motherfucker just assaulted you. You tell me you're, you're not willing to punch him in the fucking throat? Oh, yeah. Punch him in the throat. And, yeah, me as an FTO, I'm talking about, like, cracking whips. Mm-hmm. That's definitely me. I'm like, bro, punch him in the throat. Yeah. You can articulate why. But we also have a generation, the same generation that can't articulate themselves can't say why they did something. They can't talk to anyone. Whereas all the OGs oh. are like, yeah, we do. Okay, for uh, for example, you know how many people I kicked in the dick? More than one? A lot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> why I've never been like, you know, hemmed up for it is because I'm able to articulate that, hey, yeah, why? we're not rock'em sock'em robots. We're not sending across from each other and the fight's just like straight yeah. up. Fights are dynamic. People move. Therefore, if I'm heading for this one pressure point and the dude move, guess what's going to happen? Oops. It's going to be his dick. That's just what happens. Yes. I have thus, thus far, and I hope to keep it this way, never been second-guessed on a use of force or we also have to fill out okay. a show I'll, of force I've only I've only been second-guessed once. Only because when I do my, uh, when I write up my report, I can actually articulate in writing, hey, this is why I did X, Y, and Z. But you have a lot of new school cats that don't know how to do that. They can't articulate. They it. can't articulate. I have why been hemmed up this. over uh, putting out an emergency tone, uh-huh. which I didn't agree with, uh, and it was something to the effect of, "It's a chick. Why did you need to put out an emergency tone?" Oh no no Is no no! Yeah. We are we are the dirtiest no, chicks are fighters. The, the like two knockdown drag out fights that stick out most in my career. Well, of there's three really that stick out. Two of them have been with females. I'm going to tell you right now, if you're a female that want to get scrappy with a male, you need to take male responsibility. I'm going to throw oh, that yeah. out there. Oh, yeah. Because as a female, the I've first one tried to complain, but it didn't. It didn't. Nope. You know, body cameras nope. running for the whole thing. So right. it was, they got to watch a, uh, a UFC fight in, <laughs> in first person view. And they're like, they're like, yeah, if anything, he he probably should have done that sooner. Yeah. But yeah. but no, I got I got hemmed up over an emergency tone again. Well, it's a female. Why'd you even need an emergency tone? Like you should have handled that situation. No. Like, look, neither of us ended up in the hospital because more people showed up. Yes. So yeah. that's good. Yep. And that's the thing. A lot of people, a lot of uh, new school, basically millennial officers can't articulate oh, themselves. They can't even talk to people. The bro, awkward, the bro. Awkward, I'm gonna run someone, and bro. then it's awkward. You're like, just even say something about the weather. God damn, oh, just say so, something. Oh, anyway. dude, I've had rookies are like, "Hey, this inmate's not locking down." Okay, cool. What what have you done? I told him to lock down, have, I, and then I came to you. Have Have you pushed them in the cell? Have you locked down everybody else? Have you made a bit sitting out of it? <sighs> no. Uh, nope. Sounds like you didn't do fuck you all didn't to do control shit. the situation. Yeah. I'm like, if you didn't Sparta kick that motherfucker back into the cell, then obviously you didn't do oh your job. Oh my god, I want to do that. You want to trade places for a day, dude? I would love to be on the industry in your particular agency because I will hurt feelings all day. I'm actually thinking about putting my application for your agency. I would hurt Ursula, feelings all day. Ursula walking up to these drunk twenty year olds, they start right, shit talking, right. be like, 
Talking mad shit for somebody whose entire identity could be destroyed by a fucking baby wipe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just heard that on fucking Instagram Dude. reels the other day. I was like, oh my God, that's brilliant. I had, Dude, when I was working, when I was working uh, intake, I had one cat come in. He was trying to act all hard, like act, even like trying to trying to do the swagger all hard. Oh I'm God, like, and then he started bawling in the I'm corner. Like, I'm like, bro, put your hands on the wall. If you don't lie, hands on the wall so I can search you. He's like, whoa, what the fuck? I'm like, bro, do you, it. I'm like, you're not hard. Your name is Chase. You're named after a bake. <laughs> Bitch, put your hands on the wall. Like, <laughs> you have to talk to these cats like this. Yeah. You know, you have to. I mean, like, and then, like, you have to have that same versatility to be, like, the one Mormon lady that has a suspended license. Yeah. Right. You're like, like ma'am, please put your hands on the wall. Right. This is uncomfortable for both of us because I don't want to go ahead, go to hell in your religion or my religion. So let's just, <laughs> let's just get through this. Yeah. Just have, I, I was talking <laughs> to a dude outside of a, uh, a really <laughs> shitty motel at probably like two, three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And he was fucking angry. And I'm like, dude, where are you from? And again, I'm, I'm like referring to this guy as dude. And he's like, yeah. he's like, I'm from Michigan. I'm from Detroit. I'm like, look, I've never been a cop in Detroit and I don't know what they're like or if any Detroit cop has ever been an asshole to you. I only know what I'm going to do. And you and I are just talking right now, man. So like, just can we just be cool with one another? And he was like, all right, fine. Fuck it. Like, <laughs> yeah, like all you got to like, you don't have to sit there and like, him, and like, be stymied over to, them. Yeah, just, just talk, to, talk him. to them. Like, uh, okay, cool, bro. Like even, okay. So, the one time I literally thought I was going to hell in different religions was the one little lady that I had that was driving on suspended license. She was Mormon. She was wearing her garments and I had a oh, pass searcher. No. And I'm just like, look, ma'am. Your garments <laughs> look, didn't bring you any closer I'm to like, God today. I'm, I'm like, sorry. hey, look, I feel uncomfortable as well as you do. So I, we both need to go through this process, but I have to do my job so you can move on. Yeah. She was like, okay, cool. Or you, you got to arrest I'm somebody like, and their families. They're like, hey, look, you know what's going to happen. Yeah. I know what's going to happen. We can do this right here, right now. Or I don't want your fucking kids to have to see this. Yeah, we're gonna Why don't you and out. I walk around the corner real quick? Yeah. Like, you be cool with me. I'll be cool with you. I'm not here to hurt you. I'm see, not here to fuck you, you up. But you have that discretion. But things, a lot of uh, new school cats won't think of that. They can't talk to people. They can't, think of, they no. can't talk to people oh because everything been freaking on technology. Oh, and then everything, a, everything's a, been on technology. Wait, wait, read a report written by them. Oh, dude. Oh, 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 Jesus. That's another whole, that's a whole nother thing with my agency. But, but my thing is like, once people, once officers can realize, Hey, they're human. They're not robots. Mm -hmm. They can actually deal with the public, but you're not robots. Yeah. So once you talk about, Hey, look, bro, this is what we got going on. This is what has to happen. I'm going to give you the opportunity to choose how that happens. But at the end of the day, this is what needs to happen. And once you do that, okay, cool, bet, no problem. So, but things with these new school cats, with these newer millennials, with these younger millennials, they're like, oh, I don't know what to do. They're, they panic. Yeah. Like, Dude, there's no need, need to panic. Because you got to remember what the end goal is. The end goal is putting this cat in handcuffs. Yeah, just, just. So let's talk to them yeah. into these handcuffs, but also be prepared to actually execute yeah, violence. When they're going to fight, yeah. Yeah. And like, and let them know, like, hey, look, I have no problem curb stumping you, like old school American History X. But <laughs> at the end of the day, you need to go in these cuffs, you know, if it goes that route. Yeah. So, like, you for legal reasons, Ursula didn't suggest you actually. Do <laughs> no, no. Because I'm a little bit different. So, like, I tell people yeah, how yeah. it is. Like, hey, look, we need to do this. That's how we both can move on. Yep. But. 
because you're being cool right now, I'm giving you the opportunity to actually dictate how we proceed to this end goal. Well, and it, I mean, maybe a little bit different for Kristen and I, but we have the opportunity to, well, me not currently in my right. current assignment, we but on the road, family, you got but you can, going on. you can cite and say you can cite and release somebody, right? Which yeah. during COVID, oh that was God, like the name yeah. of the game. Oh cite my and release everybody. That was and, nothing. And well, to sit and talk to people <laughs> like, Hey, look, here's the deal. You fucked up. There's consequences to this. You will not go to jail. My, my statement was you are going to go home tonight, but uh-huh. there's some shit that we got to get through before we get to that point. And as long as you stay cool, I promise you, I will drive you back to your house myself, provided mm-hmm. the world's not falling apart. Right. If the world falls apart, you got to find a ride. But right. you're going to go home tonight. Yeah. If you fuck around on feel. me, you uh, will not go home tonight. Yeah, you will go feel. to jail. And yep. most people were like, what all right, yeah. Do? I know. I, always need to I, I, yeah. I, and I'd ask people, where do you want to sleep tonight? Fuck, I want to sleep in my own house. Okay, so you're going to be cool with me. Mm-hmm. And look, you don't want to do this. Hell, I don't want to do the paperwork, but I have to. And so we're going to be together for like two hours and then we're going to be done. That's you- like, that's my exact spiel. Like, good. Because like, what I get is the families and my current Families assignment. are sometimes worse. You ever had yeah, somebody, the families at, are worse. you ever had somebody in handcuffs and they're telling their families to fuck off? Yeah. <laughs> Bro. Like, actually, so it's probably get, better you come with me. You got the families, but then those same assholes will call the jail several hours later. What's their yeah. bond? Situation. What's your bond? When do you go to court? Blah, blah, blah. Their bond is unfortunately and 10% then, of what and it I'm should tr- be. And I'm trying not to be an asshole. And they're like, well, you know, I'm trying to find the best way to navigate through the system. I was like, the best way to navigate through the system is not being in the first place. It's not so, making bad decisions. <laughs> so I actually had a supervisor actually you know, kind of quoted me on that in my uh, my little monthly, you know, supervisor note. So I was just like, th- I thought that was pretty hilarious. But um, as for going back to cops versus suspects slash inmates, because that's usually what they end up being com- becoming, is that like, they everybody need to realize that everybody's human and everybody has a job to do. Right. And then you need to be actually responsible and actually acknowledge the the consequences of your job. If you're a cartel member, just throwing it out there, I don't know if any cartel members listen to this, but <laughs> if you get picked up for dope, guess what? Just be just accept that you're gonna that, go to jail, that, that, you're gonna go to IA and you're depending be on the bond. <laughs> you know, yeah, oh yeah, and then you well, released, yeah, yeah, because they usually pay their fucking bonds on all types of shit, which is suspect as fuck. But they gonna end up going to jail. So understand that everything you do has a you know a positive and going to have a consequence. I love when I get someone in the back of my patrol car and they're like, "You've been the coolest cop with me." God, I'm like, I get that too. My like joke to people it. after we get done is like, "All right, well, we're all set. Here's your paperwork. Or here's your property. Whatever it is, uh, you can rate us on Yelp if you want to." <laughs> We usually Bro. only get one and a half stars. Hey, if you get bored, if you get bored, go to Google My Agency. Oh my god! And go to the Google reviews. Oh my god! Now so I would tell people like, if be, you enjoyed your okay, arrest so experience today, to, my name is this. If you hated your arrest experience, my badge number <laughs> is this. Okay, so I laugh about that. But to be fair, my agency, one of the jails that um, that I was assigned to during the time I was training for. Um, training for the shotgun world shoot to go overseas and actually represent the u.s i basically worked fucking three days a day or three days a week actually like doubles i worked my five worked my doubles um actually like (laughs) worked out at the jail hold i lived out of my car for like six months like straight up and i will tell you the the water pressure (laughs) and the employee (laughs) locker room the the heat was great oh my god it was like the best freaking shower experiences (laughs) 
food experiences at my facility. It was awesome at the time. And I was just like, man, I should leave a Google review to offset all the other ones. <laughs> say, hey. Like, just because. But like, water pressure is amazing. Like, the, the water pressure. Amazing the here. heat's great. It's perfect. Like, oh all that type of shit. I never felt so clean. Granted, I had to wear chonclas in the shower because I was afraid of, like, weird oh, foot That's normal. Shit. That's normal is anywhere, that, yeah. No. Right? So, shower but, shoes. <laughs> shower shoes. I have my own shower shoes in my locker at work. Yeah, no. But it was so fucking awesome. Uh, I actually wanted to do that. I still want to do that to this day. That's funny. But... Uh, but anywho beans, but uh, going back to the competition stuff, officers, <laughs> I like to circle around the shit. She circles a lot. I love circling around the shit. We went we went down the rabbit hole to the all center the fucking of the rabbit hole. Oh my god, here we, we are, are like, like three hours, three, over three hours high five. of a show. High five. High five. I think this is officially my longest interview. This is longest like longest interview and actually empty a bottle of freaking bourbon. I can't I'm even like, keep suspects I'm talking like, for this long. <laughs> what? <laughs> But they don't okay. like talking. To One thing me. I love doing with suspects is actually like trying to relate to them on some type of little level and Same. keep and keep that hat going. So I love getting the, the young black kids and I act like a disappointed mom and they just start they just start just spilling everything. And then because I'm not gay, but I can act gay. Holy crap! Getting into gays to talk. Oh my! Some of my best CIs have been gay. Um, if I suck, love it. I talk to girls about their nails. Oh my god! Oh no, my my favorite thing is the trannies that come through. Oh yeah, even though they're not the ba- the best trannies, I'm talking about these are baby mm-hmm. like baby trannies, the ones. Oh my god, the ones that look like Mrs. Doubtfire and shit. He's the, he's so the like D squad. Oh, oh yeah, D squad trannies. I like, love talking to yeah. them, and I actually like address them by their girl name. Yes, yeah. They start singing. Oh, as soon as you stick by their girl Pro- name. Oh Pro- yeah, by their you, girl you name. You choose their preferred pronoun. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually. Dude, I if you're playing to that shit all day, because yeah. I had Here's one. my thing: whether or not you agree with it, people still deserve some modicum right. of respect. Yeah, and, and if, once if you, you want me that, to call you like Lord Alien Emperor, fuck it. I gotta, I, I gotta be with you for like two, three hours tops. I will refer yeah. to you as Lord Alien. I know, I love no him. shit. I had one. I had one tranny. Um, she was not. She was not the best looking tranny I've ever seen. Um, straight up. But her name was Monica. But Monica is a common name, so I'm not worried about spreading it on this podcast. And uh, I was like, Monica, look, I'm gonna tell you right now because we're cool. That weave needs to go. <laughs> So, oh God, we're, so we're cool. So we're on that, right? We're cool. So we had a, a great rapport. And then uh, I was like, yo, so 12 says that your weave is fucked up. <laughs> that you look like a straight up used Brillo pad. And she, <laughs> she and there was a and, homicide. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> she starts singing. She's like, oh, those motherfuckers bringing in dope on Tuesdays at their business. <laughs> I'm like, I'm in. <laughs> like, I was, oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I had so much fucking intel from that shit. It was great. So like, sometimes you have to play the game as much as so asinine as try the gr- it is. I'm telling you, try but, the nails. Try the nails. Dude, no, no, no. But just like the hair, the hair, because they <laughs> the biggest thing for them is is their appearance. Yeah. So if you actually actually start stroking that appearance, oh, 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 day, oh, day. Yeah. I had a chick in my hand, and another thing too. Fat girls who don't get money on their books are going to buy commissary. That's another CI. Dude, because that's another thing I found out. <laughs> I was like, oh, this chick doesn't get money on her books. Hmm, guess who's about to all of a sudden get commissary to flip into one of my CIs? Bet. If anybody from Got Street it. Cop Training is listening, <laughs> oh Ursula's available for $25,000 yeah. for speaking engagement. <laughs> 
jail CIs. <laughs> done, done. She's got her dude, own like dude, training. I ain't gonna lie. I had the fat girls fed in freaking in jail. I'm just throwing it out there because they told me everything that was going on oh in the yard. Oh my god. Bet it was great. So <laughs> for legal reasons, I'm just the guy that asks the questions. That's all I do here. I'm just gonna drink some water. <laughs> so so even though I don't agree with a lot of shit, but I'm like, yo, for the bigger picture of everybody being safe. Okay, I could play. I could totally play. It's okay. I think we could have a 10 hour podcast if we were <laughs> like, Oh my God, easily. I'm like, your wife is going to hate I us, bro. I was thinking too. I was like, oh God. She's no, I'm us. not being invited back. What? I'm not being invited back. I'm going to be invited back. No, I'm not. Bitch, we're Look, in the Phoenix metro area. We're I, going to be invited back. I love back. my wife, but it's my show. Oh. So. Oh. Um, uh, smoke um, wagon burger. Miss, miss, miss Blue. <laughs> Line Millennial, we love you. Miss Millennial, we love you. She may already. I know. Be it. I you know. I definitely sleep. appreciate her um, because I know she decorated. Are you, are you serious, bro? I'm, I'm trying to even it all out. Oh, okay, okay. Hold on. So, He's trying to even out. Okay. So here's this thing. So, I was there's a uh, a great documentary on Netflix, um, kind of all about the like the Pappy Van Winkle. Uh, theft right out of I think Buffalo Trace. Really? Go all the way on yours. Dude, no, why no, you touch he, it? He, Stop so, touching. He gets to say. Damn. No, um, it's his But it house. was basically like this dude was uh he was he's an yeah. older guy. He's probably in his sixties or so. Um and he was he cracked open a bottle of Pappy with his dad um and his brother. And a little bit different for them because they happen to be heavily involved with the distillery. Did you just pull a Sharpie out of your pocket? Um, I teach people how to shoot. I always uh. have Sharpies. Um, but uh, he, he had poured them each a glass and then corked it and was going to put it back. And his dad looked at him and his dad is like 80 some odd years old. And his dad was like, the fuck are you doing? And he's like, oh, it's an expensive bottle. And for those who don't know, Pappy Van Winkle will routinely run you north of two or three thousand dollars. Um and his dad basically gave him a, a, a life lesson, right? Kind of one one last life lesson when this dude was in his 50s or 60s. And said, when you have the opportunity to have really good whiskey with somebody, who the fuck cares if you have to buy another bottle of it? Exactly. Right. And uh, and his dad, they they finished the bottle between the three of them, and his dad ended up passing something like a month later. You got to sign it. <laughs> sign it. Um, this is awesome. We've got our signed smoke wagon bottle here. Okay, so uh, so when you're teaching people how to shoot, you definitely need to have a no, sharpie on you. I've got the fat one. I like the fat. I, sharpie I do better. the fat I one. I cannot stand the fat sharpie. I love that, the fat sharpie. That one was free ninety nine from uh, Scottsdale Gun Club. So. I have oh, a wait, whole wait. drawer full of sharpies over here. So. Uh, I'm throwing out a plug real quick. Um, have you guys seen the stabby sharpies from G10 Customs? I yes. love mine. Mine's pink. <laughs> Okay, so Mine's I got a black one. I have a black one. I've actually gifted, uh, I think, a gold one and a, a lime green one. My pink one. G10 Customs. My pink one's in my chest. I love, I don't know why, maybe because between working extraditions, being in the jail, things like that, I love covert weapons. So anything that doesn't look like the normal weapons, I'm all for like the whole John Wick thing. You teach an entire class on covert oh, weapons. Yeah. That's a whole other podcast. That's a whole um, other three-hour podcast. That thing is amazing. Right? And so my my oh, I love it. My guys, because because like I'm the only girl. But so do you use black... do you have any other pink sharpies, Kristen? Or is nope, that it? So you it. know is, what that, one you're reaching yes. for. So the one I have is actually the one I can reach for is actually next to my zebra pin, which is also a good. Oh, uh, zebra oh, pin, yeah, yeah, which is pin. also yeah. a good savvy as well. Um, that's so, uh, the 701 series or the 7 series. Oh, yeah. You know Solid you're talking series. to a cop when they have a favorite fucking... <laughs> mine are pink. Okay, so mine are pink. 
because people zebra like, pens and then the yeah. sharpie pens. Uh, uh, <laughs> cops like to steal pens. I'm just gonna say they that. Do. You could leave a hundred dollars. No. In a locker room, and it will grow. No it, it will have layers of <laughs> dust on it. You leave a knife or your wife laying around a yeah. locker room. Um, for your my wife. pink pen. I wear uh, a pink, black ink pink pen. Okay, so, I know who has my pen, and no, you will no get lie. that bitch back. So I, I'm You've not that girly girl. Notice. I am definitely not that girly girl, but I do have a pink handcuff key. Yes, because only because it was super cheap at the time. I needed to replace a black handcuff key, and I just needed it immediately, so I went with pink. Mine's so. green. And I'm not even that girly girl. I'm like, I'm not oh. girly, but I do the pink because I'm like, don't steal my shit. Er, yeah, exactly. There was, I Everybody worked, knows what pink. So there was a guy who used to work for my agency who left us and went to work for an agency in Florida. And he kept uh, both pairs of his handcuffs that he carried were both pink because nobody was ever going to fucking take mm-hmm. them from him. Mm-hmm. You yeah. leave you leave your $50 hinged blacksmith and Wessons with your fucking badge number on them. Your carbon they will, fiber ones. They will grow legs. Yep. Have you guys, have you felt those new ones? What? Those super ultra lightweight ones that feel like toys? No, I want something I can, okay. I, okay. Can I, can I just this say This is why I'm I, against I, those, just from hearing them. I wouldn't it's hear because, this. Um, I am a fan of everything is a weapon. Mm-hmm. So if I have to punch somebody with some handcuffs in my hands, which I had to do once, they're those in my still, hands. They, they will still As, do AKA the- AKA brass knuckles, yeah. I had they to will do. still do the job. I've hit people with uh, paper clips. Or not paper clips. I hit people with uh the clipboards. Oh, oh I was saying I've the, hit the people punchers. with um the metal clipboards. I've hit people with handcuffs that were in my hands as a punch because they were just there. And by the time I'm like with my cuffs out there, I have to soup it and need to be punched. That's it is what it is. Um, like those. You but need, I've you never need had the, anything. You like, need super the, extra. the the ultra light white ones. They feel like a toy. Uh-huh. They hold up and you can. Look, you I don't need weird knuckles. ass, creak, like kinky ass shit. Like, I'm telling you, no, <laughs> they are amazing. You can go ahead. Oh, I accidentally brought the, the fuzzy ones right to work today. No, you, can, you, you know, can it's funny. Go. I actually want to do that once before I retire. Is actually bring was, like fuzzy. I'm sorry. I just watered down the shit out of your whiskey. Yes. It's fine. It's Dude, okay. That whiskey is lighter than I am. Look at that. Nope. That's lighter than me. <laughs> and and it's Black History Month. Wait, Look. Hold on. Wait, wait a second. Actually. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm, I'm saying, saying that I whiskey mean, is definitely lighter than I. When I worked a particular assignment, um, and every time every time I took uh, overtime and day shift, I got a little bit darker. And then I realized that I won't look good if I was like African black with with my facial features. So <laughs> yeah, I can't get too dark. When I worked swings, I would I would keep my sleeves just nope. like this, just slightly rolled yeah, up, just, like three quarter sleeves, sure basically. I'm probably getting that right now. Yeah. Nope. Watch nope. tan, wedding ring tan. And then you'd roll like I'd wear a short sleeve shirt. But like, what the fuck then, happened then, to me? You know, like, I was I oh, always God. think about all those memes I, I see about, about the tan lines, and then I also think about if something happened to me, where somebody had to cut my uniform off of me, what would they see? The- so that's why I've always been very cognizant of my bra, my underwear, my socks. Oh no, no, it is like a you don't wear Star Wars underwear to work. No. Oh. Because on the off chance they need to cut my shit off of me, I don't need people talking to shit about no. me. And see, that's why I do it. It is like rainbow explosion. Look, it's bad enough I got some miscellaneous piercings that people want to talk about, oh. but I'm just saying. What? You, you piss the TSA off, don't you? You go stand in their little thing, hold your hands over your head. So once you look you, like a goddamn radar screen in the if, 1980s when the Russians are showing up. If you get pre-check, nobody pre-check's questions. Pre-check's amazing. Yeah, get just pre-check. get pre Fair enough. 
Free check and uh, global entry. Global entry. Yeah. And what is that other one? Clear. And, clear. and the clear entry. Wait, so. Clear is a scam. Did, you, you, you flew to the East Coast. I, I fly a lot. Um, Are you because okay? I teach people how to shoot. Are you what? okay? Am I okay? Because you won't go to West Virginia with me for the team's event. Oh, it seems Take I need to find somebody. Okay, for me being such road. a lone wolf, I need to find somebody that's okay with me to be a, a teammate to me. So I'm. Just, I'll I'm give just, up my teammate. I don't know who who I will pick for a team for right. a teammate. That's actually teammate. I do have I do have one. I have uh, um, call him out. <laughs> call buddy, him out. Do my buddy, it. my buddy Scott with Gun Stuff TV. Yes. He okay. He's okay, such Scott, a sweetheart. Scott, you are now Ursula's teammate for the team event for the Tactical sweetheart. Games in West Virginia in August. We actually hung out the night before the game. So, so he's a cool. Feel dude. free to tag Scott. Oh, we're gonna I, tag know, him. I'm, a, I'm a I'm a tag. I'm yeah. A tag. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he, he's, my, he's actually a really cool dude. My so. teammate. God damn it. That's four. It's okay. I've said 100% on this episode in a, in a form of agreement. I've been like, yeah, 100%. I've said that four times and I'm over I myself. can't believe you're actually like counting what, that. When I re, you know, one thing I really want to see is more agencies get involved, more officers get involved, more cops get involved in we the tactical games. Or, we actually had a really not, good, what did we have? We had, and it was you, me, we had. Um, we had one chick from uh, uh, Phoenix. Yeah. Who? Yes. Phoenix. We don't say names. I'm not saying names. I'm saying agencies. Okay. And then th there was a couple guys. Yeah. I think we had Gilbert or Chandler on the guys. Yeah. But you know what? That stuff is great. However, they're not all wearing kit all the time. So I kind of also like to see them in the multi-gun stuff. Like the two-gun, three-gun, maybe possibly USPSA okay. stuff. Okay. This one Ursula, I'm doing this right now. I'm doing this right now. Oh, 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 wait. Hold, oh, wait. hold, hold, hold oh, on, wait. no, no, no. You need to get video oh, of this shit. Oh, hold on, hold on. Get a video. Camera. I will come out. Hold on, no, he's not even filming yet. Are you filming yet? Oh, you want me to film? I was taking Hell, yeah. still photos. Hang no, on, I gotta film go it, sideways. film it. Oh, I've been drinking. I, I've been drinking too. <laughs> Holy shit. I will come out for one of the matches. You just have to coach hold me through hold it. Hold on, one match. At, at least one. Can I start? I don't know. I don't even know where to go with this. I got you. I get, you know how to take care of me. Yes, I like, no, yes, I'm done, done. <laughs> because now I have weekends off, so you have to deal with me now. Gotcha. Because a lot of the uh, matches are going to be, you know, weekend mornings. Right. There are some that are weekday evenings. I'm going to wake up tomorrow not knowing why I have that video on my camera roll. <laughs> You're going to be like, what the fuck? You're like, what? I'm going to find what an empty happened? bottle of smoke wagon bourbon and be like, what No, you need to put that happened happened yeah, like right in the middle. Like, right up there. That right is up like, there next to my Where it starts. Yep. Yes. That, so that... Uh, that oh. curio cabinet was my father-in-law's. God rest his soul. He's uh, he's not with us anymore. But it, I like to think I put it to good use. You have. So I'm going to give you a good story about the TTPOA hat that's up there. Those so, dudes are probably, like, next to this one, the funniest interview I've ever had. Are you serious? Goddamn. I've heard. All I've right, heard so good things. So a good buddy of mine, he is Corpus Christi uh, PD SWAT. He called me or after I told him about the tactical games. And he was like, yo, what is it about tactical games? Like, how do you how do you do well? I was like, bro, you, you, can, you can outshoot your fitness, but you can't outfitness your shooting. So for the first time ever, TT, uh, Corpus Christi decides to actually put up a SWAT team to actually compete in the TTPOA. So the whole team. The whole team. And uh, for their TTPOA um, sniper challenge, or challenge. So he actually made the team. And he's like, Urs, you won't believe what the fuck I did. I was like, what did you do? Because I'm already invested yeah. right now in this conversation. And he's like, I took your advice. I was like, uh, shit. Well, I'm like, bro, I say a lot of shit. Like, like what, like, what invest? It's like that, <laughs> what scene, in like, can we, can we <laughs> that scene in Tropic Thunder <laughs> where he's like, oh, God, you killed a hooker. <laughs> I 
I was like, I see a lot of random shit, bro. So what advice did you actually take? And he took the advice of basically you can't outshoot your fitness type of thing. So you can outshoot your fitness, but you can't outshoot or outfitness shooting. So he ended up making the sniper team to actually, um, to actually compete in the TTPOA. Have you seen some of that? Oh, dude, it was fucking crazy. Oh, my I'm God. Like, I'm, like, I'm looking at it. I was like, I would live off of granola for a week. I was like, like I wouldn't do that. <laughs> that's why this crazy. Because I am nowhere near a designated sniper. However, I, I want to do all the shots. other cool shit. Yeah, I want to do all the other cool shit. I can put that. on shots like a sniper, I like, but I can't I like, do all the other type of shit. You, I will carry your ass, your kit, I can and carry, your rifle. But and, yeah. If you want to run two miles to your position, nah. Let's do it. I'm on. You can't outrun radio or vehicles. So... Have you seen That's the video of the... Uh... So maybe I need to, like, give so, up my, my partner and, like, Ursula and I need to, like... Oh, my God. Have no, you, your have you seen the video not. of the police helicopter that's chasing the guy down in the field? Yes! The, the helicopter And then the pilot. Tahoe, the Tahoe, like, schwacks the dude. I was like, why did you <laughs> And he bounces. And then he runs some more. And then the helicopter pilot yeah. is so fucking fed up that he jumps out of his helicopter he and chases this He, like, lands the down. helicopter and chases him down. Tackles oh, him my God. And then did you see him chuck the radio? Yeah. Holy, oh my I, god! No, I've not seen it. that. You need to watch this. I need to see this. Like you know, you know how angry you got to make a helicopter yeah, pilot to chase land. after yes. you. He's gonna land. The fact that he has loot, that like he's he's willing to sacrifice a much faster vehicle to come chase your dumbass on leg on foot. Yeah, with no yeah. gun belt and and in a helmet. And he's probably only got a shoulder holster. But yeah. I ain't gonna lie. My friends from. with DPS, whenever they're like, <laughs> that they actually catch somebody to start fighting and they headbutt the fuck out of them because they weren't a helmet. I'm like, that would be my opening move. Yeah, <laughs> dude, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Start I with never, that. No bullshit. I actually thought about applying for DPS just for the chance of me headbutting somebody with a helmet on. I would so. love, so I have a goal. I don't actually know if it's listed on my, my 35 before 35. We're but, adding it right now. But I fl- I've flown a fixed wing aircraft before. I was taking flight uh, lessons, uh-huh. right. but I want to fly a helicopter. I, I got If you. my agency had a helicopter, I, I would you. get into that position and I would never leave. <laughs> so like, um, I got streaming. you. I gave you a helicopter ride. All right. Super easy. Uh, so one thing I love about being, being me and I didn't learn this until like maybe a few years ago that some people are like, oh, Ursula, you're famous. I'm like, do I grew up in the hood? Famous means you're going to get a crack, a crack habit and go to prison. Like, <laughs> like I don't, I don't want to be famous. I'm okay with being well-known, you know? And then today, actually, which is funny, today I'm actually like realizing like, yeah, yeah, whatever, I'm famous. But I can totally get you a helicopter ride. All right, oh deal. God. That's I easy. That. I like it. Great, it's gonna be with a different agency, but I can get okay. a helicopter ride. Because I'm I still need a helicopter state. ride. Because I've just realized that I'm starting to get drunk because my hands are heavy. Not right oh. now. Oh shit. Oh. I'm I'm over here like questioning this hour drive home right now. I'm like, fuck. I don't want to Uber with guns, you know? <laughs> I'm gonna get a neg- I'm gonna together, get a one star review. <laughs> Uber together with guns. Dude, I'm gonna get one re- one star review. Like, oh, she wouldn't wear a mask and she had a whole bunch of guns on her. Like, <laughs> I got a backpack purse. Well, fine. We can just shove that shit one in of our, One of our patrol officers had to Uber home with all of his, like, gear the other <gasps> day. So. Oh, my God. Because his oh. car was broken. So No. No. Shit yeah. happens. No. No. So. I, I got friends that live in the side of, side of town. Yeah, I'll, I'll, actually, I'll, figure, some, I'll right. figure something I'll out. I'll figure something out. Good to go. Yeah. So no. that way I don't feel any modicum of responsibility. So, so, no, you're fine. Later. So we're at uh, three hours and uh, 30 minutes, roughly. We so are. is there anything else that y'all two want to cover? No, I'm, so I'm totally this, taking over so, your podcast. All right. So we're going to get to, and Kristen's going to get her chance, even though I've already asked her this question, but you 
We will wrap it up now. I have told okay. my, I have told my wife via text message that we are wrapping up. She's, <laughs> oh, she's asking for it, water. It is oh dark oh, thirty. Yes, because it is. It is. Uh, it is eleven thirty one local my God. time. Uh, I don't know what time it will be when I release this episode. I need to go through and figure out. So to grow a podcast, things I never considered. You have to figure out when the episodes are like most popular. Like and when, then, right. when do you release like, an episode? I think this is a two-parter. This might be a two-parter. This, this is definitely a two-parter, but on the flip side of that, you can also have, if it, you make it a two-parter, you have definitely a lot of time to get sponsors for it. Oh, hell yeah. Like, for example, the local liquor club or liquor store that you go to for all I'm gonna your I'm going to be completely alcohol. honest. I don't know that that dude would support law enforcement. <laughs> I, I ain't going to lie. So maybe there's, just go straight I ain't gonna lie. There's, straight there's some questionable store. places I, think, I hang out I think out I'll just too. go straight for Smoke yeah. Wagon. Yeah, go straight happens. to smoke, smoke Wagon and tell them what you're doing. Wait, wait like, you want to you tag your sponsors? I'll tag my sponsors. I'm a, I'm a, I'm, of course, I'm going to tag all my sponsors because we've talked about every single sponsor of mine, especially Troy. Troy sponsors fucking law enforcement like a motherfucker because Steve Troy himself was a trooper. I'm trying to think what state it was. I want to say it's either Massachusetts or New Hampshire. Ooh. One so of the somewhere legit up in the back, in yeah. New England area. Yeah. 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 Back East Stadies, the ones that wore that gay-ass fucking suit with the fucking cross leather. The uh, Sam Brown belt. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the with hat. The, the smoky. Oh, God, he yeah. was, <laughs> I know. Hey, this wait. is how you know okay, I've been drinking is when I start doing this. <laughs> so he's so he was definitely one of those. He absolutely loved law, law enforcement. So That's how you know when Ursula's been drinking. <laughs> yeah, I've been drinking a lot if I uh, start uh, slurring my speech. And if you need my me wife's going to be pissed from snoring in about <laughs> an hour. We again, we apologize. If Thank you. Else, if you need me for a wet lab, I'm all for it. Yes. Especially if it's wait, good bourbon. Wait, wait. Ready, ready? Go. Right? If the local PD needs to uh, practice, it needs to get any gazes for their age. Right. We're, we're doing a wet workshop right here. Wet yeah. lab. Wet lab. Wet lab. Right just hit me up. I will let you, you know, know what my episodes are. Actually, that would be a funny Oh, my God. For you to actually just film a fucking wet lab. Just go to a wet lab. The only I'd have to blur the shit out of the agency. Yeah, no, 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 no. So. You just have to blur the face of just, the drunk unless they, you know, they're like, okay, I mean, why it's not? Me. Or the, I'm the drunk. Dude, just have the camera on him the whole time. Why the fuck not? I'm down. Done. What? Free, I mean, I can't free, do uh, it. Okay, for one, for cops to buy you alcohol. And then serve it to you. Okay, no bullshit. Back, <laughs> back story. So when I became, or when I went from um, HGN to DR, or to A-Ride, freaking Payson, Payson PD. I'm actually going to name them because they're not here. Payson PD actually put out a fucking ad in their local newspaper for drunks. Well, when your population is 4,000, <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, you kind of so have to. It was to. funny as shit. So I'm like, y'all put an ad in the paper? Mad ups to Payson PD, what, though. I'm like, what year is it? Because so, you, um, you got two major highways rolling through there. You got a whole mess of transients. Not a whole bro, mess. I learned so much from the from the drunks, the Pacing? local drunks, and also oh like, God. that's and a whole it fucking snows, right? So you oh, got to deal bro. with all the bullshit on top of snow. Yeah, no. Dude, when yeah. they said free alcohol, oh my, they were starting to turn people away. Um, so I'm just gonna let everyone know. So look for wet workshops, wet labs for your local people. Legit, yeah. If you get you get drunk for free, you are a cop. for free. Drunk for free by the PD. You get drunk for free with your wet in these wet labs. Yes, and you are you are safe. You right? get, they make sure safe, you have a ride home. Safe ish. Fun story. I actually got groped at one. 
Okay, okay, let's not go there. So as a sex crimes detective, we'll have that conversation. <sighs> off air. Later um, off air. It's okay, safe. Bro. We make sure you get home safe. And yeah, we, but we for the most use part, you as a test subject. We'll make sure you're, you're home yeah, safe. You, and you are a test subject. Like that, make no, we just make no mistake. That's we what you are. You are, a, you, you are a guinea pig, right? You are the, the uh, little yellow canary. Um, but if you can find your wet labs, you are helping out your, your other officers, yep. helping them learn, helping them get educated. Um, and that's, that is extremely important to make them that much more proficient uh, when they take those skills for HGN is the horizontal gaze nystagmus, and you're making them that much more proficient when they hit the road. We appreciate so, it. The, mm-hmm. DU, the DUI yes. cops, which is n- currently not the one who's speaking, uh, but, th- but Kristen, who's raising her hand, DUI yep. cops appreciate the help. So, and you can usually play a fun game at parties because somebody's always got their PBT with extra straws. No lie. No. <laughs> and that's I went Kristen. to a Halloween party and there was this cop that had a PBT. And he's up here like, well, I have this PBT. And there's these drunk chicks. They're like, oh, yeah, I want to I put my lips on your stick. I'm like, well, that sounds pretty uh, dirty. Uh, we're flex, but okay. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, uh, then <laughs> there, I have felt completely like shithouse drunk before. And that was before I started drinking bourbon on the regular. Right. And, uh, and somebody had a PBT at one of our parties. Cause that's a cop party trick. It's a cop party. Cop party and parties. I, I hadn't even met the, like, I was nowhere near the legal limit. And I was like, I'm not driving home right now. That's not safe. Um, and they're like, dude, you're at the point where we can't even say one way or another <laughs> that you're drunk. Bet. We're actually going to put they're you like, back in the I'm car. In. Bet. I'm going to drive. No, so, like, hey, dude, you're good to drive home. Be like, no, no, no I'm not. That's nope. how I am. I don't trust you. That's me. That so, is me. I'm like, <laughs> so that one dude that was like, he had the PBT. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to see where I'm at. So before I'm even buzzed, I know I'm over the limit. So I was like, God damn. But this was also like many fucking years ago. So I'm like, mm, I don't know if that changed because I don't have a PBT in my possession. So, uh, but I thought it was funny because he had a whole bunch of drunk ass chicks hanging over him. I'm like, I don't know if this guy trying to pull some pussy or what, but uh, he's doing a good ass motherfucker job of it. I just thought it was funny as shit. So that's why this podcast carries an explicit rating. (laughs) Oh my God. I didn't know what he was going to do. So I was like, "Ah, all right. Yeah. I'm I'm not going to hate. I'm not going to hate the the player. I'm going to hate the game type of thing. You know? Eh, eh, Yeah. Yeah. He looked like a dork. But anyways. So we spent, we're wrapping it up, we right? Spent, we're we spent six minutes talking about drinking. So Ursula, you've got yes. a microphone to the world, right? You are a, you have been a podcast host in the in the past. I have. Yes. Um you can tell, obviously. So, so you know what's up, right? We've got yep. I've got listeners literally all over the globe. I mean, Central America, South America, Australia, Europe. Um, I don't know if the Russians are still listening mm. to me because I'm not a big fan of what they're doing in Ukraine. Uh, I, li- but, I like their jail system. Fair enough. You know, <laughs> everybody needs a gulag in their life, know, right? Like, eh. So where you can just freeze to death and, and be worked to death, uh, neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. Um, but you've got a microphone to the world. Right. What does the world need to hear from Ursula? Uh, for one, follow me on Instagram, Ursula.308. <laughs> Shameless. Se- Hell I like yeah. It. I Shameless. Like it. Yeah. Second of all, keep up the good fight. Um, so basically everything that you believe in, other people believe in it too, so keep fucking fighting. Yeah, no matter where you're a cop. I mean, well, okay, I shouldn't say that. Um, most people are listening are cops. So most people poor. listening are cops, and and in most countries, if you're a police officer, you're a firefighter, you're an EMT, you're a nurse, first you're a doctor, responder. you are a first responder. Um, you're doing it for all the right reasons, and you're willing to put yourself in harm's way. I was watching this. Uh, I follow uh, these uh, one. 
I can't remember who it is, but it's these Norwegian cops. I don't remember if it's Oslo, whatever the case may be. How's that picture come out? That's there, amazing. Kristen? It's probably like the best. Look at yeah. Ursula. <laughs> <laughs> I, I look oh, questionable in that photo, but keep you going. can't really tell that I'm drunk, but I do look like the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. I, so. I, do, I do feel pretty fucking good. I'll tell you that I'm right like, now. Hey. Um, I think my eyes are open. But these cops in, in Norway roll around, and I was looking at them, and they've just got their, uh, like, I've got my duty holster here. They've just got, like, the uh, uh, the QLS fork, uh-huh. and they're, they're just rolling around with their, with their like, paddles, with no guns, no <laughs> like holsters. What? And I'm like, what the fuck? Where's and, your and guns? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, their guns, their, their sidearms, and their MP5s, because uh, it's, it's cool to run HKs, are all locked in their cars. Uh-huh. Uh, and so if they run into a situation, lame. they've got to yeah. literally run back to their car and get their guns out. Uh, but oh, they're, the but if you're a cop somewhere, you're doing it for the right reasons, most likely. If you're not, then fuck off. Go find something else. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, a big ups to anybody who's willing to put their lives on the line for people they don't know. Uh, I truly believe that it is a selfless job that, that cops do. Again, unless you're in it for the wrong reasons. If you're looking at it because... Oh, cool. You know, you're going to say the quiet part out loud. And hey, I, you know, I was bullied as a kid. This is my chance to get back. Now, nah, fuck off. You don't yeah, you no, don't deserve yeah. a spot amongst our profession. Um, if you're going to be that person who gets all the way through a nine month hiring process only to quit on your first day of the academy, I to a point, I get it. You've never been put in that situation before, but you've taken that spot from somebody who really wanted it yeah, and really yeah. worked or for it or deserved it, it yeah. or deserved it. Yeah. Right. So agreed. Um, if, if you're out there doing this job, if you're a first responder, uh, I mean, big ups to you. Oh, don't worry about the tourniquet. I'll fix it. Um, this one pointed no. out. Like, I, sober no, I, sober okay. Kevin so, will fix it. Oh, so. Okay. So, sober Kevin. Kevin will fix it. However, uh, one thing that kind of pissed me off <laughs> You ever drunkenly squad, try to get a soft T-Y tourniquet back into a holster? A Holy soft shit. T-Y. Yeah. I had a whole, whole bunch of fucking my old squad mates. They were running cat T tourniquets, not prepared for deployment. I'm like. I'm going to die fucking with y'all. Okay, like, so yeah. here, here's your PSA, right? If you, car- if hey, you yo. carry a tourniquet, uh, let me rephrase it. If you aren't carrying a tourniquet, you're wrong. If you yep. carry a tourniquet, stage it for you only put a tourniquet on your leg. So, Don't put it around your neck. So, so stage, stage it, it for your leg. Not That's just the biggest it. limb you got. So stage it not just for your leg, but stage it for the biggest guy on your fucking unit pull it all the way out yeah. get it to where all you just you, that, you've got is, enough yeah. of the tail to grab onto and tighten it down straight up and if you're running a cat which i have right here um again we don't have a youtube channel to go i mean i do we but we're not me. filming this yeah. um if you're running a cat pull that white uh time tape to the side, uh, to the side yep. so that your windlass is free and carry and you're a not sharpie. fucking with it Carry a Sharpie so that you can let the hospital staff know what time you put that tourniquet on. Yep. Um, and again, stage it for the biggest limb that you can get to. So yep. um, like this one, I could fit my whole ass probably whole torso through it. there. So at least my whole, my whole <laughs> leg. So, uh, Mr. Fucking size 34 waist over yeah. here. You know, I just had to go up to a 36 and that's what, what? really... So it was going up to a, th- it was no longer fitting in 34 jeans that made me realize like, you know what? I've got a donut problem as a detective and I need to fix that shit right now. Okay. Power so, rings. Power rings. Power uh, rings. Yeah. Uh, so my biggest thing is I will never change my belt. What? My belt will never be adjusted. See, I like Okay. That. Okay. That's so a good, that's a good plan. My belt will never be adjusted. I was there. I was actually there. Where my belt would not be adjusted, then I end up losing weight. So I'm like, "Fuck okay, yeah, that's okay." So I lost. So I actually changed my belt for that. Yeah. And then I'm like, I don't. My belt from that point would not get 
would yeah. not get fucking tight. So I continue to fucking lose weight. Mm-hmm. So whether it's like I change my profile, if even the numbers on a scale doesn't change, I'm fine with that. As long as I change my overall right. composition, I'm good with that. My, my whole thing was if I was going to be 200 pounds, I wanted to be a healthy 200 pounds. Right. And when I realized that I was not a healthy 200 pounds, that's when I <laughs> see, needed to change. See, you know what's funny is that like <laughs> my goal, like everybody's like, oh, they have this, some, some number in mind. No. I'm like, if I could punch you in the throat and you get a gasp, that's what I want. See, so if I punch you in the throat and you're like, <gasps> that's what I'm yeah. like. As long as I'm at that weight, I'm good. But so see, my favorite. Favorite. I'm not cha- I'm not changing the I'm not changing the uh the belt oh. because if I, I change the belt, then I know I'm I'm done. Yeah, exactly. No. That's what most I will be un- doing. I will be uncomfortable in that belt until I fix it. Yeah. Nope. Not changing the belt, but fixing me. Mm-hmm. I was talking. Can we retake that? <laughs> no, I'm trying I to take like, selfies I over like here. My my side. Kristen's like, mad at me. Hold on, hold on, let me uh, let me get my my drink in hand. It doesn't help that you both are wearing vaguely like pale colored tops True. against my light gray walls. Yeah, <laughs> you just need some like dark walls in to, here. To the uh, to the Kevin who's on his like fourth or fifth glass no, of bourbon, do, you're but, you're just um, floating heads. But while we're wrapping everything up, because goddamn, this is a four We've hour been, podcast. Oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit. I've never been on a four hour podcast. I do appreciate it, Joe Rogan. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Uh, Kevin, thank you for having me thank on the you. show. Hey, thank I do you. appreciate it. We did. Um, you didn't touch your sponsors. You were going to your sponsors. Go my to sponsors? sponsors. Oh, dude, my sponsors. Okay, so first and foremost, I'm in law enforcement, and they all totally support me. So um, they know me, my agency, what I do. So my personal sponsors, I have Troy Industries, uh, Staccato. Goddamn, I gotta look at this this uh, list. Your knife. Um, I have uh, Troy Industries, Staccato. Medford, uh, we plead a second who actually just changed changed their name to uh, Pro Two A Customs. They uh, they're super awesome stuff. Medford knives, Pro uh, Elfman Tactical, Tough. I'm <laughs> like, good lord, Tough Products, MME MMP Guns, which is Mo Money Pawn Shop, and UM Tactical. So, um, all my like I said, all my freaking sponsors are freaking amazing if you want to sponsor the podcast reach out let me know definitely Uh, that is absolutely definitely because uh this podcast i think is one of many that will actually help future law enforcement oh yeah especially when they're hearing from a whole bunch of ogs (laughs) of how to actually do the job don't fall into the deep dark abyss of alcoholism but if you have a good time every now and then that's okay yes okay so you threw out yours i'm going to throw out mine just a few send Um, it AR 500 armor. Thank you. Um, Tyler and the guys over there, they've been amazing for me. They've outfitted me for the games. They've outfitted me for work. So I appreciate that. Um, desert off-road, uh, desert dog off-road. Uh, they, they're my ammo sponsor. Hey, desert dog off-road. I've got a forerunner that I need some work <laughs> done too. <laughs> so they've been, they've been there new and, um, let's see, uh, Picky bars. I'm kind of more on the athletic side of things as Ursula is on the shooting side of things. Like she said, you can't out shoot your, you can't out fitness your shooting. I'll shoot your fitness. You can't out shoot your fitness. But <laughs> you, you had a 50, 50 chance. Yeah. It's yeah, okay. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> um, no, you four, can't, you four can outfit. Oh shit. Oh yeah. You just can out shoot your fitness, fitness, but you cannot out shoot. Out fitness, your shooting. fitness your shooting. There you go. It's gonna take three of us We've to figure this. We've devolved. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I'm on, the, I'm on the fitness side of things. So picky bars. Um, I'm a picky bar ambassador. They've been amazing and definitely like fuel me through the games. And then um, 
gooder sunglasses. You guys need to, right. you need $25 polarized sunglasses. Can't beat that. Oh my God. I wear them for, I am, I will say I'm a big fan of shady rays, especially working the road. Like Oak for no Oakley's cool for, mm. you can get ballistic glasses out of them. Oakley's legit. Oakley's the, uh, you know, OG, the OG cop and military sunglasses. Actually, Shady like Rays will will. Yeah, you're you're. I like epic epic eyewear. Epic really, eyewear. Yeah, really Shady really Rays has like a no questions asked lifetime warranty. That's that like, how go- what Gooder happened is. to your sunglasses? We don't care. Here's a new pair. Here, so. Gooder and Gooder's yeah. names. My favorite my favorite glasses with Gooder are called um, Whiskey Shots with the Devil. I'm just saying the name Whiskey are, Shots with the, the Devil. devil. Basic. Yeah. <laughs> They're amazing. Um, and then uh, let me. Uh, let me check. Oh, road ID. Road ID. Okay. Road ID. Because you wear one, right? Yep. Yep. Right there. Uh, it says, uh, pause my garment on it. So if I end up dead on the side of the road somewhere, all you first responders look I had for- a doctor question my uh, allergy to penicillin the other day, and I didn't really appreciate that because it's like, ma'am, I would know. <laughs> if yeah. I was allergic um, to penicillin. But uh, road ID has been amazing. They've been, they, I, I wear it. My dad wears it. My I'm, mom wears it. I'm my dog wears a, I'm it. I'm just an asshole. I'll put road. I'll get road ID and put dumbass like non necessary information. Um, mine on it. says pause my Garmin. I will put um delete my, my browser. Like, delete my browser. <laughs> oh, people have had that. Delete my browser and my titties are for real. So I think that's what my my. <laughs> I think that's what we'll put on yeah. mine. You so, won't find a cocker spaniel eating these implants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, I know I'm not truly drunk because I can recall past yes, conversations. Yes. Hey, my, and my dog's road ID says belly rubs, please. Wow. Yeah. So hashtag white people Wednesday. So anyways, oh, what? Uh, oh. I'm just saying, if it was like Pitbull Friday, it'd be a little bit different. Um, you would, love, you would love Amelia. <laughs> what? Not oh, now. Now I gotta get more. Chris and I over here for- like Terrier Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> um. She's your color. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> She's my color. She's your color. Black Lives Matter. But <laughs> <laughs> Kevin's like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> I'm just gonna stay quiet now. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh good shit. Good shit. Yep. Yep. Mm. I don't think you can record a four-hour podcast without having a good time. Dude, I've not do unless um, I've never listened to. This will have to be split in two episodes. This is a definitely two. And I've got to look at like when the most popular like download day is, and I will release it on that day. Here we are. We're both going to compete at the Tactical Games in Utah. (gasps) And where are they being held? Where are they being held? Saint George, Utah. Saint George, Utah. So it's like. Vega Zona. I call it Vega Zona. Vega Zona. Is it like six hours away from, from Phoenix? Five and a half. I'm debating if I'm going to take the the Bronco or I'm going to take the Civic. So I'm going I'm to definitely camp for you it. You can come with us. Huh? You can come with us. I kind of like the I kind of like the idea of camping in the, in the uh, no, I'm Bronco. Get, I'm getting a townhouse with a hot tub and a kitchen. I was just going to jump in people random neighbor backyard. Just, 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 okay. <laughs> Ursula, I gotcha. I'm going to be all ghetto and shit for this whole time. Oh, so Ursula, we're going to be doing Google this. is telling me to release this podcast in the morning at around 5 a.m. And I can tell you that's not no, going to happen. No, no, This podcast no. won't be released until tomorrow at about 12. You do you, boo-boo. But at, uh, the, at the so earliest. At, back so, to the games. Uh, the games are, uh, we're going to be running March 12th and 13th at Utah and St. Yeah. George. Um, hashtag 
Technically, the most popular yes. publishing day is Wednesday with the hours publishing <laughs> published are 2 a.m. on a Wednesday, 2 a.m. on a Tuesday, and 11 p.m. on a Tuesday. But um, I don't know about that. So we'll, we will be I'm at the Tactical Games. Come find us. Come see us. Come see us. Come say hi. Uh, and they will are. drag me out eventually to a Tactical Games. I want to uh, I want to go out and shoot and compete Do and it. just go out come and enjoy myself. Watch Utah. Come to Utah. So, watch Utah. Come to Utah. I, I, so I don't know about Utah. I've got no. a number of vacations planned uh, this year. But but Phoenix. There's ex- there's there's Are the Phoenix Tactical Games held only once per year? We don't know. They have not they set have not. dates October, for Phoenix. October is open. Okay. They love. They have not set the dates for so October. potentially October. Maybe, but maybe if I okay. set out, if I was you, go to go to Utah. Yeah, go to um, Utah. I'm actually this. looking at um, Oregon. I'm looking at in Ohio. June. So June July. July. No matter the amount of bourbon that I have consumed today, that is making me feel slightly intoxicated. I'm feeling pretty. I will say this: if you Ursula, you start that uh, that EDC every day. I carry feel like match. I can fight 50 minutes right now on this bourbon. Well, I would maybe frown on that. <laughs> as as your as your newfound friend and a fellow police officer, I would maybe say. Don't do that. Kristen's going to get Ursula home bourbon. tonight. It is. Oh, it yeah, was delicious okay. bourbon. This uh, didn't last me nearly as long as I thought it would. Okay, no. so again, like, one more time with the name. And the smoke Wagon. Smoke Wagon. Smoke Wagon. Smoke wagon. Is, yeah, Hi. Smoke Wagon yes. Barrel Proof. Do you want to just sponsor 113 all of us, proof. please? So, Smoke Wagon, if you guys are listening to this, and, we appreciate your whiskey. And hey, Troy. Um, what? I'm yeah, and hey, Troy. No. No, Troy I didn't say staccato. I didn't say staccato. Oh, I'm good with I've, my I've been, I've been with Troy for like six years now. So I love Troy. Troy's amazing. Um, super solid guns. Um, actually, we're making an AR pistol coming out. Seven and a half incher called uh, Heaven, called Helen. So the What's my Helen, mom's name? I feel Helen, like I need that, I need that Helen one. Helen of Troy. Oh, nice. Boom. Yes. Of what? If you really don't know who Helen of Troy is and you need the Cliff Notes version, just watch the movie Troy. Yeah. So Hel- Helen of Troy, I think would be a great Although name that's not for, entirely for four years. I need to be a great name for an AR pistol. So mm. especially a seven. And I just half named, as I'm build, building mine. So. I just named my forerunner. So Ooh, like, why what, not? Right. What, what's your forerunner's name? So I called my forerunner Apollo. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the reason behind that is that you look so silver. I'm a, I'm a space nerd. It's not silver. Oh. It's blue. But I'm a space nerd. Oh yes, we have. And this so if you look at like the history of manned space flight, specifically out of the United States. If I had an additional podcast, it would probably be on this. But you look at like the uh, the Mercury mission, so right? like shots, right? So you're shooting them up, and then they're coming back down. Um, Gemini missions, you can if shit goes terribly south, you can still recover and come come right back to Earth. Uh, but Apollo, as my forerunner, is going to be used for over overlanding. The way I look at it is uh. Apollo. Um, you're sent really far away without the ability to really recover anything. And you've got to rely on what you have with you to include your wits um, and the equipment that you've got just, just in your little space capsule at any given time. So like Apollo 13, the only reason those guys are alive is because of what they had with them and the right. creativity they used to problem solve. And so that's kind of the whole point to overlanding. Well, that's not the point to overlanding, but potentially when you are overlanding, you're going to run into problems. You have to be able to solve them from with what you've got in your vehicle and in your brain at any given time. So 
you can tell by me not being able to pronounce all of my words that uh, I have been <laughs> I, drinking I, I like tonight. It. That's, a, that's a great. So that is why my forerunner's name is Apollo. Nice. At any rate, Kristen, you've got a microphone to the world. Go ahead. You had a really good message, a, a very positive message towards. I'm probably going to say the same thing again. Towards female law enforcement, oh, law enforcement officers, or or women who are maybe looking into the career of law enforcement. But Kristen, you've got a microphone to the world. The alcohol is now setting in much more heavily in my brain than it was. <laughs> yes. Um, but uh, you've got a microphone to the world. What does the world need to hear from Kristen? Be nice to each other. You never know what the person next to you is going through. That is actually completely different than what you said last time. I know. But we'll take it. Yes. All right. Okay. Um, but honestly, you people, especially in law enforcement, we hide so much. Yes. We yes. bury so much because we have to be strong for the complete stranger down the road that who is having and we bury it in fucked up humor oh my god we do but we have to be strong for that stranger down the street who's having the worst day of their life and we have now relived that worst day of their life four times just that week so just be nice to each other like this world sucks right now i'm i'm gonna say it it sucks true people are assholes just be nice to each other if you see someone compliment them say say something say hi I love just going up to a random person and be like, that hat? Yeah, I want that hat. That's awesome. Good job. Yeah. Like, hey, I like your shirt. Yes. And somebody would be like, oh, shit. Hey, thanks, man. I and appreciate like, that. the right. smile someone gets, just think about it. You can change someone's whole trajectory of their day just by saying something nice. Just you never know what someone's going through. Just be nice to each other. Yeah, we're on the eve True. of fucking World War Three right yeah, now Jesus, between right? Ukraine and Russia. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and some of us, uh, here. fun fact, if you're a dude between the ages of 18 and 35, that selective service card is going to bite you oh, in wait, the ass. That's, I'll boo you. Yeah, that's me. Sorry. For four uh, more years. So um, When you're old but, over uh, here. But you've got to, uh, there's, there's way too much negativity in the world yes. right now. Just be mm-hmm. cool with one another, right? Yes. Even if even if you're the if you're the person being arrested by the cops, they've got a job to do. You just happen to fit the definition of what their job is at and that I, moment. I love when people and tell me that. Then you fucked up. Yeah. Take, yeah. take responsibility. Take a, responsibility. Be, be yeah. accountable for your actions yeah. and watch your fucking life change. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yep. Like I've all talked to I've talked to people who are recovering addicts who. Uh, had all sorts of issues, you know, in years gone by, um, and they're able to to hold the conversation and and communicate with me on a person to person level because they know that like, yeah, old me, old me was fucking bad. Oh yeah, but new me is gonna rock the fucking world. Yeah, yep. exactly. And that's so. just that's every every person every day. Just you never know what they're going through. You never they can be they can have the strongest exterior. But inside, they could be a disaster. Likewise, if you're you the person getting, to talk to yeah. you're the person getting pulled over by the cops because you didn't remember to put your temporary license plate at your license plate, and you instead put it behind your tinted windows of your BMW. Like, don't be an asshole yeah, to that just, cop. That cop's probably going through all sorts of shit that you had no idea. There's exactly. there's a great. Uh, I don't credit social media with a lot beyond networking, but there's a great reel on Instagram where this dude narrates. If you ask somebody how their day is going and they say, I'm fine, that person is That's not, not that person not is good. not okay. They're not good. Right? Yeah. So just be cool, be accountable. And reach out. Reach and, out to people. Yeah, reach out. If you if you need help, if you just need a fucking friend, whatever the case is, shit. I've had people message me on on this on my Instagram uh, and say, like, hey, you know, 
what you said earlier really resonated. And I never really thought that that's what this was. Honestly, this started as, as me wanting to explain like high profile police incidents. It has evolved into much more than that. Oh yeah. Um, but if you just need somebody to fucking talk to, like hit me reach up on out Instagram, to you reach, can out re- to reach out to Kristen, yeah, reach, out, to me. reach yeah. out to Ursula. Like we'll, we'll chit chat with you. Yeah. You can, you can fucking oh, video yeah. call us. You oh, can audio God, anything, call us through yeah. Instagram. Like uh, legit as, and I don't know about Kristen and Ursula, I can't speak for them, but as a detective, my my phone is never more than like six inches Ooh. from me at any given time. Like My phone is not too far away from me. I'm and on then, call, so I get if, it. <laughs> and then you know you're special if you catch me in no bra and a bonnet. Oh, oh, I haven't gotten there yet. I was only out there. I'm probably sure I may, might have. I may have called you. That's going to be the second time in I, five minutes I choose not to respond. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know. If I'm in my glasses. You know, if I'm in my glasses. If I'm you in know a it. bonnet and no bra, that means I'm in the house for the day. No.